welcome to episode two of season three, Inside the Heliosphere. This is uh, Chris Mobbs. Um Episode two, my brother-in-law, Luke, Luke Mavramatis. Second uh, Greek-flavoured. That's not true, actually. This wasn't really Greek-flavoured at all, but obviously Luke's surname, my wife's maiden name, uh, is Greek. I'm not sure if we touched on it that much. We touched on a lot of music. Um, which isn't surprising considering this is really a a music slash um, life story podcast. Yeah, that's what it is. It's a music life story podcast. And and we got, I think we got the essence of Luke here. I got the essence of Luke here a little bit. Um, It's always challenging to get the essence of somebody's uh, character and and their, uh, the stories pertinent to their, to their development to that point where I find myself sitting opposite them. Um, but I think we did it here. And, and you know, Luke's really, he, he, as I think I said in the interview and probably in his um, in his biography, the, the one that I, I wrote for him, um, he, well, actually, I'm just looking at his, and also in his, uh, I'm not sure if anyone ever reads them, but in his, um, what do you call those poems I write? I'll come back to it. The word's just gone out of my head. Uh, I call him a musical polymath. And, he really does have the most spectacular breadth and depth of knowledge about music and musicians. Um, you know, he, he's, if I've, if I've, if I love a band or, or a group or a singer, it's especially in the sort of rock, uh, metal, but also, you know, blimey punk. He's a huge, uh, clash fan and, uh, television and, um, you know, uh, the Ramones and all that stuff. He, he just knows it. He's, he's been there, bought the album. Um, and, and this, this conversation was just a joy again in Adelaide, again at the start of 2019, I think it was so over two years ago now. Um, and, and, uh, I just remember laughing a lot. There's some Hendrix. Jesus. It was just, it was just great. Um, so I hope you enjoy this conversation with my bruv, Luke. Thanks for doing it, my friend. And um, the name of the poem is a haiku. Got there. Or is it haiku? <laughs> you sure about that? Yeah, well, right. Yeah, yeah, all right. We'll be dancing around that. Right. Yeah, no, Lisa was saying, oh, you better be careful. My parents might listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon they will know? Is, well, I don't know. Do they even know. know about it? I mean, they, I suppose you Yeah, imagine. they might have a listen. I mean, I, whatever. I mean, just... one, one day, but, you know, like I said, I'm not, I'm not, it's not like I'm bloody interrogating. No, it's it shouldn't be, Anyway, shouldn't be. So I've done it. I have actually listened to every. You did, didn't you? That's a big commitment. That's a lot of hours. <laughs> like, That's I wanted a lot to. Of hours. <laughs> I wanted to start actually. So I was, how many? No, before you start, how yeah, many yeah. Ha, have you done? How many was it on each? Uh, ten on each. Ten on each series. So yeah, say yeah. that's what that's got to be at oh, least sixty hours. Average, average, yeah, three to three to four hours. It's like the last yeah, few were. The last was cousin Nicholas four was four. That's a good effort, and it's not just that you've listened to all of them; it's that you you seem to power through like in a week. You yeah, did. I did back to back. <laughs> What is that? Is that, I know it's partly work, right? It's partly kind of you get oh, to listen yeah, to stuff on the way to work. On the way to work. Nudge, nudge. <laughs> <laughs> on that long drive you've got. Well, yeah. That, yeah, that half. Well, it's an hour a day. Yeah. Tra- traveling. Yeah. So, but still. Yeah. 
But we're we going, by the way. This is this is my this is my brother, Luke. How you going, mate? Oh, life. <laughs> my wife's my wife's but it's the closest thing I've got to a brother. Anyway, did, I was going to say, did you listen to the David Lee Roth thing? I did. Yeah, I did. And you know what? I was interesting, eh? Yeah, it was really. Well, what, well, this is your interview, so <laughs> welcome to Inside the Heliosphere. Uh, I think this is episode two of season three. Oh, it was when the first. Uh, that will be... Emmanuel. Matt, Matt, yeah, Emmanuel. Um, what, well, what did you think? Tell me, because I, 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 I think I messaged you after I listened to the first half an hour. I, I don't know how Joe Rogan, first of mm. all, was, was taking him at the start. Right. Because uh, he's... I felt like he was sitting there going, this guy's just off his tits. Yep. But yep. he's not really. He's it's not. He's just always been consistent. That's him, isn't it? He's always been like that. If you watch yep. interviews from the 80s yep. on MTV or whatever, it's the same. It's exactly the same. It's a show, it's isn't it? It's the same, yeah. It's a show. But it's so intelligent. It's so intelligent and so interesting. Yeah, right? yeah. All that stuff he does, that kind of wild, out in the wild, rock climbing, you know, kayaking. Yeah. I like the angle with the phone, like he doesn't take his phone Brilliant. anywhere. Because there's enough people with phones right. if he needs to make it. He says, I'm never more, well, he's only more than five metres away <laughs> yeah, from somebody yeah, yeah. that can get me. But who thinks like that? Yeah, I, lo- I love that. And, and, and I love that thing about, I don't, if someone texts me, that's avoiding me, you know? Yeah. And that made me feel bad because I, I, I love to write texts because I, yeah, I just I try can't and look. I try and call people more now. Do you? Yeah, I was on that text thing for a long time, but I do. I do. For that reason, because it's more personal? Yeah, yeah. For, oh. Just the back and forth text sometimes. Yeah, it's yeah. Just like... goes yeah, and I've got I've got I've got mates that you know like mate actually you might be one of them like after a few texts you just go like yeah, this, I'm ringing cool. you just uh, just do that but well, go on so so at the start yeah there was definitely he was doing that diamond day yeah yeah yeah, had, yeah it was all quips and yeah one liners it took him a while to relax right but it was a fairly long interview though three I, hours I did, yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah yeah because you said at the I think you said like listen to it it's great and. I think I struggled for the first sort of half hour. I'm going, oh, just... Yeah, oh, yeah, you know? that's how I felt. Too. I thought, where's this going? Yeah, just like, settle down. But I thought Joe Rogan did yeah. an amazing... Cause, and actually, I hope to learn from it because I was just marvelling, not just with him. I've listened to a couple of his now and he just really stays silent. He listens. Listens. He is a listener. I mean, I, re- I listen, but he didn't interrupt. And what I felt, what I heard was Dave kind of... He would... Get to a point where usually someone would chip in, but Joe didn't. Yeah, and so he just kind of went ooh, and just kind yeah. of settled down a bit. Not like Mark Maron, like your your right, man. Right, my man Mark. Yeah. But he, yesterday, I started listening to Mark Maron and Mandy Moore. That's oh, what the fuck. Is yeah, that? but but if you stick with that, that one, uh, you know why I reckon that happens? Because it's promotional. She must have a right. movie camera now. Definitely, now, is. he does all that now. Definitely, yes, he does. Yeah. He's on the PR yeah. list, but she there was something they definitely did to do with her ex-husband. Did you hear about, uh, what's his name, Ryan? Didn't get that far. Summer of 69. Yeah. Ryan uh, Adams. Yeah, all right. Ryan Adams. Yeah, that's right. He was married to Ryan. He, did you hear recently, he's one yeah, of these guys that, that's yeah. been pulled My mate at work tried to tell me it was Brian Adams. <laughs> so I've got away and gone, what, Brian Adams? <laughs> then, I read, dirty old then I read the story. Ryan Adams. Okay, Ryan Adams. that makes more sense. But she, it, but it was the, the timing was really interesting because she said, like she, it's not like she came out and, and uh, I, I imagine there's certain legal things that she can't say. Yeah. But she said enough. And then a few days later, the, the, all of a sudden it was like, that he's been grooming yeah. through, through social media, all these girls yeah. he, with offers of, I'll make you a star and then pulling away and all of that. Yeah. So I think there was an element of, you know, Didn't I ha- need to get this out here. He only got, he had a big hit album in mid, mid two th- early 2003 yeah. or something. Yeah. But I think that, 
probably speaks more to our musical taste. I think yeah. he's released like 20 albums. Yeah, and I didn't, I was never into Ryan Adams. No, no, Maybe no. Maybe a couple of songs. But I, I try, exactly, no. I try. It wasn't my thing. He, um, I think he's got this image as some, something of a Svengali in that alternative yeah. scene. Like he can yeah. make careers or break yeah, well, careers. And actually, that leads me nicely yeah. to this interview often turns into me paying compliments. And uh, this is a compliment. I, I, you know, just talking about your, I mean, one of the many reasons I obviously I wanted to interview you was yeah. that I'm still stunned by the breadth of your musical <laughs> knowledge. Like it's crazy. It yeah, really it is. is crazy. It is. And I know that now, unfortunately, you don't have the huge record click I think you maybe sold it or no no I've still got have it you still got the whole thing smashing through it the other night actually well, how many albums have you got now oh I don't know I don't know but I was listening to more classical music the other day see that doesn't surprise yeah, me see, that was... does not surprise it might yeah. surprise other people yeah, but... yeah, yeah and I listen to classical music at work on the really? FM ABC classical because I'm driving heavy machinery and it's like being yeah. an apocalypse now <laughs> so you get that you know that really and I just zone out do my shit yeah so alright so but I was going to ask you I mean it's hard because I know some of this obviously but we've yep. got to get it recorded like how, how did that kind of how did the fire get lit with you and music uh I was, I don't know, I think it was about 12, mm -hmm. and I bought two cassettes, and I must have been down here for tennis or something. Yeah. And I was at Jetty Road, I used to have a record shop down the end there, it's not there anymore, obviously. And um, I bought Combat Rock, The Clash. <laughs> that was your first? And Jailbreak, Thin Lizzy. Oh my God, first that were your two, first two, two cassette albums. Wow. Not long after that, Dad bought me Business As Usual, uh -huh. Men At Work. Yeah. Is that, um, is that like the seminal album? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah the one yeah, that's got yeah, big down album, under. Big and, uh, but I still, the variations of the music, I reckon would probably have come from that Clash album. So, I mean, that's really, I mean, because when people talk about buying their first, I mean, they're, yeah. by any objects you mean, they're cool albums. Yeah, yeah. Well, I never made, meant what, to. No, right. You what, know, because I, I, <clears> I didn't know. I mean, obviously, the only Thin Lizzy song I would have ever heard would have been Boys Back right, in Town. Right, Boys Back in Town, yeah, yeah. So, but, and, so what made you buy those? Was it the artwork? What? Can't tell. Can't remember. No one else I knew was listening to The Clash. There was nobody. And I didn't know anyone that was listening to Thin Lizzy, especially at that age. Interesting. You know, and I reckon I was 12. Do you reckon maybe you'd Pops. heard Boys Are Back in Town, London Calling? It's really funny, actually, because my grandmother came back from England with a couple of uh, Sony Walkmans. Betty? Yeah, and I reckon, I didn't know. She brought Sony yeah, Walkmans so back? She with... brought them back from England. Ah. Well, she must have bought them duty-free, so... Yeah. And I don't know if we got them for our birthdays or Christmas, but I don't remember any other kid having a... So maybe that prompted me to actually buy cassettes. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. At that stage. And the batteries... I'm just the, trying to think. The but batteries I reckon Tina and I would have been... Might have been like 11. Yeah. Mate, so, Tina might have been 10. I mean, we weren't that old. Yeah, so we're... So So you're born in... Is it 71? 71, yeah. 71, so... Yeah, 81, 82, that was the early Walkmans yeah. when they came across, right? Yeah, yeah. And gee whiz, they were, do you remember the first feeling when you put those headphones the fluffy, on? And the, the little the big, the yeah, foamy, the foamy thing, ears. Yeah, that was great. And the battery would fart at about yeah, half an hour yeah. and go, but yeah. it was amazing, right? So, okay, yeah, but that, yeah, yeah. that still doesn't explain why you pick up, because I was going to ask as a side question, was there, I mean, I know your dad, like massive Beatles fan, uh, huge music fan, but was there any other person around that, that goes, you need to listen to this? No one. So you just picked those two no out, one. right? No one at all. 
and they and they end up. Being I, I reckon the imagery from Rock the Casbah may be right. how cool the Clash looked. Okay, yep, and they did look cool. Okay, we'll come. And that back. was a pretty cool <laughs> film clip. I mean, regardless. Okay, we'll, we'll come back to the Clash. There's <laughs> an armadillo in the film clips. I was really surprised, actually. Yeah. You know, spoiler alert. I, 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 no, uh, well, look, I, I think the imagery, Phil yep. Lyon, look, looking like that. I mean, yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's did. probably maybe subconsciously. That's funny. You look at that in his old photo with the fro and the moustache, the, mustache, the right. afro, the glasses. I mean, wow. Yeah, I mean, this. Uh, it's a fairly, ex- fairly close resemblance, really. That's maybe that's, that's what true. it was. I mean, that's I don't true. know. We should explain that, that your dad's fro and moustache was from his Greek ancestry, yeah. not not from not uh, from, not from sort of Irish, Irish yeah. uh, West Indian. That's interesting. Okay, yeah. so so whatever reason you pick out these two, and they basically turn out to be your two favourite bands, right? Oh, yeah, to this day, definitely, hundred percent. Wow, yeah, hundred percent. And that, what was the record shop you said? It was Jetty Road Music, or yeah, Jetty Road something. It was just Music. one of those, yeah, yeah, cool was... old. I don't reckon it probably only closed down five or six years ago. I don't know what's in there at the moment. I think it's a maybe a could be a news agent. I'm not hundred percent. Yeah, they they struggled, didn't they, in the early years of the whole Napster thing? Yeah. Like, um, I think the record store day is coming soon. So there's anyway. So you've still got all those oh, albums yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, I've got them all on vinyl. Yeah. Not cassette. Yeah. Not cassette. Yeah. I wonder. Jeez, I, I don't even know what I did with all my cassettes. Mum probably chucked them out. Yeah. At home. Or maybe she gave them to me and I chucked them out, I don't know. There was, I mean, CDs are also not just as satisfying, don't have right? any. I gave, mum and dad have got yeah. them in the top drawer at their house, do I think? Something about the plastic getting scratched up and, I don't know. Old albums can it look just, cool when they're beat up. I think uh, Eddie Trunk's the big, uh, he's, he loves the CDs. The he American, the, yeah, you what know, is, what's Eddie, that show he does? Um, Trunk Nation. And, and doesn't he do the headbangers? As well. Headbangers uh, on ball. Sirius... What do they call it? XM? Yeah. Over there? Yeah. Daily the, show? The satellite radio station. Yeah. Also does a good podcast. Oh, you're saying it's good? Yeah, yeah. It is good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This one's, this one's good. Like Pretty it. average. <laughs> well, I've done a few hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we, did, we just sort of touched on it, I suppose. Yeah. It just leads back to, I'm brilliant, doesn't it? So we shouldn't go into that too much further. Yeah. But, but no, but the interesting thing, the thing I was going to say about that was, can you draw... Can you can you draw uh, you know however tenuous a line between the way that you went one to ten smash them out with how you approach other things in your life like that that was unusual for somebody to say I've started listening to your podcast and then a week later I've listened to the whole of season one when's season two coming out I think that just like listening to other people's stories you do yeah relaxing like just calming. interesting yeah see how people just to see how people nutted their paths, how their paths work out. Yeah, you know, yeah. Something, obviously, I still think I'm 16. Yes, yeah. And I look around and go, how did I get here? Yeah, what's, like, what's what, happened? Why am yeah. I here? Yeah, yeah. You know? Not in a negative way, sometimes not in a positive way. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't and mean. I said, just that, all that, all that time that's gone by. Yep. Meandering sometimes. So it's that record. Not really knowing what I'm doing with myself, just going from... A to B, just with the flow. Yeah. I think, yeah. Well, I mean, that's, I've, never that's not a I've never had a career. I've never had a career. You know, some people have just kind of set five, ten year plans. Yeah, I don't, I don't, no. I don't personally relate to that. Never I, had them. Never had that even. Yep, that's it. Um, study. Yep. So, but it's the it's the documentation of people's stories that appeals to yeah, you. Yeah, totally. Yep. 
Because you were I'm, totally. Because I'm, I'm trying to think out. I was thinking about your uncle, America. Yeah, did you, did you like that one? Yeah, I did. What was it about that one? Just the difference in the way you know, his life. East End to yeah, Detroit. Yeah, then to Detroit. I'm like, wow. Yeah. I mean, and at that time for him to go. Yeah. During when I suppose England was really picking up. What did you? He won't listen to this, I guarantee. Yeah. What, what did you? What did? I love you, Uncle Henry. If you do, but um, what did? What did you think? Because <clears throat> I was trying to draw more out of him about like thought process, like what what were you feeling around? He's eighty mm. years old, but uh, did you pick up on? either an unwillingness or an inability to reflect deeply about the decisions he made back in the Why 60s. Why he made those decisions. Right, right. Did you pick that up was on it? that? No. Maybe he was running from something. I don't know. Right. Something something abrupt for him just to get, pack up and right. go. Maybe it was the job opportunities to go to America. Maybe there wasn't the opportunities in England. Yeah. Maybe it was the money. Yeah, maybe it was just practical. I think you mentioned yeah. bloody John Wayne films as well, yeah. didn't he? You know, The Promised Land, I suppose. Yeah. But yeah, I tried to draw out from him, and it made me think. What year did he say he went? Like sixty-four. Yeah, so that's when the Beatles and all that would have been taken right, off. Stars. Right, it would have been going mental. He left London just as it yeah, was going. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I sort of, I think, I mean, your dad <coughs> reflects deeply, you know, does a lot of thinking. But there's something about a couple of generations ago where they seem not to, you know, like you ask them deep questions like. Mm. You know what? What did you want out of life? And they just look at you like you're crazy. Yeah. Like, you know, I just wanted to go because it was exciting. That's because you went to school and then you went to work. Yeah. And you earned money. You had kids. Yeah. You died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, and it was a path. I mean, it was a path. There wasn't a lot of divorce. Look, how many divorced people you know get divorced? Yeah. Now? Divorce. I'm divorced. Yeah. Before, how many people did you know that were already divorced? Yeah. It's happened I had quick. maybe one friend that their parents split up. Yeah. That I know of. You probably remember that time. Yeah. How shocking it was. Yeah. As well. And I was probably. 12 when that yep. happened yeah I remember that sort of thing and as that well. was like no one else's parents were splitting up yeah you know it's weird isn't it alright so but back to you okay so you're <coughs> we're gonna and you've heard me you probably this. heard me go through <laughs> there's no structure really but you've heard oh, what yeah, I say yeah, what I yeah. need to do is, is get the first song yeah. out of the way because because right, you know you're gonna be here for, yeah. for 10 hours and I, also weird thing I, I, I must say 16 hours I, when I pull out, you're going to be for 16 hours. Yeah. I always say 16. I don't know why 16 comes yeah. out. So I've said 10 then. I've changed the for season three. All right. Okay. So we started to get to your favourite bands, but I was... I, I'm not surprised by any of your choices. I, I actually wanted to formally apologise to you because, as I said, you've got this massive um, knowledge of and love for music. So seven songs for you must have been a complete nightmare. You know? It was. <laughs> it was. But you went with Train. It was. For your I first mean, song. I left out uh, Stones. I know. Steely Dan. Dinosaur Jr. Steely Dan would have been oh, one yeah, of yours. Totally, yeah, totally. Really? Yeah. Reeling in the years. Of, uh, oh, God. Albums of their stuff. Um, really? See, that's uh, what I mean. Yeah, no, it just. Over yeah, the years, listeners, never, I, I have the pulled... faces. I mean, the faces. The faces. I mean, they were all on the list of Chopping and Chain. Of course, faces. I mean, I can't believe... I mean, Bob Marley being in there was probably sacrificed for flying by the faces. Is that right? I. How many did you have on your original list? Did you make a longer list? Oh, and then... I chopped and changed. I, um, no Time for Games by Midnight Oil. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's so... It's so I, I was... Because over the years... Bad I've, Company. Bad company, Paul yeah. Rogers, great yeah, boy. Yeah. How long have I known you now? Like, since like oh one, two, 
like 18 years, 19, 16, 17, 18. I was working 18. at that week. Was it the weekend? Week? You were working big day out. No, in, I was doing summer no? days. Oh, summer days in Melbourne. Glenn and George. That's right. We yeah. came to see you briefly. Yeah. 01, 02, 03. I it was 2003. 2003. Okay. Yeah. Over that time, how many years this has been? And people will be listening to yeah. this, obviously, in, in 23, Mozambique 48. <laughs> We've got seven in Russia. Seven listeners in Russia. Yeah. KGB. <laughs> no, man. Like, they're going, how can we, this? Can we use this? <laughs> um, uh, if you're listening, Boris yeah. and uh, yeah. Vlad. Um, over the years... Not not trying That's to catch you out. There. Yeah, no, that was, was cultural stereotyping. I'm sorry. I just, as I said, <laughs> I realised that was. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> it's the first two Russian names I can yeah. think of. Oh boy. Um, uh, well, I lost the train of thought. Oh yeah, that's right. I've used, whenever I've said any, you know, however obscure the band, the musician, you've gone, oh yeah, and you've probably got three of their yeah. albums. Like it's ridiculous yeah. how much music you know, right? So, when you picked John Coltrane, I was not surprised at oh, all. That's the problem with Coltrane. I mean, what was where was I going to start? Right. And, you know, you probably say, oh, I play I Love Supreme and play the whole album. Right. And start. Yeah, no, yeah. But Alabama, I don't know. It's just, it's just one of those tunes that makes you sit back and go, whoa. Oh, my goodness. I've listened to your set. I list. love Miles Davis. Don't get me wrong. And right. I love a lot of other jazz musicians. Which Miles would you have well. gone with? Uh, kind of blue. Uh-huh. Got to go the classic. But and Train was on that, right? Coltrane. He was on. He was on yeah, kind of blue, um, wasn't he? Maybe Hancock wasn't playing piano with him. Man. No, I don't think so. No, no I think maybe it was. Um, not. Maybe that was the next reincarnation was, of Davis's band. Yeah, it was I'm the white sure. dude. I think it was um, McCoy Tyner. I can't remember. I can't. Wasn't remember. it Bill Bill Evans? Um, oh no, no, no. I don't think it was. I have to check that out. But back to Train. So you, you went, and this is the other thing you did, which. It's not about me, but if it was, I would be choosing lots of live songs. That's the yeah, I, I love live. Yeah. And, and love the, the Birdland's amazing. Though. You're the first person that's picked a, f- I think, maybe more than one live album, yeah. live song, which I love. Or live and dangerous. I mean, live and dangerous. Thin Lizzy. But you didn't, you didn't pick that one. Did you want that version for Thin Lizzy? We'll come to that. Oh, one. it doesn't matter. No, yeah. But you picked Alabama, right? Yeah. John yeah. What is it about this? You, well, you, okay, to quote you, it's magnificent, and every time I hear it, I just have to stop what I'm doing. Yeah, you do. I do. It's just one of those things, I think. Yeah. I, I can't even remember the first time I heard it. You got it on years vinyl? Years ago. Years ago. No, I actually don't have that on vinyl. Right. I have a couple of Coltrane albums on vinyl, but that's not one of them. Do you... Uh, the do guy you... around the corner has probably got it on vinyl, though. The, the record shop yeah, around the yeah, corner yeah. here. It's actually quite a good record shop around the Just the, on records. the corner, on the yeah, main yeah. intersection there. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, just in that That's little arcade. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're, in this, we're on the road again. If there's a difference in the sound, actually it won't be too bad in here, but we're in a little boxy apartment in, in Adelaide. Yeah, boxy. Very boxy. Where we're staying, where I'm staying with Tina and the girls for festival season. Hey. Where mad. And um, so that's where we are, we're in Adelaide. Um, but back to, yeah, so... So how did you, do you remember how you first got into this album? Did, how did you, when did you first hear well, Live and Obviously, uh, as mum yeah. would tell you, I, I, I ended up with her jazz records. <laughs> did your mum have this? No, she didn't listen to Coltrane. Oh. I don't think she was interested in Coltrane. She was, she, she was kind of a yeah, cha-cha-cha. She, yeah, no, she listened to Stan Getz. Stan Getz. Uh, Heavy Hancock. Very cool. Yeah. But mostly Stan Getz, I think. 
Yeah, it was the... Yeah. Um, was she into Tito Puente as no, well? Like no, that? I don't think so, no. Yeah. Well, if she was, we did break a fair few of her records when we were kids, though. Did you? Yeah, I think it was Samantha <laughs> and Nicholas. I think we were playing Stepping Stones on them or something. <laughs> oh, God. And she, yeah, she... <laughs> Now, if that was me and I came home oh to that, can you I'd imagine? Lose it. Can you? I don't imagine? know how she went. I can't remember. She wouldn't have been happy though. Unbelievable stepping stones. <laughs> it cold. would have been Nicholas's idea though. Yeah, let's blame on him. He was a terror when we were kids. <laughs> was he really? He was. He was. <laughs> he was. Oh, we've got so much to talk about. Look, we better listen to yeah, this song, uh, right? Okay, and then we can, and then, and then, and, and then maybe I'll, maybe it will trigger a memory for like where you first heard it or something like if you had recording yeah. and stuff John. yeah no I, I couldn't tell you I think a lot of the Coltrane stuff just melds into one because I just got into him and started buying all of his albums mm. you know some of his well, a couple of his free jazz albums there's one of them I, I've got on vinyl but there's another one I can't remember what it's called but it's just it's out there and you would have been really, I think like, it was just before he died when he was dying from that's early, eight, cancer. early 80s or something no he died yeah. I reckon the 60s. Oh, sorry, they were re recorded oh, yeah, then. Right, yeah. right, right. Okay, sorry. Okay, well, let's listen right, to this. Go for it. Alabama from Live at Birdland.
So, so train um, live at Birdland. So, something about the live music thing has, has, yeah. has appealed to you as well, right? Yeah. Sound of real instruments interacting, presumably. It is better. And you said you bought several train train albums, like yeah. on vinyl. Where are you? Where are you working to, to get this cash, or is, is your mum and dad buying them for you? <laughs> <laughs> Can we ask? Part time job, no. Well, I was, yeah, it's crazy. I don't know how I got into train. I this is teenage what, years. Yeah, no, it would have been early twenties. Okay, okay. I was listening to metal as well. I was going to say, you've got you know, <laughs> you got metal. You've got Slayer, Slayer. Yeah. You've got the sort of Pantera. hair metal you and I <laughs> share. Metallica. Basically, very our, yeah. our Venn diagrams are almost yeah exactly the same. Completely the same. Iron Maiden, of course. Black Sabbath. Priest, did you have anyone to like? Did you have a gig buddy? Did you have anyone to that shared your taste in all this different eclectic sort of music? Yeah, I think when I was growing up, there was a lot of guys that listened to metal. Oh yeah, the metal but thing. Then, I guess. Don't forget though, in the eighties, when was it? End of the eighties, eighty eight, eighty nine. White Snake. Oh, they yeah. started becoming commercial. Yep. So everyone started listening to White Snake, Def yep. Leppard, mm. and then it was like. You guys aren't allowed to listen to that stuff. This is mine. This is, this is for me. And I'm then Bon Jovi. You know, I mean, people buy Bon Jovi albums. Yeah. Bon unless you've got the unless you've got the late seventies yeah. White Snake, you're not a true fan. Yeah. Well. <clears throat> yeah. No. Nah, look. Each to their own. But well, here's a question. I, 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 there's a few questions you know probably that I, I like to ask. Where and it's but the, the, I'll do them both now. One is about that thing about whether how you hear music. So yeah. whether you hear. Lyrics mainly, all the whole thing, and the second question is, you know, it's to do with the the length versus the, sorry the breadth versus yeah, depth oh, in yeah, terms yeah. of uh, do you go back to the same song again and again and again and get more out of it each time? Oh, it's definitely the it's definitely the guitar, <laughs> the, the big it's definitely the guitar. It's that yeah. Do you hear that? Yeah, especially with Maiden. Yeah. I mean, it's a bit of time before you hear the first lyric. I mean, yeah. you're not, you you can't tell me you're hearing the words. You, you can, yeah. Nah. Except you did mention, I think one of your songs later on, you said that you mentioned the lyrics specifically, um, which I yeah, guess we can get to. Uh, I think it was... Maybe Concrete Jungle. I think it... Bob Marley. Yeah. No, it was... Well, no, it was, it was actually Thin Lizzy. No other songwriter paints a picture like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, that's storytelling. Though. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. yeah, but that's double lead guitars as well. Yeah. Scott Gorham. Yeah, yeah. Brian Robinson. Yeah. So, so okay, so basically you hear the music and it's the big guitar yeah. you love as well. Yeah. 
okay, which doesn't apply to Coltrane, but still. No, yeah, that's right. I suppose but... it depends on what you listen to. And then the other one is that, is, I mean, we, we know, or I know, that you've, you've got this incredibly broad taste in music, but do you, ca- can you go back and still get, you know, your goosebumps listening to a song that you've heard 50 times All before? The time. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, obviously you remember exactly where you were when you first heard it. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember where I first heard Live After Death. Really? Yeah, and I was in Perry at school. You heard it? Oh. At school. Because everyone used to bring their ghetto blasters to school. Did they? It was a real thing, yeah. yeah and right. everyone was in Perry. They were into metal. Where was school? Saxon, you know? Guys bring Saxon stuff to school and Van Halen. Okay, I mean, so there's another band. I mean, I didn't have Van oh, Halen. I know. Like I said, I don't have Main Streets on there. Would, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Would you go Fair Warning if, if that was Fair you? Warning would probably my favourite album. Mm. Probably. <laughs> it's hard to say, though. Van Halen wanted two are classics. Yeah. Women and Children First. Yeah. What a band. What a band. So, yeah, actually, we got, here we go, dancing around as usual, very well organised. But we, yeah. we started to talk about Dave Lee Roth, and yeah. then we just kind of, we jumped away from that. But, um, Okay, so because I think it is interesting because I, you know, I'm fascinated by hearing Joe Rogan's done like 1400 of his oh, podcasts now, like, like and plus that. all of his commentaries. So he's yeah. an expert by any of these yeah. men. What, what, what did he do? Like, because you get to the end of that three hours, and it, Dave was still doing his quips, yeah. But what, how did it progress from from that first when Dave was being Diamond Dave and just, oh, he just talked about his life, things that he had done. Being in Japan, yeah, learning Japanese, yeah, spending learning s- Japanese, watching kids' TV in Japan, yeah, you know, doing six months of that calligraphy. Yeah, but he also is he's totally tattooed. Yep, over there, yeah, that calligraphy stuff was interesting. It was wild, and wasn't then he it? became a paramedic. Yeah, he came back and became a paramedic. <laughs> yeah, just that. <laughs> I think that's what Joe was going for because right? yeah. I think they're kindred spirits that I think it's like I'm yeah. all in with yeah. that. If I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it really well. Yeah, that was fascinating, wasn't it? Thanks for putting me onto that one. Yeah. I think you, you actually, like you sent me, you said, David Lee Ross on Rogan today. Like yeah, you, just, yeah, yeah. you just... Oh, I was just blown away because I finished the last of the Helios feed. I was like, what am I listening to now? <laughs> and then that just popped up. Joe Rogan, David Lee Ross. I was like, oh. Answer my prayers, yeah. Yeah, no, that no, was great. Would it be wild if Dave and Joe listened to this? If you're listening, guys. Yeah. Um, I do. All right. Okay, so let's 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 do that that semi Mark Maron thing where where we go back to because you mentioned Perry and I I I sort of know about that and and Nell should be. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know they were so close. You were so close to the coast there. Like, yeah, yeah, Nell yeah. Nell like, yeah. So you would have been what five six when you moved from Mornington to there? I reckon I was five and a half. Do you remember that? I remember it very clearly, actually. Yeah. Uh, How'd it go down? Yeah, well, just I remember going to the house. And I remember I just remember the house. There was so much junk around the house that my parents bought. Yeah. I remember a lot of why. I don't know why. I just remember. But obviously, I had to go to school. So were you at school? Bef- in yeah, your, I was at school in Melbourne. Yeah, right. I was. I don't know if I did prep or what do they call first year there. Yeah. So I came here, went to school. And the bus stop was probably 50 metres from the house, maybe 100 metres from the house. In Nelshaby. And Dad walked me up to the bus stop and then yelled out to this kid. Kid came over. His name was Stelios. <laughs> said Stelios. Not Stelios. Not that Stelios. I was going to say, Stelios. right, God. You had... And said, this is my kid. Look after him. Make sure he gets to school. And then Dad walked away. Wow. 
I don't know anyone. <laughs> it's like... 70s parenting, right? <laughs> and I remember catching the school Oh my God, was that also right? Was he, yeah, yeah, was I was going nice to guy. school and I obviously had to mingle and learn pretty quick what was going on. Oof. Yeah, yeah, but coped. Do you remember that first half? Yeah, I do, yeah, yeah. It was, it was pretty, it was different. It was kids, only 100 kids in the school, maybe less. It was yeah. a small school. This is Imperial. So you went from Nelsby to... Nelsby, The primary school was in Napperby. So it was... I think it was three or four k's from school bus trip from where we were. Mm. And you're five? Yeah, five or six. And it's like, there you go, son. Stelios is your new mate. Have a good day at school. See you when you get back. Yeah. And that was it. Your mum's probably working a shift at a hospital. No, they were farming. They weren't working. Uh, They just started the farm. So just, just going back slightly. So do you remember the... Like the first somewhere where we're leaving here with all your prep mates. I remember driving away from the house in Dramana. Uh, in Nan's old place uh, or different? Yeah, no, at Hillside Avenue where right. we lived. Yeah, I remember leaving that day. That's vivid. That. I'm trying to think. With a, I'm trying to think. There was, I don't know, Grandma and Grandpa were there, but maybe Roger and Sue or someone also came to see us off. I can't remember. Mum, parents, friends. But yeah, I, I just thought, honestly, looking back at it now, I mean, it was a big move. Yeah. Well, I mean, they totally changed their lives. Obviously, I always wonder why they were changing their lives so abruptly. Did you find out? Oh, no, maybe it was something to do with Dad. Was he Was he still in the army? No, no, no he, he was working at Lysart. So they both had work. They were both working at that stage. Your mum was at Rosebud Hospital? I think she was or? at Rosebud Hospital, yeah. yeah. Was it Rosebud Hospital? Yeah, Rosebud Hospital. And just to explain... Again, I have to pretend I don't know some of these, but I wanted yeah. to. I wanted to record them. So it was basically a good life thing, right? They they went and to the country to grow vegetables. Yeah, and... they turned into hippies, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Late bloomers. <laughs> so they grew tomatoes. Yeah. Uh, obviously, summer stuff, and then there was the winter stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it was that great though, because I think there was obviously droughts and yeah, flood had a flood at one time. Right. And then I think after about five years, they went back. I reckon, I don't know, maybe four years. Then they both went back to work. They went and worked in the lead smelter. And mum, at one stage, I know she was working as a waitress. Really? Yeah, but that was a brief stint. Wow. And then she went back to nursing. And But still living in the in the house? Yeah, in... still living in Elshaby, yeah, yeah. So Which was a great house. It was 20 acres. It was magnificent. It looks I mean, beautiful. It looked perfect. Yeah. Couldn't want it. Wouldn't want to grow up anywhere else. Right. Yeah, so it was. I loved it. It was a happy time. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're you're five or five or six. Tina, yeah. So Tina's like four or five. Four or five. You're growing up in the at the foot of the Flinders Ranges. Yeah, yeah. Red dirt nearby. Mm, not really. Not really. No, it was all farm. It was all just close to the coast. Yeah. A couple of cases. Yeah, the beach. Harold, not that we ever swam in that beach because it wasn't really a beach to swim in. Is the shark thing real there? Is that really... Yeah, they're big sharks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did they actually film part of Jaws? Or no. That's, is that... They told you that. I thought it was filmed in the... Hey, it's filmed in America. Off, I thought it was, part of it was filmed off South Australia, the real shark footage or something. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe um, California, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I've got so many parts of your life that I want to drill down into, but I, I feel like I need more information from that. Harold, well, okay. When did... When did you guys leave Nelshbeet and you went back to Adelaide? Presumably, uh, 16. I was wow. 16. So it was 10 years you were there. So after 10 years, okay. I was finishing year 11. 
Tina was finishing year 10 and then, yeah. yeah, we moved to Adelaide for me to go into year 12. Is that when your dad got the job at the brewery? No, he took a job with Solar Optical, right. which was in Lonsdale. Okay. So backtracking, so they, they get there with this kind of intention to live off the land, yeah, sell yeah, their vegetables, like, tomatoes. What's the good life? The Tom good life, Barbara. yeah. Yeah, Richard Bryers and uh, You know, mum was spinning, learned to spin wool yeah. and making jumpers and yeah. doing all that, you know. So lots of your 70s jumpers. Yeah, with lots the... of, yeah, no, lots of, yeah, lots of good stuff, you know. It was all, it was all. Well, good, healthy, hippie yeah, stuff. Yeah, it was. No, it was. <laughs> so what went wrong? It was, what's that? What's... <laughs> Sorry, I've just. Jammed another oh, piece oh. of muffin in my <laughs> Sorry. There you are. Oh, God. What went wrong? Or not wrong, but what I reckon made... it's just cash flow. Mm. I mean, you have to pay mortgage and pay bills, and I don't think if you're not, you know, not making enough money, you've got to make the hard decisions, you know. Maybe they were just breaking even and just got sick of breaking even. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, you know, I don't know. Would you do it? Have a market garden? Yeah, like do that. I would have grown... I would have had a lot of marijuana growing there. I mean, honestly. I mean, right into that. Lock, you know, straight into that one. Straight into that. I mean, it's got to grow tomatoes. You might as well chuck one in right. between every other third plant. Is it still legal to have seven plants? Oh, I don't know. No. Uh, back in the day, out the jungle no. there, who would have known? Just <laughs> Wild West. <laughs> you know, there wasn't yeah. a lot of police out there. Yeah. Wasn't, you know. And you and Tina get on? like uh, as, as well as a brother as kids, and sister, do you? were amazing. To, nah, bullshit. Uh, <laughs> no, we did. We, but... We were down, with, down the back of a farm where there was a couple of kids yep. lived. And there was a couple of next door neighbours uh, that we didn't really associate with, but mm. we went to school with. Mm-hmm. But Nick Taros and Nick that lived down the back, we used to play cricket, yeah. uh, play soccer, you know, yeah. go down there. Tina did her thing. I did, went and did my thing. And, and this is when your dad built the tennis court? No, it was well before then. Okay. Yeah, then I think getting tennis when we were about, I reckon, 11. And that all started to happen. I reckon the tennis court was maybe around 12. But it was on that property. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so you've said Stelios and you said another Greek name then. Yeah, um, Nectarios. With, with lots of Greek Australians, like second generation. They're immigrants. all Greeks down there. Yeah. There wasn't obviously many Aussies around that area. Yeah. There was, but market gardens were hard workers, so they were ethnic. Yeah, you know. yeah. And they knew what they were doing. Yeah. And what was the what was the main Piri industry? Lead smelter. Mm-hmm. So that's where most people worked. Right. Uh, and big ships coming in to, yeah, to take yeah, the... Yeah, all that. All the way and stuff. Bringing stuff in, taking stuff out. A lot of contraband coming in. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it was a rough time. So when you went to this school, with Stelios on the school bus, which is yeah. just blows my mind. It's yeah. hilarious. Five-year-old, off you go, son. Um, oh, but it's cool though, right? That's so cool. Um, but So you get there, and it's like tough kids? Lots of lots no, of Greek Australians? Uh, or There was a lot of ethnic... There was a lot of Greek kids there. There was a lot of... Yeah, it was a, definitely a mixed school. Yeah, no, it was cool. No, school was great. Great, yeah. Yeah, right. primary school was really good. What yeah. happened to, um, you know, for the record, because I remember Tina talking about this, what happened to you two not going and learning Greek, not speaking Greek? We did go to Greek school. Mm. We did go, I think maybe once or twice, but it just wasn't a structured learning, like, because obviously the other kids were well advanced because they were Greek and they were talking Greek at oh, home. Oh, okay. So it was just so foreign to us. So and they were intimidating. All... Yeah. That I think yeah, yeah took us uh, there once or maybe twice. Yeah. And that was it. Okay, so you said yeah, yeah. So that's for everyone that doesn't Greek know. Grandma. That's your great grandma. Yeah. 
so um, your mum's, you're sorry, your your dad's, dad's mum and dad yeah. are, are living close by. No, yeah, they were in Perry. So you you go to the, so I, I got the story wrong. In somewhere in my mind, like from obviously what Tina didn't tell me, I thought there was that that it was a self consciousness um, associated with that kind of racism to do with with the wog thing, you know. Nah. In, in, but it but it was it wasn't that at all. It was just that they were all speaking Greek fluently yeah, yeah, already. That was it. Do you regret not speaking it now? I don't know, really. Maybe. Do you, I mean? Do you associate? I feel very Greek, but right. I, you know, not speaking the languages. Yeah, yeah. I had, I've had, I could have learned if I wanted to learn. I yeah. just haven't learned because I'm like that. I'm just. <laughs> well, we've heard that if you, except that if you want to do something, you're you're 100 percent. Like yeah, that's right. To the the podcast, you know. Yeah, that's right. Obsessively listening to Going to music. Hong Kong, well, I had an idea. <laughs> you know, all that yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah. You know. Yeah. All right, so you that's so that's interesting. So you do associate you, you associate with that Greek part of your heritage. Yeah, it's you, hard not to. And you've been to a, quite a few islands now, haven't you? Been to Sus, was in lived in Cyprus for three months. Mm-hmm. Well, Crete for uh, Rhodes for three or four. Yeah, done some island hopping. Or travelling. We had a couple of good nights yeah, out in Paros. Yeah, that's right, Paros. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's been a few islands. Not that I'd remember all of them. Yeah. But yeah, I'm definitely going to go back next year. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where, where are you going to go to? Not sure yet. I mean, I know they're talking about doing that reunion in Cyprus, but... That's right. I don't know. See, see and how it goes. So, Nan and Grand... Uh, Yaya and Papu... Have I said it right? Yeah. Because sometimes I hear Bapu like it's a bee, but it's yeah. a Papu, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they, they're close by. Yeah. What about all your dad's extended family? Sisters? Uh, some in Piri. Uh, dad's other sister was in Wyala. Connie was in Adelaide. Yeah, that, yeah. So yeah, they were yeah all of his other family. Uh, Irene and Nick, they were in Pyrian. So you almost was in Wyalum. Yeah. Uh, uh, Connie was everywhere, really. Yeah. yeah. So you almost go from the sort of English part of your heritage, yeah. which is your mum's yeah, mum right. and dad, yeah. into this kind of all of a sudden. Yeah, which I loved there. hanging out with my English grandparents. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was that was. Yeah, strange, obviously, for me, because I did spend so much time there as a kid. Yeah. And then being uprooted and coming to to that different culture. I mean, I can still remember it was probably only the first Christmas or the first summer that I was then going to Nick Taris's house for lunch. Yeah. And being presented with a stuffed capsicum. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> so you hadn't grown no, up with... I've never seen that before. I mean, Jesus. So the whole thing, the spinach pie, the whole... Yeah, no. Never no, seen it. Not at all. Cough no. Tenors, cough tenors no. And then that was like, what? And then I thought, wow. that tastes pretty good. And then she pulled out the stuffed tomatoes and I Bang. think I wolfed down a couple of them as well. I thought, oh, I don't mind this. This is okay. Yeah. Oh, man. That's a feature, isn't yeah. it? Every time your family gets together, yeah. it's just this Yeah, but that, was, that wasn't even my family. Oh, right. That was my, the kid down the back's family. Right. You know? It's just great Greek food. Everywhere. Do you want to stay for lunch? It's like, you know. <laughs> so you'd had sausages and chips and uh, well, Yorkshire puddings and roast beef and all well, that. Well, no. My mum was a very versatile oh, cook, she's, you know. So I wasn't, yeah. I think for my friends coming to my family's house for dinner was always a good experience. Yeah. So I did hang around with a lot of kids that ate meat and three veg every night. Right. It's very. Yeah. And you've got fresh veg, and you yeah. and T- you and Tina still unknown. Love your love fruit, and uh, yeah, we eat everything. Yeah, seems to me like that. I mean, yeah. that came from those days, maybe. Yeah. Um, got any We're friends? Told to eat, not like kids today. I don't want to eat, and they don't eat it, yeah. and they get something else. You it's know, processed. I don't food. know how much choice we had back then. We yeah. just ate. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, go go hungry then. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Fine. And eat. that's what it would have been. Yeah. You got any mates from those days still? Uh, I do keep in contact with a few guys, but mostly on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't spent. I've been to Piri maybe three or four times since I left there. Yeah. Oh really? Once for a twenty first. Oh yeah. One yeah just. Once good. for a school reunion. How far is it away from? from two hours. Two hours drive up from. Yeah, yeah, not very far at all. So it's easily reachable. Yeah, yeah. I just suppose when you grow away, move away from something, you you move away from. Yeah, and if you've you got, if away. you've not got a reason to go back, I yeah. guess. Yeah, I had friends there, but when I moved here, I made so many other friends so quickly. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I was also going through that stage of my life, sixteen, seventeen. It was girls and yeah, parties and. Out there still? Fantastic. <laughs> I wasn't doing that in Piri, you know? I oh, did, okay. I didn't do any of that in Piri. I played tennis. Okay. I went to school. So when you we came, came here? came to Adelaide to play tennis on the weekends right. and coaching. Right. And so everything revolved around playing tennis. Yeah. And then, you know. Yeah, you and Tina were really serious about that, weren't you? Yeah, I would have loved to have played tennis. Professionally? Yeah, totally. Do you remember that being... I was going to say to you, do you remember what in your teenage mind, what you did you think about what you might do? I thought a, that's what I would do. Really? I'm actually surprised I didn't just become a coach. Huh. Don't know how many people wanted me to coach them. <laughs> I could have gone down that, that path, but like I said, I just got into partying. Like yeah. I wanted to have a good time. I came out of that shell. And I left school at 16. I was, I was working in a foundry when I was 17. Is that what so you did? I went to school straight into work. I didn't uh-huh. have a middle like gap year yeah. of let's fluff around at uni. Was that because you wanted to get money behind you? Well, I didn't have a choice. I didn't have a cho- I didn't ever, didn't ever know what I wanted to do. I didn't have a career path. No one told me this is a good idea. But what, you're, you're a smart guy. Why, did you not want to cut, do 17, you know, year 11, 12 and, and... I did year 12. Oh, you left... Yeah, did you? I did year 12 and I went back... By the time you were Because I had glandular fever when I was in year 12. Oh. So the last term I didn't go to school. Oh, so God, I right. I didn't know that. So they averaged my... My so I went from Piri doing well, yeah. went to Aberfoyle Park, glandular fever. I'm we talking ten months after I've left Piri. Yeah, and I'm falling asleep in classrooms under tables. I was wow. just wrecked. Uh, obviously, Mum thought I just didn't want to go to school. Um, uh, I don't know. Was it white cell count was high or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Uh, bad. And I yeah didn't and they gave me an average score of you know the guys in the class and going into a new school I wasn't put into the best class yeah I was in the so that I was in the average class and yeah. I got an average score and it was just under going into college or uni oh. which I wouldn't have gone to anyway let's oh, be really? frank I didn't know what I wanted to do well, so a lot of people go because they don't yeah, know what to do yeah, they I'm just going to do an arts degree because yeah. everyone else I knew was doing an arts degree I mean everyone that I knew was doing an arts degree you didn't fancy it forget about it just wanted to go so I just thought I'd go and earn some money yep and uh, Dad had said to me on the phone when I said, look, I'm going to leave school. I think I just, just started doing year 13. I went back for a few weeks and uh-huh. it wasn't working out. One of my teachers said I don't... Well, I got caught in the pub. Uh. And he had said to me, I don't think, you know, you really should be at school anymore. While you were supposed to be at school, you are in yeah, the pub? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. And because um, the pub was right next to the school. <laughs> well, fancy that. You I mean, could I have gone. Like a Why did you I'm just... 17 now. I, I reckon I would have been... <laughs> Yeah, probably just turned 17. And Dad said, if you want to leave school, you need to get a job. So I drove down South Road thinking, I'll go on the dole mm. and do what my other mates are doing that had left school. Bludge. Get the rock and roll, 
drove down South Road, chucked a couple of resumes in yeah. to a couple of places, thinking I'll never get a job oh, in any of these places. Right. And by the time I got home... <laughs> no way. Someone's called, give this number a call back, and I'm working in a place called Minsup Mining Supplies, which is a foundry. Wow. As a kid. Big rough guys. Oh, yeah. Like, wow. out of jail style guys. Jesus. And oh, what, my oh, initiation's like... You know, here you are, mate. You're working, and that's when they still paid you cash. Is it envelope at the end? Yeah, of the week? envelope at the end of the week, and you got paid for your age. Not, for, you know, I wasn't getting adult wage. So yeah. I don't know how that all. That was like a there. youth apprenticeship scheme or whatever. Yeah, so I'm getting nothing. Damn. And um, how? Just because there's so much, right? Just in that little. Sorry. Yeah. To interrupt, but number one, glandular fever. Right. Just this is my health message. I never yeah. talk about medicine, yeah, music, yeah. but that <clears throat> I don't think people realise how it can. Um, yeah can sort of uh, disable you yeah I was uh, you know lassitude for months basically it's not like you, w- you want to walk around whinging telling everybody how you feel right. because don't they know. don't know how you, you don't feel. know you don't yeah. know you and just I think felt bad and your mum's a nurse did, and yeah. she she thinks you're just you yeah. know, don't like school so yeah. that's you know and crazy. I didn't I didn't like school yeah I wasn't a fan of school I yeah. loved the social aspect of school mm. and I could do just enough to get through school yep but I wasn't there God, this is the best. Last <laughs> like because it was learned by rote. Yeah, yeah and it was... I, in period, I was I started skipping a few classes and going yeah. to my grandmother's house, my yeah. AR's house. She didn't mind. She loved it. Yeah, she said, she never told mum and dad. Like, <laughs> 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 so find out now. I was hungry, she would feed me. Oh, they know. Is this going to be new? No, no. So, and I'd go straight to tennis. Right. And every now and then, I'd write a note to say Luke's got to leave school early because he's got tennis right, training. Right. And I'm sorry, mum. And you know. So, but I, my grades were good. Yeah, you know, I was, yep. you know, they weren't bad. I wasn't failing. Yeah, I but see I didn't happens. have a. I di- wasn't didn't grow up going. Oh, I'm gonna be a mechanic, or I'm gonna yes. do this yeah. or that. Yeah, you just didn't know, right? No, didn't know. But a lot, as I said, a lot of pe- a lot of people, I know that a lot of people go. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so I go to especially now when it, there's so many universities yeah. around, you could do every course. You can do anything online now. Do everything, but cheat. Get a there was a couple of signal things that you said. Okay, so you went yeah. to the pub, big deal. You're 17 or whatever. Yeah. you know, you probably looked like you were 25. Already. I was getting the booze for the parties. Right, and I had a car. But this teacher finds you, right? The teacher yeah. comes in. Yeah, well, he's probably after a half time. Yeah, no, they drink. saw me get look. He didn't stop me in the pub. He saw my mates working behind the bar, shuffling me out of the bottle shop, which led to another door off the side of the pub. And I think he just got a glimpse of me going out there. And the next day he said to me, look, you know. Did they call your mum and daddy? No, no. So what did he say? He said, look. He said, look, do you want me to get your leavers for me? He he was quite frank and he said, "Um, you know, I think you're old enough to go out and work. You don't know really what you want to do. And he was right and I didn't. And... Then after being at that foundry for about, I reckon, six months. Yeah, I was there for six months because I turned 18 while I was working there. Yeah. And uh, it was a downturn in the mining industry and they were making mining parts. And the guy came up to me and said, look, you know, we're going to have to, we're laying a few of you off today. Last in, first out. At the end of the day, that'll be your last day. Damn, end of the day. And I said to him, it was at 10 o'clock in the morning, I said, you know what? I'm going now. Wow. I just left. Next day, I came back and got the rest of my cash cash money. Whew. And I'd gone down the road and uh, worked in Bridgestone in the factory there. For the tyres? Bridgestone tyres? No, they were car components. Oh. So I worked there for four odd years and enjoyed it. Did you? I like fast-paced work. 
Okay. You know, I, I, if the boss says, I want you to make 100 of them today, I'll yeah. make 120. Yeah. You know, and I I don't care. I mean, I'll turn whatever I'm doing into a competitive why, edge. Why couldn't it be you've got to do 100 sums to do your maths? Well, I just... Didn't, I didn't fire you up in the same no, way. No, so I went mm. to work and I was a worker. And yes. I did there for four years and then... I went and worked at the brewery, West End Brewery, yep. as a contractor because Dad was working there and they, they'd never taken on contractors before and Lion Nathan had taken over. Yeah. And uh, they uh, sacked or laid off all the old guys, retired yeah. them all. Yeah. And they brought in some contractors which they'd never done before and we set aptitude tests or whatever and we uh, I got in there. And uh, yeah, I worked there on and off for about four years or so as well. All right. Okay, so we're going to have to get to your... I'm going to have to get your second song. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. This always happens. Like it's, All right. you know, it's okay. We're one hour at song two usually, so that's, that's, that's standard for the course. But I don't, just, just to leave the school years behind, because yeah. um, I, like, I imagine you're not up at night going, oh, I wish I'd worked harder at school and gone to university. No. But at the yeah. same time, there was that, what appeared to me, the way you told the story was a yeah. total crossroads moment where yeah. the teacher goes, look, he wasn't really angry or anything. He just said, look, if yeah. you want to leave, you can leave. That seemed to me like a huge cry. If you'd come back and gone, look, look, mate, you're a bright lad. You just, I know you're just a bit bored with this and you're, you're finding it. I wasn't applying that. myself. Right. Oh, yeah, no, I wasn't interested in. I think I exams. thought I was too smart to be at school, probably. Like, I didn't, right. I didn't feel like I wanted to be. I never felt like school was something that I wanted to be at. So, from just, early age, too. I get it. You know, we just were talking about this new botanic yeah, high school, yeah. $120 million building. Yeah, yeah. It looks like a Great. space age. Right. And can you imagine, like nowadays, yeah. schools are all catered to, you know, encouraging kids yeah. in certain, if they're found to be good at this yeah, or that, they get right. encouraged. Yeah, they yeah. Get, they're encouraged to do their own research and all of this stuff. Look, it was a sign of the times. We had a Van de Graaff generator and a, and a Bunsen burner at school, and that was killer. <laughs> <laughs> little taps on the desk yeah, that yeah. you attach the rubber tube like, into like. yeah man. yeah nah. I, know, I know it was it was like it was one step away from dickens wasn't it yeah like it was. times tables was, and all that yeah, i think they had some brats in methylated spirits hanging yeah. up on the yeah. shelf in the That's science it. class or something yeah oh boy it was what it was okay it was. not everything was better in the old days nah. all right all right song, song two bob marley yeah concrete jungle concrete jungle um, this is where you get to say as much. We've already talked about growing pot plants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Great, great tune. Had my teenage smoking years. I loved smoking grass when I was younger. Yeah, right. It was I don't know if it was escape from the tennis, like oh, you know, like escape just, from the yeah, tennis. No, well, I wasn't playing. You know, I obviously the pressure of playing all the time or whatever. But you know, I came to Adelaide and it was like everyone was smoking grass. Okay. Well, you know, they probably were in Piri, but I didn't know that. Right. And I didn't even smoke cigarettes, yep. you know, then. Yep. And uh, I'm not going to drop anyone into it, but... Yeah, Heath. <laughs> <laughs> Heath, uh, Heath. Heath didn't mind a pipe. And uh, <laughs> and uh, one night we were out, and I remember we went to Sienna Girls School. I don't know why we went to Sienna Girls School at night time just for a walk. I think they had some swings and... Him and a couple of his mates were down there and they had some cigarettes and they had okay. some grass. Juvenile delinquents. I actually smoked dope before I smoked the cigarette. Is that right? I? But I did them both on the same night, but I didn't look back. That was the problem. I thought yeah. this is... Uh, this is good, right? This this sort of uh, suits me at the moment. 
where do you stand on the whole uh, currently this you know obviously there's been lots of changes with the medicinal yeah. cannabis and all that I think right? medicinal cannabis is great but yeah. I don't know if it's that great uh, I don't know if it's might be great for in some areas but I do mean, you think there should be um, legalisation of? I think it should be I think all yeah. like drugs should be legal yeah. I'm always going to say that okay so uh, let's get to Bob Marley then yeah. sorry so that is a massive rabbit hole. That yeah, uh, don't go down that one. Go down that one for just uh, yeah. maybe we'll just peer into the entrance of that one for yeah. a bit. Um, so, I again, you know, this this is probably where our this is probably the main section where our our, our Venn diagram circles yeah. don't quite intersect. I've got nothing against Bob Marley or reggae, but it just I knew I knew that for you and Tina, Carl Perkins actually plays the lead in this. You remember Carl Perkins, the guitar yeah. player? Yeah. Elvis plays, is... Yeah, I think he plays... Are you kidding me? I think he plays the the, the overdub, the lead at the start of this song. Because I was going to... Yeah. I was going to ask you it's, uh, about the guitar solo. Yeah, it is. You sure um, Bob doesn't play the one nah, at the it's end? it's not Bob. Nah. It's Peter Tosh, maybe. That sounds... It'd be Tosh. Because it's a very bluesy solo. I don't know if, uh, Yeah, it'd be Tosh. But I don't... I think... I think it's someone else's lead. I'm right. not 100% sure. Because Bob Marley famously had the Gibson Les Paul, and, yeah. and I know he was a good guitar player, but Peter Tosh, it sounds yeah. more like it. Oh, I think all Bob Marley's best stuff is when he was with Tosh. And what made you pick this particular song? Concrete Jungle, what was the... I think it's just the opening, first song of the first album we released, wasn't it? Catch a Fire? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. think it is. I think it's just a great song. There is a lot of great Bob Marley songs, but there's just sort of a lot of Bob Marley songs that are just Bob Marley songs. That... Yeah, but that's that's a bit like Mick um, Mick Creek. G'day, mate. When he said that he, it was the Stones song, uh, "Get Off My Cloud." Yeah, I remember hearing him talk about right. that. Yeah, same and, sort of thing. And part of it was it yeah. was the first song when so yeah. you, you you know you're there with your parents yeah. or whatever you know a stereo. You drop the needle or you press the play button, and it's that yeah. first song that takes you. Yeah, but Bob Marley says, no chains around my feet, but I'm not free. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's pretty deep, I think. So this is one of the lyric... Yeah, that's, that you... I mean, that's one of Bob's deep. But he's very deep, though, but mm. he's got, music's very up. But Take grass out of it. Some of his very deep. Take weed out of it. You think you still would have... I mean, it's a pointless question, really. It's a hypothetical, but... Yeah, I think this song, definitely. Just I enjoy it this anyway. song, yeah. All right, let's have a listen. Listen to it. And, and th- pay particular attention... Uh, Vlad. I think the bass in this is pretty good too. When you just oh yeah the bass, of course. Who's his bass player, Bunny Whaler. Oh, yes, that sounds yeah. familiar. Uh, but but for the for our listeners in Russia and everywhere else, I don't think Bunny Iceland. Whaler was his. Oh, anyway, that's another rabbit hole. Pay, pay particular attention to that oh, the solo yeah. at the end because I I listened to it and I, I thought yeah, it sounded I like. Yeah, I think it's I I I'm not a we should Google that later on today, but I don't know if it is. If it's anyone, it'd be Tosh. It won't be Bob. It sounded to me, not that it's about me, it sounded to me almost like a Santana-influenced yeah, solo. Yeah. It had that San- early Santana yeah. sound. And I don't think there is any other sort of leads that in a lot of Marley songs mm. No, that I would sound anything like that. Okay. Anyway. Good choice. Who are we to judge? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine.
comment you made about kids bringing you know beatboxes to school yep. and playing music around now it's earbuds right yeah. now it's it's which it is, it is what it is and you know we do it obviously but there's something of the communal aspect of music which i think bleeds over into the lack of gig attendance yeah well you know because no more right yeah. uh, i mean it is what it is okay we're not gonna fix that we can try and fix it maybe we can get maybe we can get vladimir to have a crack, but I don't think I think that you My can't. My first gig was with Nicholas. Oh yeah, yeah. was it? Was uh, it a rock we, gig? Yeah, we went and saw uh, Spy versus Spy at the Seacliff Hotel. The Seacliff Hotel before it had pokies in it used to have a band venue down on the beach there. Oh wow! And uh, at the end of the gig, the last song, Cliff Grigg, that was drumming with the Spies, then bounced his stick off the drum. Yeah, it went up in the crowd. Now I'm only seventeen, mind you, being in a pub probably obviously smoking a bit of pot that night too. And I've taken this screamer, like I've You're climbed going. up the back, I've got the stick, I've fallen to the ground. You're like Ricky and I Ponson. reckon 30 adult men hoeing into me. Really? <laughs> trying, to, trying to get the stick and I would not let it go. How old are you? Uh, 17. And wow. I've still, oh, well, I don't have that stick anymore, but it did sit oh. in my bedroom for about 15 years. You haven't got the stick anymore? I don't know where it went. I blame my mum oh, for that. Boy. Oh, boy. Moving home, she probably gave me a box of yeah, stuff. Mate, you did use uh, records as stepping stones. Yeah, I know. But yeah, play. that was an amazing gig, and I love the Spies. Another another band that you know can't yeah. fit on the list. So you would you? What, that's that's actually a good segue into uh, 
the question about when attending live music became a thing for you? Uh, I just like live music. Of course. Like in, in, in so when you are oh, 16, you moved to Adelaide? For... Yeah, but you're usually yeah. working, right? Yeah, but I but, saw but, a lot of bands. But were you part of the, I mean, it's a silly question, I know Do you remember were. where my store was in Adelaide? I was looking straight at the main stage all day. Oh, really? Yeah. But uh, just, just tip it a little bit towards you, just uh, so we're a bit more hello. even. Hello. Uh, um, right. uh, you, did you do the whole uh, sticky carpet pub rock oh, sort yeah. of scene as saw well? a lot of bands. And Nicholas was mainly uh, your buddy to no. go with? No, saw different bands with different people. We went to Pink Floyd together. Oh, that was great. Tell me about that. But Melbourne was... Yeah, Melbourne, Melbourne? was... Def- yeah, in Victoria. When I was in Melbourne, when I got older... It was oh, a lot I see, of, sorry. You know, but when you were, but 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 when you moved here uh, to Adelaide as a sort of a sixteen-year-old, was that when you started going to gigs as well? No, no, not till I was a bit older. So tennis is still. A bit, oh, I wanted to yeah, say. Yeah, I played. Well, we played tennis. Just, we've yeah. got to record who you beat once, when before he became world number one. Do we not mention it? No, nah, don't talk about. It. I hate to talk about that. Though. I feel uncomfortable talking about Did you? tennis. Yeah, no. Well, his initials... I felt bad the last week. I'd have to say on record that I did go out and play two weeks ago. Oh, you, you, it's more of a regret that you didn't go on and become yeah, a part yeah, of it. Yeah, but I did go out after 22 years of non-competitive tennis and Smashed played it. a three-set double and pulled my calf badly again. Oh, boy. Yeah. Then stayed out and played the singles and had my ass handed to me by a 13-year-old kid. Oh, really? That hurts. Uh, I can see it, yeah. Uh, For everyone man, listening, he's... But it was so humbling at the same time. He's rubbing his forehead, he's... It's humbling at the same time because I couldn't move and I yeah. did want to stay out there because as half of me was saying, I'm probably not going to play singles competitively again. Uh, I won my first service game to love and I thought, this kid's not going to get a ball back. He served the first ball to me and I couldn't get... Well, couldn't I, I couldn't move, so yeah. I did hit it. Yeah. I was just teeing off. But regretfully in my mind now, it's not that I lost. It's that I didn't stop and analyse the match for what it was when okay. it was happening okay. and get, get a little bit cagey. Yep. I just wanted to get hit as many balls as hard as I could right? Didn't and, then get, off, and yeah. then get off the court. So that wiliness is something that as middle-aged men, we can still take advantage of, you know. Yeah, but you don't with have the to. calf injury, I mean, I yeah. shouldn't have been out. I mean, I was in a lot of pain and that calf muscle... I, yeah, I've, I've pulled it that many times. Yep. Both just, of them that many times. You've probably got scar tissue in it. Yeah, and, it and, and, it, and... It, it goes really easily. Yep. Mm-hmm. It pops. And I walked again this morning on the beach and it's still it's still sore. This is two weeks later. Yep. And it was only probably a grade one tear and it's not getting any better, but we're getting off the topic now. We're starting no, no, I hear you. No, it's, it's, it's getting well, old. I just want to say, I don't care what he says. He beat Leighton Hewitt once. I'm going to um, but move past that. Uh, I feel your pain. That that whole, I don't know, if it's making peace with um, physically, you know, not being where we where we used to be, that, that whole thing about and my mind knows where my body wants yeah, to go. Yeah, exactly you know. right. Exactly. Oh, that's different to regretting not becoming a professional tennis well, player. Well, I didn't lose a lot as a kid, and that was a, that was another tough part as well. And I played at a high level in Adelaide until I was twenty-seven. And was oh, it that old? Yeah, play? and I stopped playing. I walked to the net playing this guy one day, and I think it was like three all or something. And I just it was forty degrees. It was yeah. Saturday afternoon. And I've oh just my gone. Goodness. Yeah. I don't want to do this anymore. I just had that moment where, and I just walked to the net. He says, "What's wrong?" I said, "Nah, I'm, I'm done." <laughs> Is that right? And that was it. Honestly, Just that was it. That and moment. I stopped playing tennis. 
Wow. Um, yeah, I don't know where I was that day. I can't even remember what court where who I was playing or where I was. How many steps were you from, like uh, state level or? I was or, played state level. Uh, played state challenger. Yeah, you know, no, semi pro. Pro with the right coaching and the right amount of cash behind me, I definitely would have loved to have gone and played overseas. Cash was obviously a yeah, big oh, thing. It's a big thing. Yeah, I mean a lot of guys on the on the circuit would be. Struggling, though. You had some sponsorship, though, didn't you? Yeah, not uh, Emmerich. He's a tennis racket and shoes and bits. Yeah, and I don't know how we, you know, I mean, I, you know, with the way I frame it, and I don't know if it's helpful to you, but I think that you see, I don't know, let me pick someone out of the air. You see, oh, I don't know, um, let's say Phil Kearns. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Let's just say, you know, an all time great Australian rugby player. Yeah. Now, you know, if he went out and tried to, you know, hit rucks as hard as he used to, scrummage like he used to, yeah. even get around the field, like he'd be tearing things. He'd yeah, be, yeah. you know, it comes to all of us. And, yeah. and no one likes to hear people going about how great they were. So you yeah, can't even I, say yeah. that. And I, I know that. I don't talk about tennis at all. Which is, which is why I said yeah. it, because, you know, you, you played tennis to a very high level. Yeah. But it's inevitable that, our bodies give up on us in that way. And the question is, do we carry on? And I know the answer is this because Tina's the same. Do we carry on playing at a kind of crappy level and be happy with no. that because we love the sport or we don't? Yeah, yeah no, exactly. That's why I, exactly. That's, and I played a lower division the other day and I was just frustrated yeah, too because yeah. the ball was coming slower to you. She's tennis is yeah. exactly that. She's yeah. tried to play social tennis no. a few times and she's smashing no. it. And, and then when you're playing people that you don't want to hit the ball too hard at him. Right. Going out for a social hits hard. Yeah. Because the ball doesn't come back as often. You get frustrated and then you pull. Mate. Look, today's the first day my shoulder's actually not hurting uh-huh. for two weeks. Uh-huh. My left hip was rat shit for two weeks oh, and boy. my calf. But I'm, I'm st- I feel better, probably the best I've felt for two weeks. Yeah. And I've been running a lot, exercising a lot. You've been and, running? But the fitness level that I needed to have... Mm. There's a couple of times there where I totally lost my breath, man. <laughs> well, I thought I was going to die at oh, one stage. It was hot. I've gone out from not playing for tennis for 22 years. It's not a couple the, of weeks it's ago. It's not so the smoking at all. The smoking degree. is no, well, no part of it. I haven't smoked since New Year's Eve. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, sorry, that was Not just, that I smoked that much anyway. That was unnecessary. And, lovely, sorry. Uh, but I do like a smoke. <laughs> um, but it's 35 degrees. Yeah, yeah. It's and not. I'm probably 10 kilos heavier than I was when I last played competitive tennis sure and I'm out there and after the first couple of games I started thinking shit I'm out here for at least another two sets right and the, my fitness level is fitness. not like yeah, yeah, yeah. and I had to, to run around and the body was telling me yeah. I mean it didn't do my knees are still in good condition yep. I haven't haven't blown my knees out and I mean didn't get your leg broken last year yeah and yeah and yeah that's right so I've got to quit while I'm ahead yeah yeah because that'll happen uh, well because the knees will go and it will be maybe it'll be just some well, there's the there's the well, loss of my calf muscle serving. Yeah, I wasn't even running. Oh, it's just you know I've done it. Surfing. Oh, you know what's even worse though? People, middle aged people playing tennis and squash all the time. Yeah. A classic for for rupturing their Achilles. Yeah, you know? that's where the the pain has been actually lower this Bow time. Down. That's what yeah. I was worried about. Yeah. It, it's actually gone all the way all the way down. Yeah. So it, it, I'm glad it is feeling better. There's the loss. There's that. I mean, because part of the what you take. Of, for yeah. granted when you're younger is the ability to have explosive speed right yeah. Oh, yeah, it's whether it's serving speed. or yeah. sprinting yeah. or yeah. whatever it is and that just 
isn't not, possible as an older guy, is it? Oh, I've retired. Oh, My, the... Mate, Jason wants me to play doubles in the winter, which doubles isn't a bad option. Yeah. But... You'd be one of those guys standing at the Yeah, net. the body's not there anymore. Yeah, man. Okay, look, anyway. you're on a space station, though, anyway. so this is all hypothetical anyway. anyway. That's right. So you're out there. Right. How are you going to go out there on your, on your own, by the way? I'll be all right by myself. Yeah? Yeah. I'm huh. all right by myself. You're a very social guy, though. Yeah, no, but I don't mind the alone time. Huh. You know, I softened. You heard that instead of yeah, I no know. chance yeah. of rescue, I went yeah. to some chance. Now yeah. there's a space craft on the way. Not even no chance of rescue. If you knew that was really? it, that's it. Huh. But are you the only person left? That's what I was going to ask you. Oh, no. The, the Earth... I mean, the oh, Earth... So the Earth oh, of course, if you're going to get rescued, there's other people. There's other... Yeah. But yeah. The, I've got to assume AI I'm just out there for what reason? Um, <clears throat> well, you're on your way back. You're actually in a... You in, have, have I been chosen to be sent out there by myself? Or is this a part... Oh, you're an intrepid explorer. You, oh, intrepid oh, explorer. Thanks for asking, because no one else has. You, 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 you've actually been into... Into solar, you've actually yeah. you've actually come back from I, a, a distant solar system, and just your your warp drive or whatever the hell it's called. Because I was thinking in the future, yeah. yeah, instead of putting people in jail, they can shoot people out. Into <laughs> That's the, funny. So you think it's a punitive? So in the hemisphere, <laughs> there's going to be thousands of blokes that have fucked up, and you know, yeah. and after their ten years, they say, "All right, oh, mate, we're going right. to come and get you." So yeah. then they're not going to be, you know. I thought of that. It's yeah. funny that your your thoughts would go there. Uh, yeah. No, you're you're not under arrest or, or sent right. to. This is not the twenty fifth century equivalent of going to Australia yeah. in the in the seventeenth century. You are you are a hero who is who thought that they were going to be coming back to Earth within a short time, but then yeah. something happens with the spacecraft and you limp past yeah, I know. the heliopause yeah. and you're stuck there, man. That'd be... You'd be, but you'd be okay with that. Yeah, and no, I'd be right by myself. I guess you'd have to be. If you were picked for that mission, yeah. you'd have to be okay. Yeah. In some way. I'd be all right. All right. Okay, so we're leaving. Let's 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 leave. There's there's lots more we can say about school and, and I guess, tennis. Did, last thing, did Tina give up at the same time as you? Tennis? No, I don't think I think before. Did she? Yeah, I, don't, yeah, I think well before. Yeah, she was like 25, I think. 25, yeah, 20. yeah, maybe a couple of years. I don't, know, I don't know why I hung in there. You know, it's just like... Because you were good. Yeah, no, but I don't think I was enjoying it. Yeah. I think that there's a social aspect of it that I might have been enjoying, but you know, when you're not training all the time, obviously you're not. You're just relying on ability. Is there you anything know? you've done? I can think of a couple of things, but so you didn't enjoy school, didn't enjoy tennis. No. Has there been times when you've not you've not enjoyed something? You just got knuckle down and just get through. Every it? day I knuckle down. Yeah. Yeah. Everything I yeah. do. Yeah. I mean, it's like the market, working at the market. Yes. And, uh, yeah. Know. Yeah, you didn't enjoy How that. How did point. I end up there? I still think, obviously, it's like seven years ago, but yeah, I was there for 10 years. Was it 10 years? 10 years. All right, we'll get to that. That comes oh. a little bit later in the story, oh. I guess. Let's go, okay. Because that was a little bit, which is fine, but that was, there, was, there was a little bit of, um, of yearning and, and melancholy with, the, with, the, with that part of your memory, yeah. I think, with the tennis so let's let's go to Jimi Hendrix. All right, yeah. Now, now, okay. I was thinking for the last few days, how on earth we, because there could be a whole episode about Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. I loved, loved, loved the choice that you made. Yeah. Especially because it was live. Yeah. So go for it. You got the you've got the mic, brother. You just. Oh, the Woodstock. Mm-hmm. Well, wasn't he comatosed as well? Everyone was. Yeah, no, but badly. But he's come out and... I named my Mercedes after this song. 
I didn't but, know uh, that. Oh, yeah. I used to have a 1960 oh. uh, column shift uh, 220 Mercedes. The fabled Mercedes. Big staff car, yeah. I never saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loved that car. Mm. And it was called and, Isabella. Uh, yeah, and uh, <laughs> I love Jimi Hendrix. Oh, man. I reckon my cousin Manuel gave me a whole pile of Jimi Hendrix tapes when was I it was Manny? About, yeah, 15 uh, or like. And then, yeah, it was just like one of those things. Let me help to try and structure because like I'm saying it was a, it's just such Jimmy's such a huge such a giant for us yeah. certainly and, and maybe we'll touch on that yeah. horrible story I told you or which I'll tell now which is basically that I can't remember who I was talking to but someone that was quite a bit younger and I said something yeah, about yeah. Jimi Hendrix and I went you do know who I mean and they went oh, I see the guy that set his guitar on fire yeah, yeah. and my heart just sank you know yeah. so when you first heard him and I think you actually mentioned this yeah, there you go. This live at Woodstock got me into Hendrix when I was 16. Yeah. Saw the Woodstock doco at a party and that was it. Yeah, I, saw, I remember I was in Everfall Park. I think I was in Flagstaff. I don't know whose house I was at. But so they were playing, right the, yeah. playing there's a video and yes. you know just the imagery and that. I thought, wow. Because I had the music, but I had never seen him on video. Or so you'd already heard him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I knew I knew he was I knew I'd seen pictures of him, but I hadn't yeah. actually seen it. But then I saw we sat there and watched him play Woodstock, and I was just like, just under his spell. This yeah, this is mad. I mean, plus there was Santana on that yeah. as well, and the I'd who? heard Santana records from Mum and Dad. Sure, but I had never seen Carlos Santana playing live until when he, I yeah. watched that. And I was just like, the way that he used to be at that time oh, as yeah. well. Yeah, like, yeah. wow. Yeah. yeah, it was it was amazing. Yeah. But so Jimmy's okay. So and probably a better performance than Hendrix. To, did you? Did you, well, okay, did you see the, because uh, I think it was quite recently, like, as in the last five or ten years, the, the whole of his performance was made available, I think for the first time. Yeah, I did see it, it was on SBS, they had the whole, I think they played the whole, I thought somewhere I saw that, or maybe it was on Netflix or so, I did, right. I did see that, yeah. Because yeah. the original, my memory, because the original Woodstock film, obviously it was shot on film, yeah. it might have even been 35 mil, yeah. it was beautiful <clears throat> to watch. Um so you, the chaos and the, the yeah. deprivation of what it meant to actually be there yeah. in the mud and all that, the acid. But the original Hendrix segment, I think, was only maybe 15 minutes later. Yeah, it was showed. short. Short, short. like Stars Back yeah. Banner. Yeah. Do you remember... I mean, was this a better part Killing of it? Floor or something? Killing Floor. I think he came on and played that. Yeah, I think that he played that after Isabella, didn't he? Killing Floor. Oh, I can't. I'm not sure, that. but no, I don't think Isabella was a part of that original. Yeah, it was, I reckon it was. The oh, first, was it? Yeah, I reckon. I reckon it's the. First, you must have heard. You must have been if you saw that. it. So, what you know? Well, you've already said it. But I just want to drill into this because it's hard not to just give my opinions about it all here because I've got such strong opinions about Hendrix, especially Woodstock. But. Okay, well, let, let me say, let me touch on your point. So, the, about the acid thing, because I'm reading Roger Daltrey's biography. Yeah, yeah. They were supposed to go on at seven o'clock oh, no, yeah, on yeah, Saturday yeah, night. That's right. They went on at dawn. Yeah. Sunday morning. The whole thing yeah. was mental chaos. Like, yeah. um, Abby Hoffman got up and Pete Townsend hit him with his guitar yeah, and all that's this. Right, yeah. And then the sun came up and, and Roger Daltrey was singing See Me, yeah. Feel Me. Or, yeah. Um, so, Hendrix, I think, was supposed to be on the Sunday night, came on at like six or seven in the yeah. morning. There's like carnage. Yeah. He's off his nut. Mitch Mitchell's off. Everyone's off yeah, their yeah. nut on acid. The crowd that's there is half dead. Yeah. Billy Cox. Billy Cox. He never came back from a trip. Is that right? Yeah. Was he one of the people yeah, that... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Him for six. But Mitch was on drums, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I, what, I'm, what I'm trying to get at is that how, how does any human 
raise themselves into this just you haven't slept you yeah. feel shitty from bad acid you, and you, you come out on stage and you do that you do what Hendrix did he was an alien he was an alien he was an alien I, I don't know how yeah, you can explain it yeah he was dropped on the oh, earth for that for, boy. for just that so Isabella so you like you name your, you name yeah. your Mercedes after him I love that, just a guitar solo when he breaks into the solo yeah, on this song yeah just killer kills her and, and a message to Kim who's my uh, my fantastic mate and brilliant editor um, of Heliosphere, please leave the spoken introduction uh, in <laughs> because Hendrix is just off his face. Yeah, he is. but he says this beautiful thing. He's, he's trying to say, "Men love your man. Men love your women uh, because the other half of a, I think he says the other half of a man is a woman." Okay, and I just think it's beautiful. Yeah. He's so he's so fried. Yeah. And most people, if they looked at a guitar in that state, yeah. it would seem like a crazy six-string mon- six monster, yeah. but he just kills it. Kills it. The Star Spangled Banner is just amazing. Yeah. Just think about it. Yeah. What it meant and how it yeah. sounded. Um, so did you have... Um, we, so that obviously blew your mind at the party, yeah. but you already had some Hendrix tapes. Yeah, oh yeah. I had... Uh, experienced mm-hmm. electric ladyland so you had the but now i've got electric ladyland on vinyl yes but i've got the naked ladies on the cover the original pressing you've got the original yeah. one yeah i've got the naked ladies but i don't yeah. think i've got an original i've got a reissue yeah. oh god i've had that for years too 20 odd years 25 years yeah because i actually said this to tina the other day i said you're you know most people know the hits like I, I, my first Hendrix album was a yeah. hits, you know, whatever. But, um, oh, yeah, the but you know that you know the deep cuts. You know yeah. all of the stuff that he did. I love the posthumous stuff too. Crash Landing. Yeah. I, I really like that album. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's no, the Blue yeah. Neptune one. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, let's listen to Jimmy. Yeah, live, the live is fair for your live albums. Yeah. I, well, I mean, I, that, that's I guess that's going back to my very first point, almost at the start of the interview as well, is that I'm so happy that you picked yeah. um, so many live songs. Because Jimmy, yeah, you know, Jimmy in the studio was a, a magician, mm. but Jimmy live was was something else. Yeah. It was, it's just uncaged animal. Yeah, this is a great track. Uh, I don't know, could have picked so many, but this I love this song. <laughs> this song. Thanks for picking it. All right, let's go. <laughs> Thank you. 
man, y'all really had a lot of patience. Three days work. He proved to the world what could happen. A little bit of love and understanding and sounds. <laughs>
All right. Unreal. Oh my god. Thanks for picking that one, bruv. <laughs> god. Yeah, so we yeah, we were just um Well I guess for some you know, how how many times we both listen to him and and that sort of a bit I know you said about mm. Coltrane that whatever you're doing you stop, but but we both just stopped. Yeah. You know, it was like the two of us were just our jaws would open the whole time and we've heard him play, I don't know. Yeah, I listened time. to that a few weeks ago too and I was just I just where was I? I think it was driving home somewhere on Spotify or something. Yeah. It was a different version. I can't remember. That's still the best version. Yeah. By yes. a mile. And I think, I think it was when it was playing, wasn't it? We were talking about that, the tone that he got. Yeah. You mentioned the tone that he got. Yeah. And, you know, and as I said, famously, there was this enormous rainstorm, this kind of almost a hurricane that blew through Woodstock and the whole yeah. thing was drenched. And before he came, someone managed to, well, he got that sound presumably through the same marshals that everyone was using yeah. and someone recorded it yeah and someone who was straight <laughs> for the one person <laughs> yeah, yeah actually roger dorchy tells yeah. a funny story about that he says everything was laced with lsd backstage yeah. like yeah, he said luckily i took my own i think he said jack daniels or whatever southern comfort or whatever he had his own whiskey um but they got me with, I had a cup of tea and they got me with the tea, even the tea was laced with LSD. So, um, okay. Oh yeah. And I wanted to make, um, cause you know, you, were you playing guitar by this stage? When no, did you start? Fiddling with it. Oh, you could, Never been a, a player. No, you're a good player. When did you, when did you pick up the guitar first time? Seriously, to do anything with it? I bought a yeah, guitar, just... um, from a pawn shop on O'Connell Street here in Adelaide. Okay. Twenty. Oh, you were that. That, that car was an Ibanez. It was a beautiful Ibanez wooden guitar. Bought yeah. it for about two hundred and fifty bucks. Yep. Started to teach myself some chords, and then the car, the car, the the, the guitar got stolen. Oh. The house got broken into, and someone. Damn. Beautiful case. Damn. Everything, the whole thing, and that uh, was stolen. And I got that other semi-acoustic academy, whatever replacement. But I never, I still really wasn't that interested after that. So that took your wind out of your sails a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it did totally. Yeah, it did. And then, but yeah, you, I just you must have done it again though. Over yeah, the years. I just picked it up. Yeah, just smoking grass, sitting around by myself at home. Just do you remember? Did you play in bands at all? Did you ever no gig or no? Did you want? Was that why you picked never it up? Never been interested in doing any of that. What's that? No, just someone that loves music so much. No, I like watching it, listening to it, but uh-huh. I probably would have been a front man. <laughs> I think singer. so. I don't think I would have wanted to have an instrument. Throw the horns? Yeah, no, I would have just, yeah, balalaika. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, because obviously your old man, you know, Jim uh, plays yeah, yeah, and played. Yeah, I mean, always played. Yeah, see, there's nothing too. I mean, I didn't sit around and watch him going. I'm going to learn how to play the guitar, and he always always playing the guitar. Was he always playing it? Yeah, you know, growing yeah, up. Yeah, back in even back yeah, in yeah, Nelshire, yeah. he was play, playing the guitar all the time. But he wasn't really gigging, was he? Uh, was he? He was in a Greek band for a little while. Was he? Yeah. I don't know how many gigs they played. I think I remember oh. them playing at a Greek dance one night up at the Napperby Town Hall. But I think that's as far as the gigging went. Is that right? Yeah, so it was only probably got drunk and punched each other up. I don't know. <laughs> That was, uh, so, yeah, so he obviously got a lot he- more heavily into it in the last sort of 10, 15 years he really got into yeah, it. Yeah, I did. Yeah, no, he's always sort of into it. I think after retiring, you've got so much more time to yeah. to do stuff. So you pick it up about 20, you, you do it for a, a year or six yeah, months, and then it gets I stolen. I picked up chords in that fairly quickly. I mean, I don't play lead or anything, but I... Well, my memory is that you were, you, you could do more than just play the yeah, cowboy I, chords. Yeah, yeah. other stuff. But you just want to I pick the guitar up every now and then. I look at it, it sits in the corner, I pick it up. Yeah. 
I bought a capo online the other day. It's going to get yeah. sent. I've never bought a had a capo in my life. Oh yeah, that would change so things I around. Thought, yeah, I thought I'd do some stuff with the capo. You should get some alternate tunings yeah, going and yeah, do the yeah, folk yeah. thing. Oh, you I should just, yeah, get out of there and busk. <laughs> she moves through the fair. Yeah. The the um. But the, that's interesting to me. I did want to ask you about that. Like, well, you've, I mean, you've answered. I don't know if there's anything else yeah. to say, but why? Because you know, I would have thought you would love to be in a gig, you know, with a couple of mates in a band situation. I think, I think it's a path you go down. I think my mates were in bands. I had, yeah. You know, you know, tons of people in bands. Yeah. When I was growing up, I had I knew guys that could play great lead and never left the shed. Yeah. All those sort of people right, as well. Right, right. But then, okay, well, I, I suppose that's a good. Uh, kind of jumping point into North Melbourne. We already mentioned the the yeah. the, um, the market. Um, you know, you you selling your hats and that. So let's. But and the re- what I'm getting at for everyone listening is that is that in my mind, you know, that crew and in that time around, yeah. around North Melbourne, which is when yeah. we really got to know each other, yeah. there was tons of musicians around. There include, was a lot of musicians including living there. Blake and Stevie yeah. from from uh, Radio yeah. Birdman. Um, yeah. Blake, if you're listening, mate, uh, that was that was a lot of fun interviewing you. But um, when did you? I'm trying to think if I know this question. So you went travelling, then moved back to North Melbourne or, Me- or Melbourne? How did that happen? No, I was. I went to North Melbourne. I went to. I was in South Yarra before I moved to North Melbourne. Ah. So when I left, okay. Here, so you're in a factory here. You go no, to. I'd, you go to the. You go to the brewery. Went to the, fa- went to the brewery, and then in '99, after the car accident, I had a car accident in '99. Did you? Yeah. Huh. I was in the Rover got rear-ended down here i had an idea for the hats remember talking about the hats yeah yeah of course yeah, yeah. so then oh, see this is weird i haven't talked about this very much i um had that that idea for the afl hat okay and i ended up with the af i ended up in melbourne with tina she came she was over there and it was the afl in yeah. 99 no 2000 actually you went to the afl yeah organization. Went to the mcg and with the idea and they loved it they were wow. themselves and said, this is a great idea. How did you get through the door? How did you get a meeting? I was just being me. I just kept just calling people, just cold calling people. No contacts. And just, uh, just they said, call. send a prototype, send the prototype. And then they called me in for an interview, went in there for the interview. And then they sent me away to a guy, Clayton, I think I was. And he yeah. was the AFL's direct manufacturer at the time. Yeah. And he said, "Mate, this is a, this has got legs." That was the exact words he goes, "Mate, this has got legs." It's very Australian. And I'm thinking term. legs. What the fuck? What does that, that mean? mean? Yeah. And uh, he's given me a whole pile of spin. He said, "Now, he said, we'll we'll take on the manufacturing this this unit and uh, um, with your idea." And you have to we, explain the idea. Well, the idea was just a hat with different style, like an old man style cap mm-hmm. in different colours with the AFL logo, with the team's logo on them. Yep. And they hadn't seen anything like it before like a peak cap sort of thing. yeah like, like a, a flat cap Andy cap flat cap yep. yeah 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 and uh he said we'll manufacture this and we'll pay you a royalty and you'll get a royalty check once a month and he said you go away i'll work out what your royalty is going to be per unit after i crunch my numbers and uh he said uh you need to get in contact with your lawyer because this will happen very quickly and you know, you'll get a call probably in the next couple of days. Well, this stage, Tina and I are back in, back in Adelaide, living in Bowdoin, and I got the call, and he said to me, "All right, everything's done," and he said, "We're going to give you a dollar a unit," and I was like, "A dollar a unit?" I yeah. said, "Mate, this is my intellectual property." He said, "You're off, off your head." Wow. He said, "Mate, let me tell you, a dollar a unit's a really good offer," and I said, "Mate, I need to think about this." Yeah. I called him back the following Monday. 
and he said to me, mate, I've got some bad news for you. Oh, God. And he said, I said, what? He said, the AFL have uh, not licensing Australian products at the moment and they're going to go through Nike, Russell Athletic, uh, some other thing. So that product, <clears throat> over the space of 10 years, if it had only sold 500,000 units, I was just thinking, I would have got a check, but you know, I should have just said that and there. Oh, yeah, I know, I'll take it, mate. But if I'd said, yeah, I'll take it at that moment, instead of being an idiot, well, not an idiot, I had no idea about business. I'd never studied business. I had no idea about sure. what I was doing, mate. So anyway, with that, with that on a roll and everyone thinking that I was going to get a deal with the AFL because I was telling people that I was going to do a ride out of this because, you know, I had nothing else going on in my life. So this is all I talked about. Um, I thought, shit, I better do something with this idea I've got now. So I had a logo, I had a name for a business and I had a piece of paper and uh, I wanted to make hats. So I flew to Hong Kong. <laughs> Just went there, no contacts. I had no money. I had anything, just enough money to get me to Hong Kong. And do you have the black eye hat? Um, uh, I had the logo. logo had the logo sense. and uh, lobbed in Hong Kong. Went to the hotel. Uh, got For those it. of you out of Australia, lobbed means to turn up. Turned up at. and uh, yeah, I jumped in the cab, a red taxi in Hong Kong, and said, "Take me to this place," which was a, a, a manufacturer outlet. Oh and I God. met this girl over there and... Uh, Connected to hats. Or yeah, who was a hat manufacturer. And I said, uh, I want to make some hats. <laughs> and she said, uh, no worries. And uh, <laughs> she, she showed no. me some different prototypes and samples. And I said, well, I have uh, uh, 500 of them, 500 of them, 500 of them, 500 of them. And uh, as it was, about two months later, they were delivered in Adelaide. <laughs> My goodness. And I was still unemployed at this how, how did stage. You pay, how did you pay that 500, 500, 500? Uh, credit card. Yeah. Yeah, through a credit card and uh, that my father had set up for me because obviously I didn't have any money to get a credit card or anything. And then I had all these hats and I looked at them sitting in my shed one night and I thought, what the f- what am I going to do with these hats? Yeah. Where am I going to sell Where them? Where am I going to sell them? So luckily enough, what was the original uh, designs that you got? I just had bucket hats because mm-hmm. the Stone Roses wore bucket hats, so they must have sure, been cool. Sure, But that was a few decades, about a decade, a decade before. Yeah, so decade later. <laughs> that might have passed. But while I was in Hong Kong in my uh, magnificent uh, ideas moment, sure. <laughs> looking at these great hats. Sure. So anyway, and uh, I was lucky enough to get, not a stall at the big day out, uh, about four or five days after these hats had been delivered wow. by me pestering a girl that worked for the big day out. And I mean, I rang her about 40 times. I mean, she, so oh. I said to her, look, this is the girl that we used to meet every, no, no, every this, year. At- no, no, no. It's different. Yeah. And I said to this girl, and I don't know, her name was Kamisha. Thanks, Kamisha. <laughs> um, I said to her, look, if I give all you, your staff hats, free hats, yeah. do you reckon? Oh. Yeah, that sounds great. So Sweet. I've gone maybe 50 free hats. And they sent me up in the first aid uh, uh, little platform they had there. She said, you can work out of here. This is Adelaide Showgrounds? Adelaide Showgrounds. That pit's not there anymore. And uh, I was selling these hats for 10 bucks each because I needed to get rid of them. And I sold 800 And they'd cost you? Uh, two bucks or right. something, 250 and uh, which was a lot, I'm really. So I did get them cheaper after that because I learned my shit a bit better. So and 6400 uh, Yeah. Profit. 
paid off my hats and had a good day and obviously paid off the credit card debt that I'd incurred yeah. by getting these hats. And I thought, Hello. Hello. This is cash. This is not I'm working in a, this is not working in a foundry. Right. This is okay. And I thought, you know what? I might have uh, have a crack at this and uh but then realizing Adelaide didn't have like I, I started I wholesaled a bit to shops here and yep. they sold they sold well. Yep. And um Are they're plain hats with the black eye logo. Yeah, they were just red, blue, navy blue, yep. beige. There's probably still some walking around the streets here or in op shops. Um and I was on the internet, and you know, obviously the internet was not a big thing back then. And I was cruising through yes, markets, yeah. and the Queen Victoria Market came up, yep. and I thought, well, that's in Melbourne. I live in Adelaide, so ah. being as I am, I contacted them and said, I've got you know idea. Yeah. I had some of Tina's purses that she was making, yep. some of Chantal's incense sticks. When oh. put a proposition to them, they said, yeah, come over for an interview, and I did. And they said to me, well, you live in Adelaide. I said, well, I've, I've actually moved to Melbourne. So I right. bullshitted them and told them I was living in Melbourne. Yeah. And uh, came back to Adelaide and um, they contacted me and said, uh, congratulations, you've uh, won two days at the uh, Sunday and Friday. So Friday and Sunday, I started at the Queen Victoria Market with what I had left of my hats. You've won as in a permanent... No, it was a permanent, saying, no they just gave me these... They were a regular... Casual stalls, but permanent, two permanent casual stalls. For as, for as, yeah, for as long as I want. As long as you wanted them. Yeah, yeah, but just two days. Not the five days, but the two days. And so you're not paying rent for these stalls? Yeah, I'm paying rent. You're paying rent. No, I was paying $110 for Sunday, because Sunday was an expensive is, day, and about yeah. 40 for a Friday. It's nothing, right? It was nothing back then, yeah. Back then, yeah. But I needed to make, because I needed to find a place to live. I needed to sure, pay rent, sure. and I needed to make shit happen. And so I've lobbed over there. I've left Adelaide, packed up the van. I had the combi at that stage. You had a combi, did you? Split window. And uh, <laughs> cruised over. I uh, stayed with my mate for a while in queue. Which um, mate? Ben. Ben Mottram. Yeah. Ben Mottram. And um, I, uh, yeah, I, I rocked up with some purses. I wasn't yeah. allowed to sell the incense because there was other people selling incense okay. there. Okay, okay. So I ended up wholesaling that to someone or I don't know, I can't remember what happened with that. And um, I got this two days. First time in the market, I think I made 15 bucks. <laughs> oh. And I think this is not going to happen. So obviously, and I used to, I didn't ever get anxiety, but I used to think, well, here I am, no money, living, I need to make some money. Right. Then on the Sunday, I was actually quite busy. But the trouble with being quite busy is you're being busy, you got no more stock to sell once you do run out of stock. Right. So all the money I was making on that Friday and Sunday, no other work, or pour it back into yeah, Hong Kong. And then I no, yeah, I found somewhere to live in South Yarra. Yep. Moved in there, and I <clears throat> I reckon I'd had an, enough cash. I found another manufacturer online. Yeah. Didn't even go to China where they were, and they the winter was coming up, and I they banged out all this winter stuff to me. Yeah. With my logo tags. It was sweet. I thought this is, this is easy. Sweet. You just don't have to. You can just do. And it I went home. there, and it was cold. I didn't know how cold Melbourne was in winter. Yeah. And my first day of trading with all this new winter stuff, right. man, I come home. I got a thousand bucks. I'm wow. like, I've just made a thousand bucks on a Sunday. What's the turnaround from going online uh, to receiving? The it was hats? probably probably 
10 weeks. So it's still quite a long time to yeah, be ten waiting weeks for the shipping. stock. That's, that's some stuff I used to get sent over on a plane, though, so right. it was much shorter right. F, right? Yeah. And then um, I approached the market. And I said, look, I want a few more days. And I was lucky enough to get... Uh, I had three permanent days and two casual days. So I had three days in 41 and 42 in Seashed. Right. Permanent days. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they were my spots. And Tuesday and Thursday, I went in the lotto. So you had to line right. up in the mornings and they'd give you a casual spot. But, you know, and being casual, I didn't have to go those days anyway. So yes. realistically, I worked three days a week. I worked three days a week. I could go in there and do the other two casual days and that was and 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 you 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 managed to juggle the getting the deliveries there in time yeah yeah so and i had a box at the market where i kept the stock and and all of a sudden i went you know i was making money there thought i was pretty good so this is what 2000 now yeah 2002 right so just pause there because there's there's a lot in that i'd I'd never i never heard this well that's not true i didn't remember the the whole story about the the afl i just vaguely yeah 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 Tina, you and Tina were living in Bowdoin together. Yeah, we were, yeah. Not with your parents. Not with her parents. Which I assume great. there was a bit of partying going on. Bit of partying, bit of fighting. Bit of fighting. Tina's come back from Africa and her yeah. travels by now. So yeah. she's, her mind's... She's still half African there by that stage. <laughs> still. She's, mind's, her mind's been expanded. All she talks about is fatigue and, and the, and the Jembe. Don't get me into trouble. <laughs> oh, just, I'm waiting for you to get yourself a drink. I know, exactly, I'll right? put a bone out there, Tina. <laughs> I love my wife. Yeah. Um, right, so you're, so you're in bone. So, but this, I'm just intrigued by this over. So you, you blag your way in. That's yeah. a good East End term. You blag your way in and you get a meeting somehow with these people and they say, yeah, yeah love this idea. Yeah. That, you know, I, I get it. They, they ring you, you've got no experience. They put it all on the table. You've got to make this split second decision. Yeah. That's that. But what was the, like, I just don't understand how you can go in I suppose what the idea was a flat cap, and they hadn't yeah, thought yeah. of that. No, 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 they just because they no could have just done anything. They could have gone, thanks, mate, and just started doing it. Yeah, but they you don't do no that. Con- you had no they contracts. don't want to do the legwork. They just want someone else to do it. Okay. As long as they're getting royalties, they don't care. Because I just, just thought, want to make money. When you said, what did you say? You said a dollar a hat. Yeah, they're not uh, going to give me a dollar. I thought about the MCG being full up with a hundred thousand people yeah. in it, thinking. Yeah, and it would have been one of those kitschy things. That's a lot you of people, know? and they look good too. Do so? Is your overall because you said at the start, oh, I've spoken about this before, for a long time or whatever. Is your overall uh, emotion towards that a bit like the tennis, like one that got away or regrets or something? Yeah, I think it was more ego-driven then, though, because I didn't want to feel like I failed. Yeah. And I'd talk this idea up. That's right. how I kept pushing with the idea of selling hats, I think. It was more like, I don't want people to get, oh, yeah, another idiot right. with an idea. Right. Oh, yeah. She didn't want to lose face. You, yeah, you wanted to follow exactly through. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, yeah. 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 So, so in a way, it actually, yeah. even though it was a bit annoying with the AFL thing, it did, yeah. it did give you that springboard. Right. And then, yeah, obviously, <laughs> I was in Melbourne. Um, things were going all right. And then I didn't know much about festivals, to be honest with you. So like, now we're 2002. 2002. Big day outs happened yeah, the first but time. Yeah, there's summer days. See, there's a thing called summer days that yeah. they had on New Year's Day there. Which, yeah. And someone said to me, well, what are you going to sell hats at that? Sure, you know, I met Everyone's going to be, yeah, off their tits. So you got to sell a few hats. And it didn't sure. work. I, so I approached the company Future Entertainment and they said, yeah, but they wanted their hat, me to make hats for them. Right. So I made 500,000 hats with their logo with on their it. With their logo. And they wouldn't let me sell hats that day until they'd sold out of hats. Oh. Trouble is, that day the weather wasn't that great. Right. So 
eventually they sold all their hats and I had like a half an hour of sunlight or an hour of right. sunlight to sell. I sold a few hats. Yeah. The following year, I cut another deal with them and I had my own stall. Yeah. And that day was hot. That was when I met you, I think. That was the day. I reckon that was 2003. Yep. Yeah, that sounds And right. I reckon that day was scorching and it was my f- first serious summer days and then like the big day outs kicked off yeah and that's uh, ten, 10 years later i'd sold hats not at summer days but at other festivals and yep. all the big day outs around australia and above perth do you did everyone but except perth yeah except for perth. i mean my memory my memory is that you know, certainly in the early days even when i was there and when we helped out like merch wasn't the same thing then nah, like nah. now it's like there's just everywhere yeah, isn't it yeah you know? yeah well that's the trouble too People start copying you. If you people yeah. see you making money, they want to get on it as well. Yeah. So, and they don't have any shame. They'll just start just really doing what you're doing. So the following year, I get to a festival. People were selling be selling stuff that I was doing the year before. Mm-hmm. But then I just went all straw cowboy hats and yeah. straw trilbies, and no one was doing that. And they just went and oh, knocked this, knocked them out of the park with yeah. that stuff. Yeah. And yeah. so I was making. Like I said, I mean. Some massive days. Yeah, some years I remember. Massive yeah, days. yeah. So what, what you really want when you're a hat seller is either a really hot sunny day or a really wet or cold yeah, day. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, cold, cold actually. Because I mean they're so vain. People didn't want their hair to get wet, uh, their wet and yeah, their hairstyles yeah. because they were going out after. Sure. So they'd buy hats just to cover their hair. Yeah. You know, it was that bad. <laughs> it's interesting though. Just the way that I suppose. Well, if if I'm always, I've not really identified this specifically before, but I think part of what you know the hundred things I enjoy about doing this yeah. is trying to identify those crossroads or those those forks in the road. You know where your life could go this way yeah. or that. And yeah. What was the? Because because this one it seems like we need to go back a little further. The 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 light bulb moment was the hat for the AFL, yeah. right? Yeah. So what was, was that? And that hat came to me from a girl I met in Crete, huh? And it was a Roots International Canada Olympic Winter Olympic hat. Oh yeah, and she wanted one of Tina's purses that yeah. I had, and I swapped her. And her boyfriend at the time was a professional ice hockey player. Yeah, I can't. Oh god, he was. Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah, he was a big unit, and uh, she was a model. Uh-huh. She was a model. And where uh, did you meet those guys? We met him on the beach in uh, Satia because we were catching a ferry from Satia to Rhodes and the weather was so bad that they wouldn't let the ferry go yeah so we were stuck there for four days and we struck up a friendship with these this couple and right and they uh, were hanging out with them um, I was with a mate of mine and we were just hanging out with them and seeing them at the bars and whatever else and she's got a hat yeah and she had this hat and I said I love that hat she said you can have it she said but I want one of those purses and I said well I've got one and she said oh let's do a swap so I appropriated that hat. So I stole an idea, really. Well, I didn't really steal the idea because no one, I don't know. It was probably yeah. happening before anyway. I just, I just thought that a black and a red stripe there and an and a, and a Essendon logo there. I thought that fucking, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. So you got this one hat, you're and looking at this And I just had this, this one idea and yeah. I, yeah, yeah, then I had these prototypes made oh. in China and they sent them back to me and oh, who knows where they are now. And, um... Yeah, that's why the AFL went, oh, here we go, this is, this is on. So, Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So you could possibly even go back to a weather system uh, mm. delaying your yeah. proposed trip. You yeah, meet the these butterfly people. butterfly effect, though. Right. Exactly. Right. 
They, yeah. tra- they, they changed yeah. the course of your life, right? T- totally. That moment did. Isn't that incredible? Because I probably would have, without that hat, I would have just come back to Adelaide, gone and worked somewhere. Sure. You know. That is crazy, mate. That yeah. is, isn't it? Just because, yeah. who knows, like, it sounds like you're not in contact with that guy and that girl anymore. Oh, that, actually, the girl, I was up in contact with her up until, uh, not that, probably 10 years ago. Okay. So she and knew what she you... had actually moved to Australia and married an Australian. Oh, and she was living in Sydney. She was from Crete. Yeah, no, she was from Canada. Oh, she, she was, was from Canadian. Ca- oh, Can- sorry, Canadian. She was a Canadian. Yep. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay. Well, that yeah. is. Um, do you Love say? Could you remember her first name? What was uh, Maggie? Maggie. Yeah. Maggie, if you're listening. Never hear this. Thanks for the hat. Yeah. I mean that part. Yeah. That 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 chapter. She, she wrote me a beautiful letter all once, and then um, just thanking me for the purse and. Huh. Uh, then I sent her, I think she wanted more purses. I think I did send oh, another purse. Summertina's or... purse. Yeah, yeah. I think so, yeah. So, Maggie, thank you uh, yeah. for that chapter. And that chapter's, is that chapter's closed now? You don't sell any hats anymore, do you? Nothing. Yeah, if that's all. Do you still keep the uh, the trademark or whatever? Do you have to keep the... No, no, the trademark ran out, but no one's ever going to use that logo. Yeah. I do. I've got, I've got some other ideas, but, you know. Okay. Right, you know. What well, anyway, so that was, well, no, yeah, we can, but that was, I think, well, in my mind, it was a, a huge chapter because that was, you know, f- from my perspective, it was, oh, we're going to meet my brother. What does he do? Yeah. He sells hats. That was yeah. like the first one I got yeah. to before, That's before he owned the bar. I thought I'd have dreadlocks. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like the conversation we just had, there has yeah. to be a whole conversation coming up all about the bar. And, yeah. Because uh, yeah. that's, a, that's a huge part of our lives. Yeah. But we can't delay it any longer. We have to move on to song choice four. Yeah. What is song choice four? Is your, the one, if you were to save all, if there was one from the seven that you would save as they were being sucked out of the airlock into deep space, you would choose this one. Oh, cowboy song. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 you Which didn't one? choose that. Oh, God, you choose the clash. You chose oh, the, the clash. Oh, the clash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Control. So, so you and I, we have to warn, well, not warn, we have to discuss it, that we've had a very friendly, ongoing debate over the years about, the, the merits of the yeah, clash, yeah. right? <laughs> and and on one side of the table is is Luke and Tina, and, and I'm on the other. And look, for the yeah, record, because you're a mod, right? I, well, that's that's true. But you know, long live Paul Weller and the Jam and all the rest of it in the Who. But it's not that. I I just genuinely, I love London's Calling. Right? Yeah. I think that is absolutely would be in one of my yeah. top hundred songs, top fifty, let's say. I love it. It's a nice clash album. However, I, and, and it's a bit like, I tried to get, uh, what was the other one? Yeah, when I've tried to explain, when I get people to explain what it is about Leonard Cohen they love, or Tom Waits. I've got a Leonard Cohen album. It doesn't surprise me. Yeah, no, but it's not, yeah, I probably just picked it up somewhere, just, just but complete I don't song. know, I know quite a lot of Leonard Cohen songs, but I, it's definitely not a go-to sure person. It, it's a slightly different conversation in that, I always see people that love lyrics, I think understandably love Leonard Cohen because he's got that poetry thing going. But, yeah. like, okay, getting off my point, what I'm getting to is I, I've tried to understand what it is about The Clash that inspires such devotion amongst people that love The Clash. I suspect it's part of its image and the name because it's yeah. a brilliant name. I just can't get part... I, I mean, I actually love this song. I think it's, yeah. I, I think this song that you've picked is amazing. Um Yourself and Tina, you love a lot of the same music, but you love The Clash. And I don't know if it's Joe Strummer, he was an impressive guy, I mean, rest his soul. Oh, Mick Jones, too. Tom 
top of head. What Drumming's was, what amazing. Is, great drumming on this track. We're going to hear amazing. great drumming. I just don't understand. You know, it's like it's a bit like the Ramones. They just inspire such a oh, cultish um, uh, sort of yeah. uh, devotion. What what is Sunny it? Thunders. What is it? Um, it's the music. Yeah, got to be the, the music. music. It's got to be the music. The music's great. Like Sandinista, a lot of music in a short space of time too. Yes, yep. It's yep, a yep, lot yep. of it's a lot of it's a lot of songs, a lot of songs but for a what, band to put out in such. Oh, well, how many years? Six uh, years. Yeah, yeah if, if that. Well, but were you? Okay, the music, of course. Do you mean the music? Do you mean the message behind it? Because I know you know they they uh, the social injustice uh, message. Everything, they, everything. Yeah, attitude, the look, the music, the yeah. noise. Yeah. Did it? When did that? When did they get past the gate for you? What? When did they worm into your brain? You were twelve, right? So they. Got I reckon you Combat that. Rock's a great album to start with. That was that class, first one that you got. Just such a diverse album. Was that their number? Was that their first album or that, no? No, no, no. That's the first album I bought. That was uh, how far along is that? That's I think that's after London Calling. Was it? Yeah. So what was? Because I also I got to Actually, say, White, what's White Riot? The Sandinista might have been under after London Calling. Okay. What was right, White Riot on? That's off the first album. Yeah. What was yeah. the first album called? Just the Clash. Clash. UK Clash. See again, White Riot. I love it. You know, London yeah. Calling. Love it. Yeah. Um, they lose me with that. Like I can't. It's not about me. I'm just sorry, but I shouldn't do this. But you know, "Rock the Casbah" just winds me up. That yeah. song, yeah. And when I've heard, I can't remember. What, there's an album, "Sandinista." You love, right? You and yeah. Tina both love that. There's another album, and I think even you and Tina go, "Oh yeah, that one's a bit." Um, the last cut, the crap. The last one is shit. Right, right. I'm not a big fan. Okay, so all right, well. Obviously, your first album, you get lucky. You get that you get um, Thin Lizzy, yeah. and you get and you get the Clash. Yeah, I get that. So I think that probably explains why, um, you know, because when your brain's at that, give them enough rope. I reckon that's the album you're thinking of. Is it? Yeah, it might have come second. Okay, I didn't like their like reggae that. stuff. That yeah. was yeah. What was that on? Their reggae kind of like, every album, I suppose. Along the all of, yeah, a bit on everything. Yeah. 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 Anyway, I'm not. I shouldn't. Den- I'm not denigrating your choice. I, I, I completely. Black appreciate market clash. It. I think black market clashes. Yeah. Reggae on it. Yeah. Let's take it away from from my white man from Hammersmith Palais. I think that's uh, white man Hammersmith Palais. I think that's really? more reggae-ish. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's one step away from white man with dreadlocks. Yeah. Um, complete control is what you picked. Yeah. And you picked a live from here to yeah. eternity. Yeah. This just ripped. Ripped my head off when I first heard yeah. it. Probably my favourite song ever. Yeah, one of my wow. favourite songs ever, I think. That's definitely a truth. They always sounded like the band I wanted to be in. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's just beautiful writing. Yeah. You wrote beautifully there. Yeah. That's uh, that's evocative and actually just, I should have just read that again because yeah. that just answered all the questions I had. Um, yeah, it would have been pretty cool being in the clash. <laughs> Did they, um, what, what was the end of the clash? What was their... What what's what spoiled things for them? Uh, Mick Jones, forming Big Audio left. Dynamite. Yeah, he he left. Was he the one that jumped ship? Yeah. Um, Did he want to be a front man? Was that was that I what think it was? Topper head and went. Top had a bit of a, a smack, drug problem. Yeah. Smacky guy, won't yeah. Um And then Paul and Joe formed with another three blokes. Yeah, I think when they did cut the crap. Why did Mick Jones leave? just time I think 
But yeah. like, just had their time. Everyone breaks up. Sure. Or they become corporate. <laughs> yeah, well. They become I mean, stones, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You're with four guys for a long time. I don't mean, him, you know, mm. you're going to fall out if you spend that much time sooner or later. You start as a gang. Yeah. You end up as. I mean, I bet the stones don't hang out with each other. <laughs> they probably just get together to go on tour now. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Ronnie Wood would want to hang out with. Is he, is he still off the booze, Ronnie? Yeah, he is. Couldn't hang out with. I was listening with. to some of his uh, solo albums yesterday, actually. The, the, the early one. He sounds a bit like Bob Dylan when he sings. Yeah. Is it the first album that's called... Uh, is it Ronnie Wood? Yeah. Um, this album. is my album or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, songs are great. Legend. It does yeah. sound like Keith Richards' solo stuff, though. Yeah. Because I, I like Keith stuff, too. Do you? Yeah. The last one that he's... Expensive released? Wino stuff. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So we, we need to listen to The Clash. I feel like I've just, that, that wasn't very professional of me to just kind of launch into a, what I think about The Clash. It was more just trying to drill down into what it is, again, that inspires devotion. But then you have, you've, you've explained it. They, you got it at 12, you loved yeah. it. They're your guys, you wanted to be in a band like that. Yeah. And this is probably your favourite song ever. It's one of them, definitely. Oh, man. Okay. I can't argue with that. I don't know why. Just every time I hear it, it's a bang. <laughs> All right, let's pump it.
in Melbourne, you're selling your hats. Selling hats in the market. And you had this enormous case that opened and it was so plastered. So my box, yeah, and I plastered my whole box with well, pretty much pictures of television, part of the punk bands, the Ramones, <laughs> yep. Johnny Thunders. Tons of clash. clash. Tons of clash pictures. And... Uh, yeah, an old English couple came past and the lady pointed and she said, oh, there's little Nicky. And it turned out Topper Hedden's real name is Nicky Hedden and uh, they, he, Topper had grown up living next door to these, this great. old couple. Did you ask her lots of questions? Did you? No, not really, no. Didn't, no, did... not, most of the time people would take photos next to the box. Sure. Like hundreds of people around the world would take have their photos taken in my store yeah, next to all the punk was, pictures. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. But but you didn't get any kind of cool stories about him when he was a no, kid. And no, no. You said it was quite They did talk about knowing that he'd had trouble with heroin and, yeah. and stuff. But I think he's clean now. I think he's all oh, right. I think he's all right. He actually looks all right. He'd have to be in yeah. his, his 60s. He wouldn't be alive. Yeah. Though. It's surprising they're all alive. What, um, and you said it was quite a posh part of London that he, he grew up in. Yeah, I can't remember... I can't remember. Yeah. It was definitely, yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't think Topper was uh, from the poor area like Essex. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a Rob Which boy. Keith Flint, I saw, he yeah. was living in Essex when he... Yeah, well, he, was, he was an Essex boy. He grew up... Um, yeah, yeah. He didn't grow up around where I live. He, he was more... I wonder if he was a West Ham fan as well. Yeah, probably would have led him there. There's not many people in Essex that aren't. <laughs> oh, no, oh, uh, life's certainly easier if you do. Cardiff tonight, is it? Mm. That's one of our bogeys. Everyone's our bogeys. Yeah. Oh, you haven't even mentioned that. Well, that's the kind of quote. I guess we can talk yeah. about that when we get to choice five because yeah. that'll all come out there. Yeah. But um, yeah, okay. So yeah, I don't think it bears repeating. But there, there was that. Not that I, I care because I wasn't really into him. But um, the. I had, I think for that, there was that brilliant Joe Strummer documentary. Uh, the Future is Unwritten. Yeah. That was great. It was really great. Really good. Really good. And, but there was this kind of feeling that he at times had to defend his relative sort of upper middle or middle class uh, upbringing. I wonder if he struggled with depression after it all happened because he did disappear for a long time. He didn't do anything for a long time. Before he, he came an back. artist that did really nothing, did some movies and. Before he came back and did the whole Glastonbury, yeah, yeah, he found yeah. he found ecstasy yeah, or whatever it yeah, was, and, and yeah. it seemed like he was happy. It was with the band, the, the Mescaleros. They were released yes. maybe four albums, and the music's great. It's yeah. more world musicish. It's not. Yeah, it's not hardcore music. But. It must have been crazy because I mean, he, he really does. And I'm not saying it in a sneering way at all. He really does. You know, had and and the Clash have sort of impeccable credentials. Like you know, it's almost. An unspoken, you know, it's an unspoken rule that the Clash are cool, right? Yeah. And if you if you're called Joe Strummer, and you're walking around, I'm sure there were massive burdens in terms of, you know, the usual fame stuff. But it would have opened doors everywhere. Apparently, for him. It was very drink at the same pub. Yeah. Talk to anyone. Yeah, just a good guy. No airs right? and graces. Yeah, that was the impression I got. Big dope smoker. Then he found MDMA. Yeah. And I suppose a lot of them had did. I mean, it's just not documented. It was that late 80s, early I mean, 90s rave. didn't. Scene. I mean, most people did at some stage of their life somewhere. But he had the bonfire thing, right? They were the yeah, Glastonbury. that's right. So Glastonbury used to have a big campfire. Big campfire, that's it. it yes. Yeah. Keith Allen would be there. Yeah. Was, that would have been fun, though. Hanging out. Would have been fun to hang out with Joe. With, well, there's a good, there's a good uh, hypothetical question. Yeah. You've got, you've got, you've got a campfire. It doesn't have yeah. to be Glastonbury, but can be. Yeah. You've, you've got. 
I'm going to say five people to sit. It's like a change on the dinner party question. Oh, You've got five people five to be people. around the camp campfire with. You've got Joe Strummer. You'd have to have Keith Richards. <laughs> Keith Richards. That would be fun. Because uh, it's the blend as well as the individuals. Yeah. Alive or dead? That's oh, too hard. Jimmy? I reckon John McEnroe. Oh. <laughs> I reckon that... Interesting. Well, he plays guitar. He loves his rock and roll. That's right. So he could play with Keith. Uh, so got Joe, Keith, John McEnroe. Uh, sporting people. Oh, we have other sports. No, nah, yeah, Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Wow, what a great fire this would be. Yeah. There's someone. Uh, oh, yeah, what's his name? Who's uh, uh, a guy from David the race car driving actor, um, Diddler Mans? And oh, Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen. Oh, <laughs> oh, what a great fire. Yeah, what a great no, campfire that would be. Sure. He tells some good stories, I reckon, Stephen. That's Queen. funny. Oh, yeah. Funny, you know, I'm reading this Daughtry book as well, Roger Daughtry, and, and uh, he, t- he tells about Keith Moon. It's kind of, tra- it is tragic, but you know, in that, you know, in that, when he lost his way before yeah, he died yeah. in the 70s, he was living yeah. in Malibu. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And I didn't realise that he'd grown up with three posters on the wall of his house in this, you know, this incredibly poor environment, and he had... A surfer girl. Um, I can't remember what the second one was. Gosh, I'll remember it. And Stephen Queen. Yeah, okay, it was on yeah. the wall of his bedroom growing yeah. up. And he and he he becomes the drummer of the Who. Yeah. And he he gets a surfer girl. The second one, he gets that, and then he ends up buying a house in Malibu next yeah. to Stephen Queen. Unfortunately, unfortunately. And he's lost and he's alone and his wife's left him and he's drinking and drugging and all that yeah. thing. And he's part of that Hollywood, you know, with yeah. John, with um, Nielsen and um, John yeah. Lennon and all yeah. of that and, and Alice Cooper. He goes to meet his neighbour, Steve McQueen, and he doesn't say exactly what happened, but apparently he upset Steve McQueen's 16-year-old kid. Yeah. And then he was bitten by Steve McQueen's guard dog. <laughs> so he bit the guard dog back. <laughs> And that was the end of their relationship. Oh, and then Stephen Queen had all these enormous trees planted to separate their property, so so to separate them. Yeah, right. So Keith put all these f- floodlights on the beach to try and catch Ali McGraw going swimming naked or something. Oh, it all God. went pear-shaped. It was, you know... Too much coke. Too much everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, rest in peace. There's some, and like you said, if, if Topper's, Topper's alive, I'm sure he's cleaned up and all of the rest of it. Um, all right, so back to your story. Oh man, there's so much to talk about here. So yeah. I, yeah, I did want to. I suppose I, it's always interesting to me as well. There's there's a thing that most people most people have, and I'll say men just purely because there's, you know, I'm, uh, I'm just trying to get that that transition from boyhood to manhood that thing. And I think you even mentioned it before. Yeah. There, you went from school to working, to working yeah. you know, without the sort of buffer of college or whatever. Was there any particular sort of signal events, like when you got your own flat or when you went travelling for the first time, that you think I'm, I've 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 cut the umbilical cord? I've gone from. Uh, no, I don't know. Nah, well, I suppose moving out of home for the first time was probably it. How old were you? Twenty nineteen twenty. And that was into the uh, Bowden. No, 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 no. Moved in. With my first girlfriend to a house oh. up, up near Unley. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I was with another couple of people as well, which was 
That was alright. I mean, but I was just, you know, first girlfriend. Just yeah, yeah find yourself living with her. Yeah, no, yeah. Huh. And your mum and dad by this time, they've um, they're in town. They're in Adelaide. They're living in. Uh, they're in Aberfour Park. So Aberfour Park, stage. which is Adelaide, right? It's a yeah, suburb yeah. of Adelaide. Yeah. Tina's gone off travelling? At that stage, no, nah, I think she's still living at home. She's she at didn't home. go travelling to. She was in the 20s, I reckon. Uh, 23, 24. I thought she... Because when Mick, when I interviewed Mick, he, he spoke about the beginning of yeah, Urban no, Cow. Yeah, she was... He, she'd come back and helped him, I yeah, think, at the end I of reckon, the 90s. Oh, I guess she'd be... Yeah, she'd be 27. Yeah, no, she would have been... Yeah, she would have been in her early 20s. Yeah, I'm envious of people with siblings, <laughs> and uh, you know, like, I'm sure like all well, siblings. You've got mine now. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking it. Good luck with that. <laughs> that wasn't where I wanted that no, to go, no. um, but I just, I just wanted to get an idea. I, I've got an idea, but it just seems to me. I mean, like all the best relationships, you know, it's, 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 you know, it's hot and cold it's yeah black and white it's you know it's extremes you love you hate you, well you're not real hate but love you hate you fight you make up um but you had the tennis in common yeah you had a lot of friends in common as well in common. you did hang out you a lot did right? argue a lot but i mean i don't think it's any you know but it seems like it's really cool because you were you did socialize together right yeah and we, we really haven't other than living in different states our lives have been fairly you know never not seen each other for that longer period of time yeah yeah i think it's like think, the, yeah, as you get older those things that you have in common the good and the bad things you know, <laughs> yeah. you, know you can start doing those things together yeah you yeah, know yeah, it makes yeah. things easier yeah i think you've got a great relationship i love yeah. i love seeing you I, I love watching watching the dynamics you. a bit weird sometimes yeah she gets frustrated <laughs> Doesn't like to be told off. <laughs> <laughs> no, come no. on. My wife. Yeah, no. No, yeah. I think, yeah, it's all good. No, it's great. It's good. Uh, yeah. I think, think it's always, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, I know brothers and sisters that don't talk. Yeah, that's true. But don't have anything to do with each other. I find that quite bizarre. Haven't spoken for years yeah. and, and stuff. Yeah. But if there's a big age gap, I get that. But uh. there's only 14 months difference between me and Taylor. Yeah. Which is fairly close. Yeah, they really cracked on, didn't they? Yeah. Your mum and dad? Yeah. Well, thankfully, there's not three. Yeah. Because I reckon that would have been a real drama. Yeah. One being left out and yeah. stuff. That's true. Yeah. So so you so you make the break from, from Adelaide and you're in Melbourne. You go you go to the other side, not the other side, well, yeah, a fair distance away from North Melbourne. Yeah, they're not. Well, I was only in South Africa for about a year. Yeah, probably a year. And, and a but I'd already, I'd, I'd sussed out when I first moved to South Yarra, a place in North Melbourne oh. that had just been rented. Uh-huh. And I was gutted because it was like 300 bucks a week. Yeah. It was right next to the market. That's the first house that you went yeah, to the, on the Connell Street. Near yeah. The public bar. Just next to the public. And then I, uh, probably 12 months later, I, I just happened to go online and, now I'm starting to use the internet a fair bit. Yeah. And um, this place was up for rent again. I thought, no way. So I it's called the real estate agent. She said, look, it's up for rent, but it's four weeks before they move out. But she said, would you like to come and have a look at it? And I said, well, I work at the market. She goes, oh, really? And I said, yeah. She said, well, can you meet me there in half an hour? 
So I said, no worries. So I went in there and had a look at the apartment and I thought, well, this is perfect. Yeah. You know, this is a great spot. You know, it's yeah. close, close to the pub. I'm now drinking at this pub a bit. And uh, uh, yeah, they moved out. I moved in. Great. And the rest is history. And did any move in with you at uh, the stage? He, he, How do we no, bring... he, he moved to Melbourne and then he went travelling. But for a short space of time, he came. He was there for a couple of months, I think. He stayed um in north melbourne and we didn't know anyone in north melbourne really i mean we were just you you and any well no and he, when i when i moved he was actually in melbourne when i moved so jeremy and any helped me move into north melbourne and that's when we went to the public bar we thought well we're going to check out this this bar yeah. and this bar i hadn't been into since the day i had my interview at the queen victoria market oh and i went in there and had a beer and the guy that was working there recognized me he said hey you're the and i said yeah he said uh so it was do- it was a Monday night and they had the dollar pots. So beers for a dollar. <laughs> Where could this is fucking great. Unbelievable. I've moved right? to paradise. A so dollar for a beer. We're smashing beers. We've got, obviously got blind. I don't think I went to the market that Tuesday. And uh, it was, it opened a can of worms. It was probably, yeah, it's 50 50. It was a good can or a bad can. Really? Oh, but yeah, we well. did. We, uh, yeah, I've just realised how much ground we've got to cover because I've just thought about everything yeah. that happened in the next 10 years in that. Yeah, so yeah, then we, um, he went off. He, I don't know, he went travelling, Innie, and then he came back again. Well, we, well, we need to mention he hasn't good old Innie. He's still dead. <laughs> Where, you met in Adelaide, right? You, yeah, through yeah. Tina. And, and, and so that we're talking, what, mid-90s? 98. 98. You? He was living in the house of Tina at Bowdoin when I came back. Oh. So they were sharing. I've heard, I hadn't heard this any guy before and I worked and I was like, who's this hippie? <laughs> long hair. Did he have long hair yeah, then? Yeah, yeah, long oh. hair, goatee, other thing. Yeah, fucking big Jordan to fucking hanging out of his mouth. Where yeah. are you going, mate? And that was it. We were like two peas in a pot after that. I and mean, that was it. So then, uh, yeah, he had that back injury. And then after yeah. he, that all got sorted out, he, he moved fully to Melbourne. Yeah. And uh, started working in the market for me on and off. That's right. Yeah. Well, I did my thing and had more. I needed a bit more time to do stuff. And so after his back injury, you got some money, and, yeah. and so he wasn't working until you gave him that job. Yeah, on yeah. The market. He just did that, and then obviously we built the bar, got into the bar. Yeah. All right. Well, before we get to that bar, to the bar, which is obviously important. So you, you go, you go to the public, which is for everyone listening, the public. It's public called Public Hotel. Public, public bar. bar. Yeah. It was supposed to close, but it's still open. It's right? no, no. Steve sold it in two thousand eleven. Yeah, and uh, other people bought. It. I think it's changed hands again, but it's still in operation as a as a pub. I think it's still nice and I dingy. I haven't been in there. No, I, it. I haven't been in there since the last two thousand eleven. Amazing back back room with a little stage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. what a great place. Yeah, so you, so you do that, but and this is is this where you start to meet all those characters that yeah. I got, yeah, I got yeah, to know? Yeah, that's right. Well, I'd seen them around the place, drinking around the place, but yeah. I really hadn't. Got to know everyone, but then one by one, we all became mates. It was a big family. It really was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It really was. And was it centred, apart from the public, was the Rose going then? Rose. Greg, Greg Prudence. Greg had Prudence as well. Yeah. Um, obviously the Town Hall. Town Hall. Um, uh, Bevan Mix Backpackers, obviously too. That was the pub. That's joined to the public, isn't it? No, that's oh. another, uh, up the road a bit more. Oh, Hill I know Street. what you mean. Yeah, yeah I know what you mean. Uh, then um, Siobhan opened the uh, the Poet, and that's across the road from the market. Yeah. 
I had actually looked at that bar to buy before. It was called Low Key. Another guy had it, and I thought that looks like a good little spot. Yeah. But yeah, she got in there. I don't know how she slipped in there. Um, yeah, just as I thought to myself, yeah, fuck it, I'm going to do this. Um, what was the location of that up, one? Across the road from the bar, on the market, but on the other side on Pill Street. Okay. Um, Drunken Poet, it's called. It's, a, it's an Irish bar now, yep. but it was called Lowkey or something. Yeah. Um, and then, um, yeah, what else was around? There obviously, Corey McKernan's pub. That was uh, around the corner. What street is that on? I can't remember all these street names now. Yeah. So, so there was a few pubs. North Melbourne had the most pubs per cap for 100 metres or something yeah. in Melbourne. That yeah. Was, yeah. What, what always struck me, I mean, even at the time, I think, but in hindsight, was that, and I mentioned this when I spoke to, you know, my mate Nicholas, who, who was managing Prudence for a while. and Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Finchie. Finchie and, Bla- yeah. and Blake, obviously. Yeah. Was that, especially Nicholas, I remember we, we spoke about how it was possible... And I remember at the time thinking, you're yeah. so close to the city here. Yeah. But you could be an artisan, you could be a musician, yeah. you could, yeah. you know, you didn't have to be a lawyer. Before or... North Melbourne was gentrified. Right, and that, and right. That's, and that's probably why we thought we'd, I, at the bar idea, because there were so many people yeah. that were in that, you know, that ilk that, you know, and then obviously rent started going up, just coincided with... Smoking laws changing and us right. opening the bar. That was 2007, the smoking 2006. laws changed, 2006. was it? Okay. Yeah, mid-2006, I'm pretty sure, And yeah. um, which is a stupid idea. And it just kind of changed um, then, right? Yeah it, yeah, it did. You notice that there was a lot of young people weren't around spending money, mm-hmm. and I think they were moving to Northcote and Coburg and going that way. A lot of students. I think they were. I don't know. Maybe I'm just... <clears throat> You know, but there was something changed. There was definitely a change. There was a change. When, when did you? Uh, we should. Well, we should mention. Everyone's worked out. They didn't know that you you went into business for a couple of other people and opened a bar. Yeah. What well, was? I used to walk past this place on um, on um, Victoria Street. Victoria Street. And I used to it used to be a restaurant which I didn't know. We yeah. used to be a Spanish place that I really didn't never saw it open. Yeah. It wasn't open while I was around, and I just said to my mate at that stage. Uh, I like this place. We could do something here, and he agreed. And we brought Inny in and built the bar, which cost way too much money. Mm. And and yeah, traded there for I don't know how many years, four or five. I can't. Really was it called for Arco? And what year was it when you opened? Two thousand and six. Right. Should have been two thousand and five, but the whole thing dragged out quite a bit. And. Um, mm. Yeah. You're bankrolling we, it with hat sales. Yeah, and I'm, with everything else that was going on. But it was great, but it wasn't profitable, and we had too much fun there. <laughs> <laughs> Way too much fun. And if the walls could talk. Oh, my but goodness. Yeah, it was, was great. That was, uh, you know. It was like having your own lounge room party. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, it was, I mean, I was always aware, obviously. It was, it a lot of was, things came of it, though. I mean, it was good. I mean, the boys that lived behind us, the street. Yeah. Um, I, I had upstairs. Which yes. Eventually became, I think, the the next owners turned it into a. A lot of things came from that. From me deciding that that was three fifteen Victoria Street was going to be somewhere. I think a lot of good after us came out of it as well. I mean, people met each other and got married and have had babies since then as well from that space. Well, my 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 stag yeah. do was was yeah, the, was there the, too. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it, that was a classic part of it. So, so I mean, so 
times when did it, when did you sell it or when did it close? Oh, I think two eleven was 211. the final. So are you? I think so. It's vague. With the benefit of of uh, you know chronological distance yeah. from it now, what's your overall emotions? And I know, and I know, obviously, I'm, I'm skirting around some of the more I unpleasant think, I, Look, if I didn't have the bar, I wouldn't be here in Adelaide now. Right. I think that getting fed up with working in a market because yeah. the the buzz died. Yes. I probably hung in there for two or three years longer than I wanted to because yeah. I, I, I was making money. I, look, I could be doing the same thing now. Yes. And it's like... In a rut. Going from hand to mouth, money in, money out, make enough money to pay rent, going around and around and around in circles. Yeah. Like a lot of them have been doing that for 30 years. Yeah. You know, get a house loan, make the repayments, do that, mm. and, you know. Mm. But I just... Yeah, I just felt that part of Melbourne was changing. Yeah. And I just, what I loved about it, I didn't love about it anymore. Mm. And I knew I couldn't stay there. So mm. I ended up moving to Ascot Vale for a little while. Yeah, it's a great place. Which was nice. It great was away house. from that. And I could go away and some, and not walk down the street and bump into someone and someone go, no, let's go and have a beer then be pissed again. So it kind of got you out of that yeah, 24-hour that party cy- people yeah, thing. Yeah, as that cycle. And... Um, you moved in with Stevie Stryker? Yeah, from- I moved to this house and then Stevie lived with me in North Melbourne. Then I moved there. Then a couple of months later, he moved in with me in Ascobar. Mm-hmm. I like living with Steve. It was good fun. Yeah. And um, yeah, then I still was doing the night market because I, li- I lived in Northcote for a while. I remember with Jack for a couple of months before I found the oh. house in Ascobar. There was Just a little bit of a that. jump there. Yeah, right. There. And... Um, then Jack Samantha's yeah, ex- ex- yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I do mean, yeah, yeah. And then, um, yeah, I, I oh, so the bar was sold, bar was done, mm. and uh, then I still had what was left of the market, and I was definitely on my way out there, yep. And then that's when Ben called me and said, uh, when he was pissed one night, he said to me, Oh, you come out one day and drive the water truck at the quarry, and I'm like, Sounds that sounds good, yeah. And then one day he actually did call me and said, yeah. Do you reckon you can come out? And I thought, what? oh, that. And I thought, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I will. He said, can you come out on Monday? I said, no, it's Friday tomorrow. I'll come out tomorrow uh-huh. and yep. do the induction. Yep. Thinking it'll just be for the day. This is a day gig. Yeah. So anyway, it's just that week was I actually closed the day trading of the market up. I pretty much told them yep. I wanted to sell my stall, yep. and, but they wouldn't let me sell my license they said if the people who take over have to sell black eye stuff oh and i'm said that no it's not going to happen yeah so and there was an asian couple that were interested that she his wife used to work for me yeah and didn't go through they went to vietnam they came back from vietnam think said that yeah they were they were in Mm -hmm. by that stage it was too late yeah um another lot of cash i could have got um did my last night market. Yeah. Um, that was it. Put everything that I had back at Ascot Vale, so there was no more market. I remember you hating it towards the end. Yeah, I just hated just it. I was just there. the grind of going yeah. there and just staying the, around it all just, day. It, the gloss had gone. Yeah. You know, it yeah. was just a job. You and know? the, the stalls around you had become really yeah, kind of tacky. There was, and yeah, everything was getting tacky. And um, yeah, so I went out to the quarry. I drove the water truck that day and I thought, this is great. <laughs> okay. Know, this okay. Is great. Now, this is a huge. Yeah. Okay, so where was the quarry at this stage? Uh, Oakland's Junction near Tullamarine Airport. Right. 
and I don't, we don't have to get to this at all, but I, yeah. one of the impressive things in my mind, I remember is that, you know, the, the, the bar came at a, a financial cost and we don't yeah, have to go did. into the, a bit of debt after that, yeah. we don't have to get into the reasons for all of that. But uh, I just remember being fantastically impressed with the way you just kind of, you know, metaphorically dusted yourself down, went right out and just it. went, I've got to but make it. That's some. been my life pretty much though. But you just went, you, you, you've, you know, we've spoken about yeah. a couple of things, like maybe the tennis, the school, yeah. where, you know, you go, oh, look, I'm just not enjoying this. But you just, it's a bit like listening to <laughs> this podcast. Yeah, yeah. You went, I'm going to, I have to yeah. pay off this debt. And you just yeah. went out yeah. and within yeah. a couple of years, you not only paid off the not debt, only that, was, yeah. you'd got deposit for a house, yeah. you'd got. Oh, that was it. So when I was at the quarry, I spent a year there. And then Ben, who was my mate, said, who was managing the quarry, said, uh, I'm going mining. <laughs> yeah. well, you can't leave me here now. You can't go yeah. mining. Wait, sorry, where did you meet Ben? I uh, met Ben at the public bar, actually. There one you go. Ben was, right. uh, ben was <sighs> inebriated on a pub crawl. <laughs> actually, I introduced him to his wife. Oh, really? And uh, oh. he yelled at me across the pool table, <laughs> hey, Lebo. <laughs> okay, Lebo, you want a game of pool? And I'm like, yeah, I don't think... Uh, uh, so it was either smack him yeah, or, or yeah. join him at that stage. And then he asked me to organise something else for him after, which yeah, we were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Somewhere to live, I think. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so then again, the next time I saw him, he was with Lucy. He's, he's oh my the girl that he met the night at the public See, bar that I knew. So. Isn't that right? So, okay. So Lebo, right there. Hey, I'll never forget that. Right. You know, if you're talking about a bit yeah. like the uh, the story of being, of being stranded on a, on a yeah. Greek island. Yeah. Who knows how many things could have happened that night to, yeah. to you know, to not that led him there right, anyway, right? And to shout that yeah, at you yeah. and whatever, and for you not to just smack him and yeah, whatever. Oh, it was funny. And though. from that, he was pretty cocky too when he when he was younger because he's about four or five. I reckon Ben's five years younger than is me. he, but cocky. You like cocky, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. In, I, that, in I a like certain that. in a certain environment, Front up stuff. So he um he actually scored a job. Managing the mine in Wyala, they were reopening yeah. Iron Baron. And I said to him, man, I grew up in Port Pirie. There's no yeah. way I could go out anywhere near there. He got out to the job and they wanted loaded drivers. And he Loaded drivers every, are yeah, these massive yeah, trucks, yeah. right? No, no, no? Lo- front-end loaders. Front-end loaders, loaded sorry. Trucks. Okay, right, right. And he told them that I was, I don't know, must have sold them that I was some great loaded driver. So he started calling me saying, can you come? And I said, nah. And then eventually I cracked. So I ended up mining in Wyala. So you go from the stone quarry, yeah, back to what? And why, yeah, just what, tell us exactly where Wyala is in relation Wyala's to Adelaide. About four hundred fifty k's out of Adelaide, I reckon. North, yeah, north, past Port Pirie, apart, yeah, straight, straight north, past Port Augusta, yeah, and then, so. And what's the terrain around there? Is it just open cast mine? Yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, it's just all iron ore. It's iron ore mines. Hardcore, right? Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, um, went out there and spent five years in Wyala. Yeah. But fly in, fly, fly out. In, fly, fly out. Fly out. Uh, relocated to Adelaide. Yeah. Because I was liking living... At, well, I got sick of Melbourne. Yeah. You know, yeah. I was... Uh, it, it just lost its appeal. There was way more people moving there. It just seemed overcrowded. It just seemed busier. North Melbourne. More expensive. North Melbourne got yeah. real expensive, Everything right? Everything was getting expensive. and Gentrified or whatever. I fell in love with Adelaide again the being the beaches and mm. they're the, just uh, so easy to get around here just uh, that's okay we've just jumped through about 15 years there, but yeah. that, that which is fine but um, I wanted to say going back to the 
the bar. Yeah. <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah, what am I going to say, right? Yeah. No, no, it's, it's going to be, it's safe. Don't worry, it's safe. <laughs> um, the, you'd, you'd worked as a barman overseas before. Yeah, I thought you, you had bar some work, of that. But, but you I hadn't had any experience of no, accounts and, no, and no. ordering. I, fl- I flew by the seat of my pants everything I ever did, man. I had no experience. No one told me anything. I mean, talk about crash course in yeah. running your own business, right? Yeah, just everything. Just, you know, paying the bills was the be on be all and end all yeah. like at the end of the week yeah. uh, having enough cash to go out and it was a hub wasn't it I mean and to be honest I, I, I can only imagine that I mean I was certainly a recipient of, of, of intentionally or otherwise your largesse even from yeah. the size of the drinks that would get poured you know to friends and to, the free pouring was outrageous. Oh, free pouring right you and know. illegal but you know you I remember any giving me a wine glass like yeah. you could barely pick it up because it would be yeah. sloshing over yeah. the top you know was, yeah. so I can only imagine yeah. the money that was pouring out of that place yeah. So that was, yeah. it was fun though. It was fun. It was fun. I mean, as long as everyone has good memories, because that's all you're going to be left with at the end of the day. For sure. For sure. I mean, it was. You know, money can't buy those memories. Some no. Of the shit that happened in that bar. But, but, but even at the time, I mean, I remember, because of course it was great. Me and Tina would yeah. fly in from Sydney or whatever, and it would Lobby be in. like the hub, you know, and we'd meet all these great people and we'd hang out. But I was always aware that it was fine for everyone to party, but. There was someone picking up the tab at yeah. the end of all that. Yeah. There was, a, there was. I think they got on my goat a bit too. You become the good time guy, right? Right, bit. right. You know, yeah. It's but, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is, and it was. There There's was a lot of fringe benefits times. to that as well. That's true. I remember. <laughs> Okay. But, you know, okay, I'm going to segue into... No one a- went to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. I'm going to segue into another good time because it's time for song five. Yeah. And I, I get a bit like Jimi Hendrix. I don't really know how we even start with this because you and I, for reasons that I'm going to, I'm going to pass the, the, um, the sort of narrative thread over to you but for I made and in our lives like you oh, and I be very important it's very important we went on the Iron Maiden tour in 2000 and I reckon it was, was 8 that? was it 2008 eight, 2008 we somewhere back Sydney, in time Melbourne, tour and Brisbane Brisbane was one too far wasn't yeah it, I reckon <laughs> pretty cooked by then There's but one. it was great <laughs> it was, and I think the Sydney one was probably the best that was I, funny yeah that, that was, was good funny. Because we were at the pub with Glenn before. We we, 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 we we seemed to get to the gig and back in three minutes. Dial of pizza came through. <laughs> no, no. And we pear-shaped from there. Oh, I mean, that was, that that was, was fun. That was a good night. I remember, I remember, I mean, you know, there's a special circle in hell for Brisbane on a rain, rainy Tuesday night. And that train trip. Remember that the stench trip. of the train going back? Oh, my goodness. Oh, we saw Pat Cash there too, remember? Yeah, he got up on stage, yeah, Patty. didn't he? But no, he was at he was at that side door when we were out out the yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he get up on stage? He did go on stage. Yeah, he got him out. Um, so we, yeah. But even before that, I mean, this is this is a personal memory. But I think, well, certainly the first time I met you in Adelaide, you said we, I, you said three key things. I think you said West Ham, yeah. Iron Maiden, <laughs> and alcohol. <laughs> Adam's I like now. this guy. Yeah, Tina, you can marry this, <laughs> this one. This is a good one. Yeah, yeah. Well, because you know, for for a guy. Coming in uh, to um, a situation where you're meeting yeah. not just the parents but the brother for the first time. Yeah. To be honest, the brother's a bit of a big, scary-looking yeah. dude. Yeah, and it, yeah, so, yeah. You know, it's this very this, intimidating, this, I suppose. For Tenor always says I was really nervous. I, I, I don't think you were. I wasn't. I was more nervous about 
shacking up in the front room with the parents yeah, in the house and all yeah. that. But but anyway, we that first trip, I think, and we don't have to mention your romantic situation necessarily, no. but I remember going to um, Glenelg. Yeah, yeah. And buy, we both bought Iron Maiden t-shirts. That's we in Glenelg. We in, uh, it was like a record shop. I oh, know we're on uh, Runnell Street. Oh, is that where we bought yeah, the Iron Maiden t-shirts? Street. Yeah. Anyway, we both ended yeah. up with an Iron Maiden t-shirt. Yeah. For some crazy reason, well, not cra- more crazy for you, as you've said. If you grew up in Romford, most pe- yeah. people sport West, West Ham, Ham, but you just chose West Ham. I'd always been West Ham, and immediately we had that. Yeah. And then, as you say, we we went on this um, this odyssey. Three gigs in a week. Yeah, it was eight days or something. Wasn't it? <sighs> Somewhere back in time, and it was just so much fun. And it was a good, yeah, it was great. So when you picked an Iron Maiden song, um, <laughs> you said really doesn't need much explanation. I thought I hope mm. I've just explained why. Um, Aces High was your choice. I yeah. thought you might pick Rothschild or Iron Maiden itself. Ch- Children of the Damned. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Was it? I was thinking some I just gone totally blank then. Um some of Diano stuff as well. Yeah, well that's why I thought stuff. Rothschild would yeah, might be the yeah. one. Um You loved Diano, didn't you? Yeah, I did love Diano. I thought he was perfect for Iron Maiden. Not Blaze Bailey. Couldn't stay. Don't listen to any <laughs> Blaze. Blaze. I don't listen to any no. of that stuff. I don't own that album. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, I've never been able to. I think Diano's fair play. I, I, from what I hear he he, he, he he hit the party in a bit hard. Yeah. And his voice just couldn't hold out. Whereas Bruce Dickinson's got this super. Well, he was. Yeah, I think, I think he was earmarked, wasn't he? Yeah, amazing. But Samson, he was in Samson. Wasn't yeah, he? yeah, yeah, I think so. But so, so why did you? I mean, uh, Tina said, "Oh yeah, I'm not surprised." She said, "It's my favourite Iron Maiden yeah. song as well, which is kind of it's kind of cool." Ace is high. Um, was that where? Was that from? Um, uh, the oh my god, my mind's gone blank. The album Power Slave. Power Slave. Yeah. Is it from Power Slave? I think so. Yeah. So. You've not even picked a Steve um, uh, Gallop. I thought you might pick one of his Gallop ones. I was actually thinking the other day. Steve Harris. The Gallop's on in a lot of songs, isn't it? Yeah. it is. Just the change up. Oh, yeah. Power Slave's got... Yeah, the Trooper. Is the Trooper No, the change up's got the... Hinton Power Slave. Yeah. Tell me why. So for you picked you picked Aces High. Well, yeah. and and is this just your favourite? This is your favourite uh, song. No, uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, it's hard to pick. Bring your daughter to the slaughter. I think would have been really? appropriate. Inappropriate. No. Nah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you got three girls. I now, get it. So, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this song, yeah. I mean, there's the, so many good Iron Maiden songs. Yeah. 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 Two minutes to midnight. Yes. Um, yeah. Twenty-two Acacia Avenue. Um, seventh Son of Seventh Son. Yeah, Can all I that play stuff. With Madness? Wasted years. Wasted years. I love Wasted. That could have gone on there. I even like their latest but stuff. Dance see, of Death. The I production like... and that all picked up a lot when they, you know, when Bruce came in. Yeah, that... Nico came in on drums. Wasted years. I was telling you, Clive Burr's birthday today. Oh, it would have been Clive's birthday today. Rest in peace, Clive. Yeah. Um, Man, that guy had a rough trot. Yeah, didn't he? Especially in the end. Yeah. Um, Somewhere in time, the production levels definitely improved. Yep. I think with Iron Maiden albums, it was it was yep. finely tuned more so than anything else. I think I'm trying to remember the name of the guy before they switched to the uh, the Scandinavian. I've forgotten both of them. There was the same guy that I think went 
did about six of their albums. And oh, then, I know you're talking about too, yeah. Um, and he was he definitely was in charge for this. Yeah. But, uh, you know, but recently, I think you you like, uh, what's the, there was Dance to Death and then there was the one with the sort of military theme um, uh, that came after it. Then there was the, then there was the uh, Final Frontier. Matter of Life or Death. Matter of Life and that Death. That's a great album. Great album. I thought it was great. Final Frontier. And I think people, I know Bruce Dickinson gets pissed off with this. He gets pissed, he, he he doesn't like, very strongly doesn't like the kind of this kind of sneery, patronising thing that people say. Because he's to write off metalheads, you know, with yeah. air guitar and all yeah. of that. But what is it about Maiden? I mean, he said the guitar, but you know, what was it that spoke to you? You like you like the Clash, and they're like the ultimate yeah, cool yeah, band. Yeah, yeah. And Iron Maiden's like the ultimate uncool band, like Queen uh, and Iron Maiden or something. It's just a double leg guitars. Yeah. <laughs> Dave Murray and Adrian guitar, Smith. Oh man, yeah, I mean yeah, they yeah. kill it. They do. You like the experts. You like the triple guitar yeah, as well? I don't mind Yannick. Yannick's, Yannick's got a totally different style, though. You know when Yannick's doing his thing. His guitar's flying around the yeah, stage. Yeah, I know, but, you know. Yeah. How long are these guys going to be doing it for? Because Kiss had took calling it a day. Forever. I hope. I would like to see Iron Maiden continue, yeah. but replace the members. Oh. Yeah. Just like a, yeah, like a brand. Don't like become, a... you know, the band that gets old. Well, they had the Iron Maidens. That's true. The Strauss playing guitar and that. I yeah. mean, they could. I mean, they're great. Yeah. Have you seen them banging yes. out Iron Maiden? It's just they're, they're amazing. Fantastic. But you know that without Steve Harris, you can't have Iron Maiden. I know. I know. He's but a, that he's, music should carry on. Yeah. But I think. I think there's. Are they touring again? They're, they're, they're definitely still Metallica active. Metallica are coming here. They are, aren't they? I don't know if I want to see Metallica again. I'm not doing it. No. I'm not doing it. It comes up. That's like, that's kind of like we, you know, we did go again. I think we suffered with really bad we, sound for the, the the one after that. Oh, that, oh no, that. we went. No, we saw Maiden. Uh, we saw him at the Rod Laver or yeah, something. Yeah, the Wicker we? Man T-shirts and yeah. Um, but but what I was going to yeah, say was. was that Maiden seemed. 2011 was the last time. Was it? Yeah. Maiden seemed to stay true to all of it that we love. Yeah. You know the the you know, the now triple guitar. Yeah. Steve with his long hair with his great foot bass, on the monitor. Great, oh, great drumming. That right hand, great drumming. Nico great McBain. singing. His singing's still incredible. Fantastic. I, I still can't understand how a guy can come back from, I think, throat cancer. Tongue cancer, didn't he? Tongue cancer. Yeah, whatever, yeah. And basically carry on. Just sing as good as he ever did. Yeah. But then again, he did leave the band and did his own thing for, what, yeah. six years or so, mm-hmm. seven years? Mm-hmm. Did the pilot became the pilot now flies them around? How cool is that? Your lead Amazing. singer flies you around Guy. in your own plane. <laughs> Talk about Renaissance man, polymath, whatever you want to call Bruce yeah, Dickinson. Right. All right, God save Iron Maiden. We we love them. Um, yeah. Um, we we'll listen West to Up the Irons. Over the Irons. <laughs> high.
unbelievable band. Oopsie. There you go. Oh, wow. <laughs> so just to just to finish off, because uh, I'd be I'm OCD enough to care. Um, Martin Birch was the first producer we found out. Nine albums. Kevin Shirley came in on uh, Brave New World in 2000. Amazing. And what, what did we say? It was, um, what did we say Aces High was off of? Um, Power Slave. Power Slave, yeah. Wow. Oh, he wasn't from Scandinavia. Sorry, Kevin Shirley was born actually in Joburg. Yeah, right. Uh, and he's gone on to do all sorts. He's mainly Joe Bonamassa's go-to. Where do you, what do you think about Joe? Joe Bonamassa? I don't have any stuff, but I like his stuff. He's an amazing musician. Yeah, he's right? a great guitar player. No doubt about it. It's music. I just don't... His, his songs aren't hard-hitting. No. Me, you know, there's nothing that sticks rock. in my... Yeah, it's uh, that genre. Uh. But... Is he Gary Moore? No, he's not. No. He loves Gary Moore. <laughs> yeah, he's, no, got one he of, he's got one of his most famous and expensive guitars. Yeah, I did... But I, he talked about that on the podcast. Yeah, yeah he's got a Led Zeppelin. What, yeah. what podcast? Which I don't know. I can't remember. Uh. I heard him talking on something... I think he's unfortunate, not unfortunate, I mean, I'm sh- he's actually a... He's a black, what's that band he's with? The bl- Oh, Black Country Communion. That's with Husey, isn't Yeah, that? Husey yeah. did that, but he's, because, uh, right, okay, so just to nerd out here, he's got this thing called Nerdville, which is, his guitar and amp collection is incredible. Like he's sure got, is. he's got hundreds and hundreds of vintage guitars and amplifiers in this special room in his house. And I was kind of thinking... All right, I know he's the hardest working man in, in rock and roll. He, he tours constantly. But where does the money come from? The, the answer, I think, is that if you ever go to Joe Bonamassa's website, I mean, merch doesn't even... We spoke about yeah. merch taking off. It doesn't even come close. He's got thousands of products for sale okay. on his website. He's an industry. Incredible. Black Cycle Communion, what's it? What's it? Um, Black Country Communion. Communion. That's right. They were going to come back. They weren't. They did. They're doing another album now, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Him and Glenn yeah. had a falling out. And yeah. Glenn Hughes. Got a lot of ego, Glenn. Yeah. I told you I met him, didn't I, in the Rainbow Bar. Yeah, you are saying that. Yeah, that would have been amazing. Nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, not about me. Not about me. Um, I went there to meet uh, Lemmy. Yeah. You yeah. got there before he no, died? No, he died a couple of weeks later, though. Oh. Yeah, it's when he started getting really sick. They had a birthday for him, and uh, yeah. I think he attended, but didn't really mingle. It's pretty bad then. And I reckon a couple of weeks later, he passed. Yeah. Jeez, he went down with his boots on, though, didn't he? He did. Died with his wow. boots on. With his Nazi Stormtrooper boots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I wonder, yeah, that's, yeah, that's cla- yeah. It's a classic. We, um, I would have liked to put Motorhead on there. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. You, we'd have to go with yeah. um, Ace of Spades. No. no. You wouldn't? Uh, we are the road crew. I love that song. <laughs> but, all right, right. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a great yeah, song. I love that that's song. That's a great song. Same album though, right? Is uh, no. I'm not sure. We, I'm um, not sure. I've got a, now I've, I've got a whole pile of Motorhead stuff on a USB stick. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. yeah, it's probably mostly, yeah, probably mostly greatest hits. Yeah, you know, um, yeah. So that's there's a just just a quick rabbit hole that opened up, you know, because we've we've established that you and I, you know, both massive fans of vinyl and we start we had tapes and things, but it's just so easy now to to have a USB or have access to. I just record my records with the USB. Do you? Uh, Yeah, yeah. So, but you mentioned earlier on you're on. What's the name of it? Not Apple. The Spotify. Spotify. Do you do that? Yeah, just every now and then, not a lot. Not a lot, but if I have a, something comes in my head, I go, oh, I've got to listen to that, listen to that song. Right, right, right. 
<clears throat> you know, I'll jump on that or that's the I, way I, I want to hear some new music yep. or a band that's been suggested. I'll, I'll well, how do you, that's a good question. How do you, like, not if it's not been <sighs> suggested? listening to different podcasts and stuff, especially uh, Dean Del Rey when he talks about the okay. music. And, okay. Uh, that's how I found out about St. Paul and the Broken Bones. Okay. Love that band now. I thought, got, I've not got heard it. Addo into it as well. Uh, yeah. He's going to yeah. be in series three, Addo. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. Don't know when we've been trying to put that one together yeah. for ages. Um, so yeah, the podcast will suggest things yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Uh, do you listen to radio anymore? Uh, no. I listen to, like I said, classical FM. Yes, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I did... Obviously, when I was in the mines, I used to listen to uh, digital radio. Oh, Obviously, yeah. Yeah, the serious app. Got rid of it now, but yeah. Get to Howard Stern. He's on Sirius. I think. No, no, none of that. Just, uh, just different, just different music. Just as podcasts started to, you know, take over m- more of your listening now than music. Oh, totally. Mm. Going to work, especially. Yeah. Getting the. I listen to. I'll get in the car at twenty past five. Turn the podcast off at five thirty to listen to the news, and then go back to the podcast. Yeah, right. That's, uh, that's the only time I really listen to the radio in the morning. Just that's the so I could almost draw a a thread back to you know when you spoke about school and we touched on it, but these conversations always go to in my day. It's like the opposite of in my day. It was worse education. You know, people say, oh, you know, kids don't learn properly anymore. But I think we we would do well not to forget those hours and hours of sitting just looking at a blackboard while someone drones on and try not to fall asleep. Try not to fall asleep, especially after lunch. Whereas now. I mean, you've demonstrated your your yeah. mind is hungry for knowledge and to learn yeah. things. It's just the way it's bound yeah. up and presented yeah. to you. Yeah, and yeah, no, I've yeah. Plus, with the internet over the years too, just yeah. uh, you know, you want to know something, it's there. We just found Martin Birch and yeah, Kevin Shirley right. in in two seconds. But as for music, the music listen, radio is not like it used to be though. No. You don't get that classic radio DJ that you tune into on a Saturday night, no. like. American Top 40 or something that it's yeah. going to tell you a bit about the artist or yeah. you know go down that rabbit hole a bit about someone saying oh shit they yeah. sound great his you know? opinion about the song yeah, here's Rick Springfield yeah <laughs> you, know, you know or something like that and uh, is there uh, is there a because I know I, I'm the same as you I, I, I don't really find my music that way now but um, you know there's three triple R in Melbourne and uh, yeah, PBS is there, good, uh, is there equivalent in, in Adelaide triple D I think it's called here okay yeah so there is a kind of yeah, independent it's sort radio. of same 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 sort of thing. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah, obviously not the amount of people here to tune into. Yeah, they probably struggle for cash flow and stuff. Yeah, like, like all the other ones. I mean, there's people, I suppose, in America we're we're trailing behind them a bit, but it's only a small group of people that want to tune into that stuff. That's it's right. Not the mainstream, is it? I mean, why would you? Lisa listens to the uh, drive home shows and morning shows yeah, yeah she likes that well i i tune out of that stuff it's the adverts that that drive yeah, me crazy some as people well. they i think if you're in a routine and you come home listening to a certain couple of people you tune into that yep definitely i don't find any of them that funny no oh you've got i the, try to like it someone and someone oh they stick an o on the end yeah, of dave yeah, o and yeah sharon and dave yeah, o whipper and dave or someone whatever. But back in the day, they Triple J used to have good morning hosts. Yeah, you know, twenty odd years ago, I used to like to tune into that and yeah, a bit quirky, a bit funny. Yeah, but yeah, 
Well, no, now I'd rather listen to a podcast or Iron Maiden Spotify. <laughs> Just Iron Maiden. Bit of, you know. Top, top list. Something, something. Yeah. Like I said to you yesterday, I was listening to The Dictators, you know, on Spotify, and I love The yeah. Dictators. Yeah. And I don't have anything on USB with them on it, so, you know, bang, I listened, you know, a little bit of The Dictators. On Spotify. Do you still Fantastic. go to live music? I can't no. remember. I went and saw the, um, Dinosaur Jr. last year. The last, oh, yeah. Oh, the year before was the last thing I saw live, I think. And they were a band that almost made your seven Yeah, of course. Well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Did you, you met Jamie. You introduced yeah. Lulu to Jamie didn't you? Eva, 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 was it? Yeah, yeah. Was that here? Yeah, down in the cage, down the road here. That's cool. I mean, I don't think anyone would have recognised him except for me. He's wearing yeah. a hat, had glasses on, and big grey ponytail. But you picked him straight away. Straight away from about fifty metres too. From <laughs> what? Jamie Askis. I said, to Eva, come and meet a rock god. And that's when it's it's really cool yeah. to have a kid with you, then, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It you can... was cool, and it was cool the... for her because yeah. when she gets older one day, she yeah. worked that out. That that's Jamie Askis. I met him, I shook his hand. Yeah, and yeah. he was nice, he was oh, friendly. Yeah, really yeah. nice. And the gig that night was amazing. Where did they play? At the Governor High Marsh. Oh, cool. But it was, the weather was humid. It sort of rained a little bit outside. Yeah. I'd not bump into a guy I hadn't seen for 25 years. And uh, we went out to the outside with a better view onto the stage, semi-rain. It was just, it was magnificent. It was oh, so you, it was open? Yeah, the outside. You can, oh. big, yeah, yeah, so it was great. I know that's one of the famous yeah, venues in Adelaide. Oh, there's not that many left anymore. No. Yeah, Mick, Mick was telling me about, he saw a ton of bands at the, we drove past it yesterday, um, a theatre. Debbie? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Debbie I've seen bands there. I think I saw Ice Cube was the last guy I saw. Did there. you yeah. see Ice Cube there? I saw Ice Cube, I think it was two or three years ago there. And that's a cool old yeah. venue? Nice, great. good great. acoustics. I've seen a couple of bands there, but off the top of my head, I can't remember. Yeah. But yeah, this is... Uh, yeah, it was fairly hardcore. Those venues, yeah, but you're like saying those venues, they, they get turned into, it's like the, yeah. you know, the palace in, in yeah. Burke Street, they get turned into bloody apartment yeah. blocks and yeah, it's a nightmare. All right, well, listen, mate, we just passed three hours. You're kidding me. No, man. Jeez, what happened there? <laughs> what happened, right? <laughs> I know, I know. Hello. That's what happens. No, I mean, don't forget that was with listening to songs. It's really funny. You say, oh, who's going to listen to this stuff? You yeah. know, I, yeah. I've listened to every one of them, you know, it's like, yeah. Uh, I think you know what I'm. I, I've not. I'm learning. Hopefully, I'm trying to get better myself with how I speak to people. But the 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 cornerstone of this, or one of them, one of the cornerstones, if there can be more than one, of of inside hemisphere is that it's not. You know, it just doesn't matter to me if it's yeah. if it's if it's two people or two hundred thousand or yeah. whatever. It's it is what it is. It's it's recording yeah. stories, and if you're you obviously listen to it. You know, for whatever reasons you have other people's stories and I just like for me I love listening to this stuff yeah it's, it's actually it's, it's, it's interesting I usually talk about stuff afterwards after we finish but I'll mention it now it's, it's kind of you know talking to somebody that as I did in America that I've never actually met before mm. is obviously a, a lot different from yeah. talking to you yeah and it's knowing how much of the guitar guy. yeah 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 guitars, Mark yeah, yeah exactly yeah. Mark Fuquay um you know, because I'm trying to, I keep the joke, you know, it's not about me, but there's certain things that I want to hear you talk about. Yeah. But at the same time, I have to pretend like I've never met you before and yeah, yeah. what does other people 
get from There's this. a lot of stuff I'd like to talk about, but obviously we're not going to talk about it in this movie. <laughs> we can try and tiptoe around it. Nah, it's all right. It's better left unsaid oh, now, We can um, Like I said, I don't want to, yeah. Well, let's talk about, I'll tell you what, let's, let's, um, let's, just, let's just Knight's move because I think this leads nicely into um, kind of something you touched on before, but your virtual reality pod. Yeah. And it was incredibly simple. It was one word. And the word was Crete. Oh, yeah. Okay. Go for it. You, what do you want to know? Well, I mean, I, 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 love, I love Crete. It's my favourite of the Greek islands. But why did you pick it? Well, I suppose if you want to die somewhere, huh. if you want to go somewhere to see the rest of your days out. Like Viking a, burial. Yeah, if you just have a nice little uh, happy place where it's, you can just right. cruise around. I think, yeah, certain parts of that area are... Well... It's sort of very similar to, to the country in South Australia where we grew up, you know. Just yeah, that, like parched. That vibe, dry. Yeah. You know, look forward to having a beer. Pull the sardines out of the yeah, ocean. Yeah, just barbecue go for a up. swim. Yeah. You know, I think, I think we should definitely go there next year. Can, yeah. I don't know, yeah. For sure, I'm us. just going to take the boys over. Brilliant. But would you, like, it, it, you know, we spoke again at the start about not having... A five, ten year, twenty year plan, but could you imagine one day, you know, retiring or, or moving to to like somewhere like that? At least spending four months of the year somewhere like that. Uh, the winter, I'd like to see the back of winter. I, even the other day when it was cold, I was just depressed. So you'd leave just in like, May. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. You like yeah, just miss the bulk of that cold, wet, yeah, horrible time. Yeah, I don't mind that. I don't. Oh yeah, see you like that. I, don't know. I hate it. I find it kind. Of, yeah. I hate getting wet. That's yeah. why people. Oh, I'm going to the snow. Yeah, I go to the snow. <laughs> God no. <laughs> you can wear a water. It's like camping. <laughs> Friends of mine nice campers. I'm a glamper, and I'm happy to admit uh, that. Yeah, I don't yeah, want yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit in a hole, and I don't. Yeah. I don't want to. It's a bit like being an Iron Maiden nice fan. Shower. I'm. I'm an Iron Maiden yeah. fan, and I don't like camping. Yeah, <laughs> I, but I, but I want to do it. You know, I just like yeah. a few comforts. Well, good luck to everyone who enjoys that. I love, you know, I said I love watching, you know, siblings interact, you and your sister interact. I love the way on many, well, on some occasions over the years, she'll get upset with me saying this, but I love you dismantling her, you know, when she, when she says <laughs> I something. I dismantled about, her at the car today. It's about <laughs> big fed fat Freddy's drop or something. Right, right. Coming on at 11 o'clock. Right. <laughs> and you're like. I said, when was the last time you listened to their CD? <laughs> Oh, I don't. I don't want to talk. <laughs> it gets angry at me straight away, I and I'm giving Lisa for a week yeah, in the car. Yeah. This will wind her up. You can get away with it, though. You can get away with that. I know, stuff. but I don't know. I don't care for that. You know, I know you don't listen to world music at home. But you're here this weekend for the world music festival. <laughs> I'm I sitting here like talking to you, mate. I'm sitting. I feel like an asshole. No, no, this, uh, yeah, okay. And the glamping thing. Yeah, like, yeah, but the girls have it. got to get cultured and experience yeah, that stuff. Well, I get that. They get ice cream. They're yeah, happy. If they get cultured. Give them some yogurt. I'll give them some free range <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, but, but, um, but Crete. But, you know, okay, so I, I get it. And, but, yeah. But you've been in, like you said, you must, how many brewery clients have you been to? Like a dozen? Oh, I don't know, maybe 10. 10. But Crete's know. the one for you? Yeah, I reckon. <clears throat> I reckon, but I, I haven't been up further north, um, past Athens, going up. Oh, right yeah. up towards that. Cyprus Thessalonica. is great, but Cyprus is too hot. Is it? It gets really hot. It's close to the. Yeah, it's, it's close to like and Lebanon. I've isn't had it? days there where I, you know, I've been to the beach and the water's hot. Yeah, right. I'm like it's just soupy. Oh, yeah, just give me some cold. Something cool. Yeah, 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 yeah the yeah. air conditioners just aren't cutting it. And yeah. 
Yeah, it's high core. But, um, it is get hot quick. It's basically North Africa, isn't it? Yeah, Almost it's the hot. climate. It there. is hot. Yeah. You know, um, you know. I just had a thought actually, like a bit like the softening my stance on being maroon there forever and there's you know there's a space rescue yeah. craft on the way i think almost because the virtual reality pod there's as you've probably heard there's always this question about you know can you interact with the people you're seeing uh, is it an endless oh, loop yeah, of the same yeah, thing yeah, are you looking yeah. at real time yeah. and i ask people all these questions it might just be better and i think we'll call it the virtual reality pod but this is almost where's your happy place yeah. You know, instead, instead of saying, oh, you're allowed to look at, you know, some mountains somewhere. It's more like where in the world, you know, would you I like really to go to? I've become to love Glenelg. You know, when we, ah. I lived here years ago, I never really liked Glenelg. I yeah. used to see it as a very commercial sort of little area. But now I see it more like a village. Yeah. You know, Glenelg people, yeah. Yeah. you know. I put like Rose, but on Sundays there's way too many foreigners down there, you know, <laughs> coming down for ice creams and that. All the, all the campers. But mid Monday to Friday, it's mm. it's like being in Ocean Grove, probably, you know, without, you oh, know, probably better. There. It's definitely cooler than Ocean Grove. Definitely. Ocean Grove's just turned into a big suburb. I keep oh, good lord, that. it's going to yeah. join Geelong in about yeah. two minutes yeah. from now. But um, yeah, and living by the beach and yeah, living where we live, I think it's just fantastic, you know. That probably reflects your changed social situation as well. Is that true? Yeah, my social situation has definitely tamed in the last couple of years. It's yeah. definitely, that's true. I do like to turn one on every now and then, but You're it's a, not every weekend and it's definitely no. not as often as it used to be. Oh, and also, I mean, we, I think we, we don't need to go too deeply into this, but, but you know, you're a, a, a newly married man. Congratulations. Yes, thank you very much. Um, no one happily bigger, married to happily married to the gorgeous Lisa. Yeah. I think I don't think I've ever seen a, uh, a bigger smile on your mum's face than on the wedding day. Yeah, it was. They were pretty. I didn't and ever see that day. That's why they were so <laughs> Someone was probably running a book. They probably won some cash. <laughs> Numbers. It was a good day too. I mean, that yeah, was a, a good day. day. It, it was, was a great, great day. day. Beautiful. What's the name of that? At the tree that I'd never heard of before. The old gum tree. Yeah, the old gum tree. That was really Yeah, it's beautiful. nice to drive past that now too and yeah. sort of think, well, we got married there. That's your spot. What a great... Who, By Nicholas. Did you... No, it must be Lisa that chose that. I chose it. Did you? Yeah, she... We did... Oh, I don't think at the start we were going to have a, a wedding with that many people. It seems to me like there was a thousand people it there in the It felt like a thousand people, but I think together with the kids and the adults, there's probably just over 150 people. Right. There. It's a lot of people. Yeah, um, but we, well, with the two kids, you'd think you can't have kids and not invite other people's kids. Definitely. Which we didn't really think about how many other people's kids there would be. Yeah. And uh, but we were thinking originally just to get married in the backyard, huh? to get rid of that trampoline, which I'm looking forward to getting rid of. Yeah, that's on its way up. Um, and just do it something small in the open yeah. up the back of the house, yeah. and have some food, some drinks. Nicholas coming there. And maybe, but immediate family is it was a lot of family, yep. and then there's we can't really not invite. I mean, obviously, friends of mine and mum, I could invite heaps of people from there. And yep. Lisa's friends that she's met from the school, yeah, obviously thought it'd be nice if they came. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, you got a massive list of people, it's hard. And being diplomatic, there's yeah. a certain convention in I don't know if this is going to sound wrong to say it this way, but within the Greek family that yeah. family come to the wedding like you can yeah. really upset people if, if they're in your family if they're yeah. one or two generations yeah or... well most of the cousins I think 
Oh, there was one uncle that was supposed to be there, but his invite didn't make it to him mm-hmm. due to unforeseen circumstances mm. and uh, a, a cousin who didn't get that invite to him. Oh. Um, but I don't think he'd been well anyway, so he probably okay. wouldn't have come. But okay. I don't want him to feel bad because... Yeah. Do you want to mention uh, the name or no? No, no we'll okay. just let that go. Just leave that go. Um, yeah, but I think everyone that I invited, a few people in Melbourne didn't come, but I wasn't ever expecting them to come. Yeah. Um, the guinea was a bit under the weather, wasn't nah, it? No, yeah, but there was uh, Lara. She did, couldn't yeah. make it, and uh, yeah, the, and obviously uh, Nicholas, uh, who was season two, episode nine, I think, yeah, officiated yeah. again. Yeah, did the wedding. Yeah, it was good. It was great. It's, great it's very vague. That me, I, I mean, I standing there and him doing it. I, now looking back of it, it's hard to remember. Yeah, you know, being your wedding, your mind's racing. Yeah, you know, you're going through that. I'm getting married. Damn, yeah, it's like trying to hold water in your hands, isn't yeah, it? That, yeah. that stuff, it just you, you yeah. can you can be aware that oh wow, it's that yeah. day, it's that day in my life. I was life. so excited about the day as well. Yes, you know, I was actually looking forward. I think, wow, I'm getting married. You know, I, I, I didn't think that would ever happen <laughs> at all. <laughs> I was like, yeah. and it all happened very quickly from yeah. the time we started dating to the engagement to the wedding. I mean, that seemed like a few days. Well, when you get a good one, yeah. you hold on to her, right? Well, that's it. Um, we had a lot of... Uh, we've known each other for a long time. And uh, we get along very well. I've got to say it suits you, mate. Um, I yeah, think I think... Uh, yeah, it suits you. I, I needed to slow down. I knew I needed to slow down. Congratulations, come officially. come back here yep. and work. I, did, I think leaving the mines, my biggest fear was... Yeah. How am I going to... You know, leave the company I've been working for for a long time that I didn't want to be working for at all anymore. Yeah, we won't mention them either. Mm-hmm. And um, just realizing you're just a number. Yeah, in that industry, that yeah. you are just so replaceable. Sure, <laughs> you think you work your ass off for someone, and you think you're going to oh, get a yeah. cash bonus or a pat on the back. But at the end of the day, there'll be another bloke no. doing your job. It's a it's a carriage clock yeah. after fifty yeah. years of service That's and it. shuffling around the staff canteen. That's it. And uh, so I went to a contract labouring company, which I thought would be a good idea. Mm -hmm. And they've been great. Uh, And uh, my first placement didn't work out in the end because of the situation. And where I am now, I actually quite like working there, but it's like any job. It's a job. Yeah. And I could do anything as long as I'm getting paid. Yeah. So if they... Look, at the end of the day for me, it's just numbers in the bank. I need those numbers. So when I leave work, I don't take work home with me. Yep. I've got a job where I don't have stress. Mm-hmm. I go there, I do my thing. Mm-hmm. And when I drive away, I that's where I leave work. It yep. stays there. It never Good. used to, when I was working in the mines, there was stuff, stuff that happened that pissed me right off. Also fly in, fly out, yeah, nightmare, and it's shift. stress like that. and yep. it's all yep. that stuff. But now, I mean, obviously take a big pay cut, but I go to work, I drive to work, and I leave work and I come home I don't think about work. Good. I don't take it home. You're right. And and it's not just... that's worth thousands of dollars, man. Definitely. It's not just your game. Um, No one calls me. The world keeps turning. You know, the sun keeps coming up if you're not at work. And and I think the tragedy for some people in their life is that, that, you know, Mm. I mean, you've got a great work ethic. We've heard that. Yeah. When you need to crack on, you do. Yeah. um, In that sense. Yeah. And um, what can't, you know, what some people I think do is they, they give their best years to a business That's or right. to a job. But I've had a variety of life. I haven't stayed in the same industry for 20, 30 years. No. So some people do the same thing. And 
they might not grow. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had a crack at a few different things. Yep. Interesting <laughs> as it's been. Uh, the mining was, I mean, financially, the mining was fantastic. Yeah. You got yourself out of that yeah, hole. Yeah, and I, I, you know, I made, I made good money. And then, you know, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. But, to, yeah, but to have a, a job, a normal job here, I've got a good boss. I yeah. mean, who, you know, I can be open with, speak to. And, and you, is it, did you say half hour commute? Yeah, to half work? an hour to get to McLaren, work in the wineries. But I don't work in the oh, winery. You, is that where it is? It's up at McLaren Vale, uh, yeah. So it's beautiful up there. It's nice and uh, nice and quiet. Did your dad ever try and, did your dad ever mention the military to you growing up? I think if I had my time again, I probably would do it. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's unexpected. I tell the boys it's like an option for them when they get older. Only because of okay. the trades. I would have gone in there and done a trade. I like the idea. Well, I like the idea of the army because you're going to fight a war. I don't think so. Yeah. Well, you could find yourself up in Afghanistan. Well, could have. I had some other friends that went over and did peacekeeping missions and that. But, you know, you are housed, you're fed, and you're learning something. You've got to be a pilot, mechanic, Uh plumber, fitter. You can do the whole pile of things in the army. So was was there... And um, the reason I'm surprised, I guess, is because... Obviously, it's a complex. I don't even know if you want to talk about that at all. But you know, yeah. your, your dad, dad being a Vietnam vet, yeah. and you know, I, obviously, I'm approaching his interview sometime yeah. in the future, and, and that's, and I really want to be sensitive because there's all sorts yeah. of complex emotions with that. But it's such a shadow, you know, over yours and Tina's lives, and yeah. and for him, obviously, and for and for your mum. So it just surprises me that you would that you would think about that mind you I did ask the question did he ever suggest it for you no I don't don't. did he ever say like when you were 16, 17 school wasn't working out I don't think he would have liked me to go in the army he would no I don't think he would I don't think he would no no No. but that's just because he his experience yeah I mean shit anyone who fights a war there's collateral damage all the way down the line isn't there that's right you don't think of that when you're going to fight a war though you don't know no one tells you that it's going to be the and they probably no one probably talked about the, the the damage after the first and second world war. I mean, there probably uh, wasn't a handbook to say this is going to happen to you when you get home from war. Yep. Yep. Because when they cracked on when they got home from this first and second world war, they got, had to go to work. Just day they one back, back in, in the, the factory. Back in, yeah. Back to work. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think coming home from the Vietnam War was like that. They had a lot of haters when they came back. You know, they were yep. seen as murderers and yeah and whatnot. Yeah. I don't even know how, I mean, we're clearly, I mean, even, I think recently, you correct me if I'm wrong, there, there, there's even been a lot of research to do with the the uh, the children of, of Vietnam vets, you know. With High suicides in Australia, of children of Vietnam veterans. I is think, that right? I think that's the stat, yeah. Huh. And that's yeah, I'd have new. never thought about killing myself ever. <laughs> no, I don't think Deep this week. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, no, nah, no, nah, never, never been that. I've never been depressed. I've never been a depressed person. I've never... Uh, obviously, Dad was, yeah, Dad, it's great, Dad. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he he has his issues. Yeah. I don't know how to approach it. I don't know how you're going to approach it. <laughs> so you know, I mean, I mean, it's a sensitive topic with anyone, any veteran. You should probably sit down and talk to that's mm, been to war. I mean, mm. you know, they probably. It's like what I said before. When I'm sit, sit standing around and I think how fuck did I get where I am today sure he's going to sit back and think you know if he didn't if he didn't go to war he wouldn't be where he is today yes yep 
Yep. So, you know, the upsides and the downsides of the of that, and I mean, obviously very affected by it, but yeah. maybe some goods come out of the bad as well. I don't know. How do you look at it? Yeah. It's almost... You, it happened. Yes. It happened. Yes. Nothing can change what's happened. Yeah. There's so many... I mean... I'd, yeah. And you can be as sensitive or insensitive about it, and there's people out there that, you know, there's Vietnam veterans that are topping themselves and doing all sorts of shit but do you remember there was that documentary I think it was about Columbine it might have been shooting for Columbine yeah yeah with uh, yeah do you, yeah, do you yeah. remember how um, what Marilyn Manson said do no I don't I think I think it was that one and they were all these talking heads you know the, the sort of moral Michael outrage Moore? and gum yeah, yeah yeah and and it came to Marilyn Manson and they think it was this and they said to him he was a talking head and he was sitting there in all his makeup or whatever and, and they said what would you say to the parents of the children that were killed at Columbine yeah. and he said I would listen mm. which a bit like Joe Rogan and David Lee Roth yeah. you know I, I think what Joe do, does beautifully is shut the fuck up yeah. and what I'm trying to do and, and, and I think so it's with your dad when we come to talk yeah, maybe we won't even talk about it. Yeah. But it's my job to shut up, really. I know. It's, I don't know. I mean, I don't do people really want to talk about it. Do people right. Do, I mean, do right. we really want to talk about it? I don't know. Should we be talking about any of this? You know, like Are the more talking? you dig with depression, anxiety, not not talking about, people you know, want, war and, yeah. and, and post-traumatic stress relating to, to Vietnam, of course. I mean, just generally, this, this sort of well-being at, thing. At the moment, everyone seems to be stressed out. Right. Everyone's, every time you look at reports, stress yeah. levels... You know, suicidality, anxiety, I mean, anxiety like depression. It's getting worse and worse and worse. Is it because we're digging up too much? I don't know. I don't think anyone knows. I think people are just getting too busy. In their phones. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. Brains are working overtime. Right. Right. So what do you do to relax? Now, hmm. <laughs> water tomatoes. <laughs> Right. I oh, know I do. No, well, I, yeah, do you really? I, I do, do you relax? Though. Do you what do you are you growing yeah, tomatoes? I grow tomatoes and I do my bits and pieces. That's a zen yeah. thing, right? That's a zen I thing. I enjoy hanging out with my wife. Yeah. Um the kids. I, I you know, I like giving the kids a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> the sport in I that? like keeping them on their toes. And, you know, I, sure. you know, but but the first thing you said was like water my tomatoes. Yeah. That was and, and you didn't say that in a sarcastic do, yeah. way at that's all. That's what I do. I get out in the garden. Um, yeah. Do I, you have headphones I, on I, as you do it? No. No. no I enjoy going there. shopping. I like doing the weekly. I'm really not highly strung about anything. Huh. Even though my family might think at times I'd be highly strung. But that would have been because I had so much going on. Yeah. You know, running businesses and, yeah. you know trying to balance relationships that were shit you know, yeah. and all that sort of stuff. That might have made me a little bit angry, but other than that... I always thought... I remember... I won't assume to try and recreate it now, but I, I remember early... What, what, I, what, what I was thinking yeah. about was that I, I was thinking, I wonder how many people that, say, knew you from North Melbourne yeah. days and all of that would be surprised by what you just said. You know, what do you do to relax? I water tomatoes. Yeah. I don't know. It depends. But I always remember telling Tina about my impression of you and your character you know, probably pretty early yeah. on and none of it was that facade of owning the bar or you know partying no. or none of that it I was so obvious I pretend I was something I wasn't no no 
it doesn't surprise me at all. To, I, and it goes back to, I guess, growing up, we did yeah. in Nelshaby as well. You've got that good life environment. Yeah. Parents are growing. Oh, look, veg. I, I keep saying to Lisa, I want to move to Wollonga. Right. To the house up there. I mean, right. we'll buy the house that we're in now, but, yeah. you know, eventually it's 2,000, you know, uh, square metres. It's a yeah. big block. It's yeah. nearly an acre, I think. Where's, where's that from here? How far? It's probably 40 minutes from here. 40 oh, minutes? probably 30 from Glenelg up the freeway. And it's it's acreage. It's Clarabelle, up that way. Yeah. Is it yeah. like a like it's a, a house on a block? Yeah. It's beautiful. We ran into um, I don't know if it, that's not uh, Simon and and, and Sue Sue's um, oh, Craig, who set up yeah 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 who set up Sue's, the yeah yeah uh, uh, calling us Sue Craig but it's not no yeah I walked into that one last night yeah. a little bit but um, I said oh I just I just interviewed Mick uh, and then uh, and then the penny dropped you know uh, like, oh. Uh, no, they were cool. They were yeah, lovely, they're lovely, cool. lovely no, they, people. They right? get along fine, I'm sure. Yeah. Simon and, and he speaks very highly of her and all yeah, that. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, but, but, gee, what lovely people Simon yeah. and, and Sue yeah. seem to be. And the reason I mention it then is because they have they were talking about this wonderful property they've got set amongst farms. Um, they're up that way too somewhere, I think. Yeah. I'm not good with this South Australian geography, but... Yeah. Meningi or somewhere? Right. Yeah, okay. that sounds I'm familiar. Not sure. No, that sounds familiar. And it's that... It's I'm the interested. Space, yes, and the quiet, and quiet, right? You know, exactly. Maybe that's what happens when you get older. You want to get more, yeah. a bit more space. I don't know. I don't know because everyone I'm happy loves where I am though. Too. Don't get me wrong. You I'm, said Glenelg's like your. I'm happy. Look, at the end of the day, Chris, I'll be doing what Lisa tells me to do. So let's just. There you go. Good lads. You've worked it out already. Yeah, I will. <laughs> that's where it's going to be. Tina's listening to this game. ready to go. You don't do what I tell you, but yeah. No, when she's when she's ready to to want to. Well, when the boys a bit older. Yeah. And they're finished with their school and that, and uh, you know. Off to off to Crete or off to the Australian countryside. Who knows where we'll be in that time? Yeah. I've told her I'd love her to get a job in the country nursing, running yeah. a hospital or something. I mean, I'd just follow her there if that was the yeah. case. It's pure medicine, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's a bit good midwife for sure. There's none of this kind of. Yeah. Anyway, I don't want to get into modern medicine, yeah. but 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 those those country hospitals. I mean, they're crying out for good staff always. Yeah, yeah. And they're often set in the most yeah. beautiful parts of the country. Yeah. And it's a simple little hospital yeah. without all of the bullshit bureaucracy that yeah. goes with the bigger places. I'll go and work behind the bar at the pub. Sounds okay. Yeah. Pour in pour some beers. Pour in dollar pots. Yeah, work with the tab. <laughs> Get a few all bets right. on. <laughs> we better we better crack on right. uh, with the last. Was that all you wanted to say about? I don't think that's everything. Um, um, I don't know. <laughs> we, we covered about, we covered no, about no, six big chapters there just in that bit. Oh, dear. 328. Never mind. Cowboy song, Thin yeah. Lizzy. I could have picked a lot of any Thin oh. Lizzy song, but I love this song. Yeah, this is the one. Yeah, where you you alluded to how yeah. much the lyrics were amazing. Yeah, yeah. What well, I, I don't hear lyrics. I must. Yeah, admit. no. What, yeah, what's he I singing mean, about just, here? Just sing, sing about being a cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I walked into yeah, that yeah. one. Didn't I? What's the what's the cowboy song about? Yeah. Luke? It's about cowboys. Yeah, it's, about cowboy. yeah. it's not about John Wayne though. <laughs> Oh, that's not oh, about Brokeback Mountain, that's for sure. Oh, boy, that showed me. Yeah, all right. Such a pro, as you said earlier on. Thank you for that. Um, no no other songwriter paints a picture like Phil. Oh, this is blurry, man. I need yeah. to put my glasses on. Um, um, yeah, they're over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a blind man can't find his glasses. 2 0 to Luke. Uh, I could list every Lizzie song. You bloody could. Yeah, look. Um, was, there uh, any, was there any chance you would pick Boys Back in Town or no? No. 
No, I still don't. I, I think it's a great song, but it's definitely not one of their greatest songs. I really like early Thin Lizzy stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's, there's just so much. And it's cool. I, I don't. I really don't. I talk to people about Thin Lizzy and the pig. Hey, Thin Lizzy. And really? No, Thin Lizzy. I think that's. I think that's terrible. <laughs> it's bizarre to me. They do. A lot of people don't. They know the boys are back in town. Sure. Because it's been played on the radio. Maybe it's, I, mean, I don't know, maybe they just weren't huge in Australia. Was that, were they not really, a, did they tour here? Maybe it's Countdown's fault. Countdown's fault, because yeah, well, they didn't have them on. Well, they used to be the big TV show here. Yeah. Back in the day. It's like Top of the Pops. But don't probably. forget, Thin Lizzy played on the steps of the, uh, the Opera House. They had a big concert Did they? There. Yeah, I think 2UE or something. Sydney radio station brought him out here or something. Yeah, that massive concert. And Phil, Phil was still... Yeah, it's full. Video. Phil was still cool then? Yeah, yeah, documented. I think uh, I think Brian Downey didn't come out and um, Gary Moore played. Oh. So Gary Moore's come out. Wow. And I think... Rest in peace, both of them. Brian Robertson, sorry. I said... Um, and I reckon Brian Downey didn't play drums. I, I, I got to look at that footage, actually. I don't okay. know why I'm thinking that. So we've already heard this is one of your first albums, one of the first two, Finn Lizzy. Jailbreak, you got? Yeah, Jailbreak. Jailbreak was one of your first. Well, Jailbreak is the first song on the it's, album too. This, this is from Jailbreak, isn't it? Uh, this song? This song? Yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. Okay, so, and I, I know Finn is a huge band for you. I, I I find it, I mean, I've known that about you for years, but I, I find it just charming that, not charming, that sounds so condescending. I find it, you're like, you're so, you, you've consistently, you know, when you said before, you know, you don't, you don't pretend to be something you're not. You haven't changed in your, you, you've, from the earliest days, no, I love, you know, yeah. the bands you love. And it's because they, they resonate deeply yeah. within you. You've always been a huge uh, Thin Lizzy fan. Um, and I'm trying to remember now if that, the guy that did your, uh, your ink, your mate. Oh, Mark. He Mark did, Welsh. Wasn't he? Didn't he do a Thin Lizzy tribute for a bit? Or am I making that up? A uh, t-shirt? No, I thought he did a... I thought he played guitar. Oh, my tattoo. No, no. Yeah, he, he did that. This, yeah. What's his name? Mark? Mark Welsh. Mark Welsh. But he's an amazing guitarist as yeah, well. Yeah, he's a great guitar player. Wasn't he in a thin... I thought he did Thin Lizzy... No, or did he just play a couple no, of covers? Lizzy songs and yeah. whatnot. Okay. And a band called The Accidents. Is he still in... He's still I, think, I don't know if The Accidents still doing gigs. I haven't... I don't know. I remember seeing Mark play at the at the public once. Amazing musician. Yeah. Great, great player. Anyway, okay, we better crack on with this song. Uh, I knew this would be a long interview. Oh. It was always going to be. Is that clock that hasn't worked with that? Yeah, it's half past six. <laughs> no, it's what is it? It's, uh, gee, it's quarter two. Okay, cowboy song. I am just a cowboy Lonesome on the trail Starry night, a campfire light. The coyote call and the howling winds wheel. So I'll ride out to the old sundown.
That, that just, I don't know if it was, like we said, 
sounded like maybe it was Scoreham at the end there. Sounded more like a Les Paul, but that yeah. both those solos just sounded so. They were so forward in the mix, so tight. clear, tight. Yeah, and the dual guitar thing when yeah. they do that classic double it, It's it's a bit like, I mean, we've said Dave Murray and Adrian Smith and Yannick Gers now. There's a very maiden dual guitar yeah. thing. That could only be Thin Lizzy, yeah, yeah. couldn't it? Yeah, no one else. Yeah, God, what a great band! No one's replicated that sound ever. No, it's even without him singing. Yeah. It, it's it's there's something about the production and it. I don't know. It was just, uh, and that's how I imagine they were going into fucking great Marshalls. I don't know, but and it's they like were high as kites. Yeah, yeah, most drunk of the time. Of, I think the other thing was it's a bit like you know um, uh, Angus Young is a classic where. You know, you, people say it's heavy rock and it is a rock, but yeah. the guitar's not dirty, really. You, you know, mm. Angus's sound, like those two, yeah. is it's not clean, but there's just a bit of yeah. hair on it, a bit of grit, yeah. and so it's very clear. Yeah. Just love it. Yeah. Beautiful. Great choice. Now, I didn't have an ACDC song there, but... Yeah, I, I, didn't, know, I didn't know if you were a huge fan of uh, ACDC. Touch too much. Yeah. Yeah, I like a lot of the old ACDC stuff. I like, yeah. yeah. You like the pre, yeah. you like the Bon Scott stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I think everyone does. Not me. I'm nah. into Back in Black. You like Back in Black, mm. did you? Mm. I mean, well, it depends when, it depends. Shake the Thrill is about the only song I really loved off that album. Mm. It's when you listen to it, right? It's yeah. It's just, whatever. It's not about me. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Fucking hell. Uh, okay, well. Now we're now that we're we're gonna we're gonna go four hours. There's no way we're not. Um, but so let's let's go straight to the Beatles. Yeah, your last choice. I did not expect this. I don't yeah, know why well, I didn't. Yeah, I th- like I was saying before, I think it's because it was that last thing they really saw him do. Well, and also, just to quote, and they you, look so cool on top of that building. Yeah, with that, I I did like the shaggy. Yeah. The shag- I like the, the McCartney shaggy beard. Before skins were bad, and you can wear them as jackets. Yeah. <laughs> This song reminds me of being a kid. My dad's my dad certainly thrashed the Beatles when we were young. He loves the Beatles. He loves Credence too. He used to play Credence when we were younger too. I've never heard on the reel to reel. He had Credence. Yeah, yeah. um, Reel to reel. He had reel to reel. That's everything. And the motto with the reel to reel. So you could listen to the music, or you could listen to just the singing. You could isolate them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and used to do that a lot. (coughs) Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I can't, I can't really remember all. I never, I never heard. I, I can only imagine. I mean, you were listening with child ears, but I, I think I imagine the sound from a real to real was really good. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I learned how to put that on really young. Hey, lo- lo- yeah, load up the. Yeah, yeah. Was it? Presumably, it was. It was a bit Sony. difficult to store all of these. I think they got wet on the shed when we first moved to Piri a whole pile of his reel-to-reels they had lots of them oh uh, yeah I think I think they got waterlogged or something for memory he wouldn't remember so they were they probably remember obviously vinyl was going then as well and afterwards but so was it do you think it was that reel-to-reel faded as, as cassettes were brought in like the mini cassettes yeah I don't think anyone sold reel-to-reel music where did that get the Beatles real to real well, for? Well, it's probably when it first came out. Yeah. It's, I can't ever remember as a kid going to a shop and seeing real to real stuff being sold. No, nor can I. No, nope, not at all. Not at all. I mean, that would have been a novelty, I suppose. I don't, actually, I don't know what he did with it. I think he sold it. Or I think he sold it in the garage sale when we were leaving Piri, but yeah. 
I did see one for sale exactly the same recently. Huh. But where would you get music? Where would you get it? Yeah. yeah. It's a bit like you can record on that stuff though. Well, they use obviously the yeah. they use reel to reel in the I studio. Know how many channels are on those things? Though? Two, four. Oh well, no, they're in the recording studio. No, on those reel to reels because you can oh, actually okay. record on them. Okay, yeah. Well, ones obviously the 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 reel to reel in the studio went from you know what is it three to eight to sixteen yeah, track recording yeah. in that. But um, do, do you remember what was it? Super, I'm trying to remember. Not super eight, eight track, eight yeah, track eight cassettes track, as well. Cassettes used to put it. Yeah. I think when we got the Mazda Capella, yeah, I think it had an eight track player in it. That was a thing for a moment, wasn't it? I think I picked one up at a car boot sale, yeah. you know, with a whole box yeah. of sets. And I reckon we had, there was one, I don't know, she's, I don't know. Just it just comes and goes, doesn't it? The, the, the technology, you know, everyone gets fooled into one yeah. the next thing and then it goes. A-Track just look, it's too bulky, too, big. too, what can do with them? too annoying. All right. But yeah. Okay. So get back. Were there any um, close runners up that you could have picked from the Beatles? Um... Why my guitar gently weeps? Mm. George. Yeah. Uh, not Yellow Submarine. <laughs> no Ringo songs. Yeah. God love them. Uh, yeah, no, there is a lot of great Beatles songs. And there's no point people argue about the but best Beatles out Yeah, are you a John Mann or are you a Paul Mann or all that sort of stuff? Uh, pro- definitely Paul. Yep. I love Wings. Yep. I do love Wings. I'm with you. And I'm... I'm I, just I love the happiness of Paul McCartney yeah and I loved when he left the Beatles that he was as as big as he was yeah. in the Beatles yeah um wings over America it's definitely the dark cloud over John I think it's just yeah but well, so it's kind of cooler that, isn't it my favorite Beatle was probably George Harrison yeah you know I think looking back you know listen to the music it's just a sweet guy, right? Yeah. I, yeah. Here and comes I love the, the traveling Wilbur, the, Wilbur, the Wilburys. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but people, is, you know, if you're going to pick one or the other, I'm not into that. But, but you know, people, I think, feel that it's an edgier choice to pick John Lennon. Um, but Paul McCartney, when you listen to him, yeah, really, when he did that scream and his voice yeah. had that grit in it, and he could be just as, he could be just as, um, as acid as he could sweet. That's a that's John song, isn't it? The, yeah. See so you on But the scream at the start, who's that? Oh. Well, it's a bit like Helter Skelter. Yeah. Who, who, you know, does, is it only Paul that sings that? Oh, God, I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know. Look, it's yeah, Paul. Anyway, it's but Paul. you've picked Get Back. Does this one particularly, you said it reminds you of being a kid. My my dad certainly thrashed the Beatles. Does, was he, was Get Back, like the latest stuff, was he really into that? Or was it just no, all, I don't it was think all so. the Beatles? I think it was in the rubber soul and yeah, you know, less so he the didn't have, he didn't have revolver. It was he wasn't so much into I want to hold your that, hand and yeah, the early stuff. It was some of that earlier stuff on reel to reel. Please please yeah, me and all that. But the other stuff was on vinyl. Uh-huh. He only had that. Only had revolver. And I think I've got that record now. Anyway, he had what was the one? Oh, that... they had. I mean, uh, rubber soul. Sorry, rubber soul. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yep, they only yep. had rubber soul uh-huh. on vinyl. And Get Back is of, is from the album. Uh, is it from Let It Be or from Get Back? Is that, oh, God, I don't even know that. I should know that. Anyway, you pick Get yeah. Back. Uh, get Back's off of, uh, little, I can't even think, Let It Be? I think it might be. It's yeah, one of the last ones, be. right? Um, yeah, there's that there's that song that makes <laughs> Tina cry uh, by the Beatles. Might have to look it up. Um, uh, makes her cry? Yeah, like reliably. Like every time... 
Norwegian Wood? No, no. Um, I mean, it's a beautiful song. Cry, I mean, baby, cry. Some, no. Sometimes I've only got, you know, if she's in the right mood, you just talk to her well, about it and she starts crying. <laughs> no, you prick. It's, no, it's to do with your dad. It's to do with, uh, yeah, I, I won't, I won't it, it will be unfair to, to say why. I'll tell you when we're listening yeah. to this song. But um, they, they definitely, for, well, I guess for our, I mean, like, who knows what, what people listen to that are under 20 now, really, if they even know the Beatles are. But for, for our age group, there's all sorts of emotions tied in with this band, isn't there? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's just a childhood. They are the greatest band. One of the greatest bands. I'm not saying that they're the greatest band. Yeah, that would be White Snake, definitely, right? I was going to say. Well, I didn't put any Deep Purple down either. Yeah, or Dio. Yeah, no, yeah. I know. I was going to do Black Sabbath with Dio on it though. Oh. From Heaven and Hell. Actually, my bruises I like better than Heaven and Hell. Um, but the Beatles, greatest like, band. Yeah. Yeah, the, they were the they with the the leader. Yeah, your trailblazers. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Changed and, everything. Are they better than the Stones? Yeah, I like I like the way you worked in. Uh, where were you born? I was born in a crossfire hurricane. Yeah. Well, wow, that's cool because you've yeah. worked in you've worked in the bit of Stones. Yeah, well. no, yeah. What so song would you have had if it was the Stones? Uh, Tumbling Dice. I had uh, that on my list. Yeah. Exile on Main Street. And that gives you Exile, right, right. And right, it's my right, favourite right. album. Has something else we got in common? Sticky Fingers and that, but... No, I'm with you, man. Exile. Yeah. I think That's that a was... a great album. I think it's a great album the way it, it flows. Yep, it's the whole album. Yeah, and... It, yeah, it, and... It sounds like you're in the room with them. Yeah. When you're listening to a... It's that classic, it's loose but yeah. tight or tight yeah. but loose or whatever. Yeah. That's, I think that's the third... That's like the holy... That's the trident. We have West Ham... I made an, and then Exile, Exile being our favourite Stones Yeah, album. it would have been a good bit of fly on the wall when they were making oh, that album. In Cote... Yeah. Cote de Nel or something? Yeah. yeah, okay. All right, shall we listen to... We'll listen to yeah. uh, Get Back. Um, yeah. It's another kind of almost bluesy, like a 12-bar yeah. bluesy yeah. setup. Rosetta. Sweet Loretta Fat, she thought she was a cleaner, but she was a fry. Yeah. Yeah. The picture, the picture, the fingers, Greg. Okay. Jojo was a man who thought he was a loner, but he knew it couldn't last. Get back, get back to where you once 
I used to, like everyone else, I was, I used to, I was a bit lazy and hanging crap on Ringo, you know, because yeah, that... that hit, what was that when he was solo, he had that song that charted, I might have even gone to number one. You know what it was, well, you know what did Ringo disservice, and I was just lazy, I joined it, because I just thought it was such a funny quote, and it's become apocryphal, but that, you know, whether John or, I oh, must be John, said, you know, was he the greatest drummer in Liverpool at the time? He wasn't even the greatest drummer in the Beatles. You know, that that that, yeah. that line that's supposed to... I think that is such a lazy thing. Even the... When, when you listen to the drum... The drumming of... Um, uh, oh, you know, that... that oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come together. Yeah. Oh, it's just mental drumming. It's it's like it, such an unusual drum. drum show where he was trying to show someone that. Right. Right, yeah, I can't remember. Like a, yeah, doing like the some, drum kit there, and he yes. was doing some fills of some of the stuff, and he's thinking, "Wow!" And all of a sudden, he had that offbeat going yeah. on. Yeah, and all of a sudden, he played it, and everyone went, "Oh, oh yeah, well, there yeah, it is!" Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. Good on him. Good on Ringo. Cares, he's in the Beatles. <laughs> I know, right? Still, it's still alive too. Oh, that's that song that I said about Tina. It's driving me crazy. I can't. I'll have to find it afterwards. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. Well, that was song seven. And again, I forgot to put down the time. So it's about 3.40. Say 3.45. How'd you feel? Yeah. Tired? No, I feel all right. Not at all. Do you feel, do you feel good? Did we get through? I oh, think we covered some bases. Might have through the second podcast on stage. That's yeah. it's always the thing. I right? could come in, come in under some fake name. We could talk about all the other stuff. <laughs> his his other brother. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't mention. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. I think we got through a bit. I mean, it's like it's it's always in a way. You know, it's a bit like the question I asked you about. You know, the what you were uh, depth or breadth in terms of music. Yeah. You know, we could we one could always hammer one part of someone's yeah. life and just go deep, 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 deep or try and get a picture of somebody. Yeah. Um, I do need to ask you about your luxury item now. Oh, it's a beauty, isn't it? Oh, I, I think it's fair to say I did not expect moisturiser from you. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? What a perfect luxury item, right, though. Right. I love to moisturise. Now, don't get Do you, though? Do you? I haven't had hair all my <laughs> life, pretty much, and I don't think there's anything more terrible there's having a dry head 
skin on my head and I, a bit of the face. You don't think if you so just good for my age. you don't think if you just leave. Yes, you are. You are. Your skin is amazing. <laughs> Maybe that's where I've gone wrong. I've got all these wrinkles. Do you, do you believe that your body won't just I deal with it? I was thinking you if I'm up more. there, I'm going to be dry as hell. It is true. And I'm Air thinking I can take some moisturiser just to just take to... the edge off. That, <laughs> just to make. You've got to look. look. I love it in the morning. Wake up, shower, yeah. a bit of moisturiser, ready to go. I've you always done that. You heard it here first, everyone. He's a he's such a new man. A metrosexual. A metrosexual. Who Lamping knew? metrosexual. Who knew? Uh, well, look, you know, it's one of those things. Fair enough. You're out. I do proud. use and I, I, I use olive oil. If olive I get oil. down in the, into the morning, into the kitchen. Olive oil. Yeah, olive oil, or out of my moisturiser bottle, I get the grapeseed oil. Splash a bit okay. of that on, ready to go. So you don't. I've been you, doing that for years. So you don't spend the the, the, the thousand dollars on the no, Estee Lauder wank, products, right? Right. That's well. That, yeah. I, that's my opinion. It is. Is is that this this there's this racket that yeah, separates, especially women it's from like lots of money, psycho drugs and stuff. Yeah, I mean, someone's got to make money. Someone's making money somewhere. You get some. You get someone come on that's clearly way more beautiful than. 99.9% of, of the world want a supermodel yeah. then they airbrush her face and yeah. then she tells you to put something on you I feel very sad I look at Instagram and I look at all those girls yeah. that are probably and guys now as well their face just doesn't it's just not real right? it's just like <laughs> cartoon it's like it's weird it doesn't I know it's like Lady Gaga in that terrible that terrible film the internet They've got, they've got, they've been Botoxed and they're, yeah. they're saying that it's because of this great. Those lips, those big fat lips. Gee whiz. But they're trying to become Instagram sellers, selling products, that's, and that's just out of control. There's thousands of them. That's a viable career now, isn't it? Yeah. YouTube channel yeah. or, or whatever. I mean, well, it, you know, again, it is what it is. What are you going to do? Like the, I know. The people are getting what they want, right? It is a new career form, I suppose. I mean, that, you know, talking as a, a, a father of three daughters, and believe me, I'm front foot on this. It is so hard. You know, they're not on the internet, you know, or best of our ability. They're certainly not on social media. And yet, they're, they're talking about creams on their faces and yeah, you know, putting bloody... Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. uh, grumpy, it's grumpy, too, grumpy. too far gone. Grumpy old man, that's it. What are you going to do? It's gone. It's All you can do is... Got to go the flow. Look, I, yeah. Set an example. Okay, so you've got moisturiser. That actually does make sense in space. I guess you're going to... It's pretty dry out there. I know, not many people else. No one else is ever going to say that. <laughs> Famously, there's no water, so... Yeah. But but are we taking... So moisturiser, are we taking some sort of grapeseed oil or are we going to go... No, we just... Look, I can't... Baby cooking, lotion. Am I cooking up there? Yeah, you've got oh, a kitchen. olive oil. Should cover it. See, covering two. Yeah, I don't cook with the grapeseed oil. <laughs> Choice of film... Well, there you go. This is a no-brainer for me. Is it? It was either going to be this or Moonstruck. Go on, tell us. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was. I love it Moonstruck. Was. I know you Rocky, love Moonstruck. Rocky 2. Rocky 2. Because anyone can sit down and watch that movie over and over again. Now, don't tell me when that's, that's on TV. That's true. That you, don't. you can't stop watching it. You can't. It's a bit like Godfather yeah. 2. It's one of the very few yeah. films that the, the, the sequel was better yeah. than the first. And I didn't want to be like someone who... So it gives you a movie that's yeah, art. it's like something from Czechoslovakia yeah, in 1940. Yeah, that's no. right. Or Amelie or something. That, oh, let's say I love Amelie. That's shot, that shot beautifully. <laughs> Look at the colours in that movie. Fuck off. It's not Rocky 2. <laughs> oh, boy. You know yeah, I, but I love Moonstruck. Right. I love Moonstruck. I love a love story. And I love Nicolas Cage and that. <laughs> Rocky 2 is a love story. Yeah, yeah, I know. That is a it's love, love story. It's a love between men. Yeah, of course, no. And a love between Ooh, man and woman. Yeah, it's, I know. That's what I'm saying. But... The whole bit with Cher and how he cuts his brother's about... 
fucking Moonstruck. Can we talk about Rocky 2? Yeah, Rocky 2, go. Okay, Rocky 2. Rocky 2, you you decided to go with the one where where he wins in the end. Yeah, well, I love Rocky 1. Of course. But Rocky 2 is a better story. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, and it is a love story. I think more so than anything else, it's about those two. Yeah. Um, But I was trying to explain to Lisa last night how, you know, boxers, they don't, they, a lot of them, they come from nothing. Yeah, yeah. It, they don't have anything else. A lot of them, they fight because yeah. they're fighting for survival. Oh, it's the it's the classic how to get out yeah. of a yeah. really poor social That's situation, right. right? I, you know, being absolutely serious, that there's so many layers to the the Rocky, not just yeah. the the, the early all films, of them, all of them, all of them. You know, I sat there during Creed two recently. Yeah, I'm and watched that this weekend actually. Amazing film. I, yeah. I, Creed amazing. one. Did you see the first Creed yep, one? Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Loved it. And I just played a little game in my head where I imagined, and this is going to be a lead up to what, what you think about Sylvester Sloan because the, I was just trying to imagine what that film would be without him in He should have been the campfire. He what? I could have taken him to the campfire earlier on. Of course, on. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to flick out Pacino. I'm going to bring in uh, Sylvester. Al's out? Al's out. Sorry, Fair Al. Enough. Fair enough. to this. You fucking cockroach! Just when I think I'm out, the um, drag me back in. The, the um, the, the, the you know, which is silly because I know it's all about Super Sloan, but the film was essentially all about Adonis Creed. You know, it was yeah, all about yeah. he's a good actor, that guy, and his the, the story with his wife was really well done, and the whole. But you take Sylvester Stallone out mm. of these things, he is so watchable on screen. Yeah. You know, he gets such a the whole thing about watching the, him age as well. Right. Oh well. Yeah. He's aged great. He, well, and he's taken the. Isn't he taken not the human growth? Yeah, no, he was. Well, allegedly. Well, allegedly and steroids well, and all that. But whatever. whatever. Has he had a heart bypass yet? Yep, yeah, he's had. I he's think so. had one. I think so. Hmm. But I mean, he's the most famous one of all of that. But you know, there was uh, there was something about you know the dirtiest race in history. Ben Johnson winning the Olympics. Yeah. And seven out of eight of them went on yeah. to get tested at some point. Yeah, one of them had a. And this is all open record. I don't think it's, I'm getting anyone in trouble saying this because it was in this book, but one of that group ended up, uh, you know, selling the juice to to whoever. I think training people, but also got a gig for the studios. So, yeah. you know, when someone like Jake Gyllenhaal needs to transform into, yeah. you know, for that... Yeah, and I've said they, some the of them get pretty big. They, what are you going to do? You've yeah. got a job. In yeah. four weeks' time, you're going to be top off in front of a camera yeah. pretending to be a boxer. What are you going to do? Yeah. You know? So I don't, I don't even have a go at Stallone about that. I think he's, I think what he did with this film, you know, uh, I'm glad you picked it. And not yeah. everyone, lots of people, you know, the big one, the big Lebowski seems to be lots of people. Yeah, favorite cause, you it's know, trendy maybe, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I remember seeing Rocky II for the first time. Yeah. Where did, you, did you see it at the I cinema? Reckon my, I reckon Dad took Tina and I to see Rocky 1 and 2 wow. at the Piri Cinema. I reckon it was a back-to-back. Right. Oh, yeah. my goodness. That I would be good. it was. That'd be good. God, he's probably taking us for probably seven and eight yeah, years Yeah, I was going to say this. Like, go to the movies tonight. Mum's at work. <laughs> take the there. kids, yeah. Oh, heaps of popcorn. No Netflix in yeah, those days. Yeah. Um, I reckon we did, actually. I'd quiz him on that, but he probably doesn't remember. It wasn't that. Rocky 3? It wasn't... You don't remember, cause no, that was, it was Rocky 3 I saw here on Jetty Road in Glenelg. Ah. Uh, it was the... Uh, no, did I see that one in Glenelg? Which one was Drago 4? 4. No, Drago 4 was in Glenelg. Rocky three was Mr. T. I was at St. Nan's up here at the tennis camp, right. state tennis camp. Right. And I think we saw it there. I'll pop it on video. I mean you've got I know you've got a very good memory, but 
I would hazard a guess that there's not many. I mean, exactly what what you said. You you remember where you were when yeah. you saw these films. Yeah. They just burn into yeah. you, don't they? I walk around Adelaide and I remember things that happen just by walking around. Yeah, yeah. Like flashbacks all the time. Smells as well. You smells big... totally smells. Yeah. I, you know, I smelt my grandparents yesterday. Where? No, I'm sorry. That's what. I spelt the Rover yesterday. Your V8? Yeah. I oh. got into the machine I work in and because the sun had been at something and reacted and I got in there and went, God, that smells like the Rover. It's like transmission fluids yeah, mixed with fuel. Like, yeah, oh. And I thought, oh, why did I sell that car? I can tell you why you uh, sold that car. Yeah. It's like the one that you, I drove around the with you. White one, the, yeah. It's dangerous. It was fast. It was great. I mean, it spent 90% of its time up on blocks, right? It was... Uh, yeah, well, it was it, rebuilt. <sighs> Several times, wasn't it? No, once that one was it because it had that, yeah. That, that you don't, you know, what one of those, you know, those big old Hemi what, blocks, the V8 Hemi yeah, blocks. Yeah, that was a Buick, small block V8, though. But the, I nailed that car when I had the metal fuel line put in, yeah, and the twin carbs were rebuilt. That never missed a beat. I thought things kept going wrong with no, it. No, no, not after oh. I had it rebuilt. I was such a cool and and you know with the suspension and and uh, because remember when you got married? That's when I was having trouble with the fuel. I had to change all the fuel lines because when it was getting hot, you drove to our wedding. Yeah, I drove you to the wedding yeah. in that car. <clears throat> but I was going to say I was out, I was actually out on North Terrace yes North Terrace yes yesterday and and I think this this guy and a woman went past in a really cool old I think it was was it a Buick or Chevy anyway yeah one of those. Beasts, yeah, you know, Adelaide. You see the classics still getting around here, wallowing down the road, and that smell yeah. of, you know, that sound that proper, <laughs> yeah. and and this, you know, it sounds like it's turning over at twenty RPM, yeah, yeah, and that smell of just that car, just you know, the sound just being in a V eight, yeah. Just... I remember being in your Rover, and obviously for me, at the association with England yeah, and yeah. all that, but yeah, when it accelerated, you just felt the the shocks and the suspension just yeah, kind of dealing yeah. with it, you know. And just when it got to that pace, and then there's a yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. yeah. Well, great. I spent car. a lot of money on that car. Sold it for a, a seventh of the money I spent on it. I reckon. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Just there were things like shedding bits of the past and just yeah. clearing out. Yeah, you make you know, your peace. Moving on. And it was a great memory. It's yeah, a great memory. Yeah. We, we don't sit it here. It was associated with everything. And we don't sit here and go, oh, yeah. do you remember that time we cruised in the Prius? Oh, so yeah, quiet yeah, going down the street. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, they couldn't hear anything in the last. That was amazing. You remember we took out that old lady that couldn't hear us? Uh, Not that you ever had a Prius. Um, how did we get there from Rocky 2? I can't remember. I don't know. Uh, memories. Memories, smells, that's right, yeah. smells, smells. So you smelt, you, 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 there was something that I took do. you back to your grandparents. Yeah, I do, I do. Because I the... think about my grandparents all the time. Which, uh, which ones are we English talking about? English ones. You're right, in, in you know, uh, Mackay. Yeah, only two the other night when I, was, when I sit around thinking, how do I get here? And I think about mm. when I was in Melbourne, I used to drive to my grandparents every Monday yep. to see them. And yeah. it feels like yesterday, but they've been gone for such a long time, you know. Yeah. It's just time. Yeah. Time flies and grandma going into the home and yeah, yeah. being there and getting older is just uh, not something I really want to do. I hope I die before I get old. <sighs> totally. Look, I don't know. I, I think going back to again, I'm 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 being such a pro here. I remember you know when you talk, when you said about you know not having a plan and just there, there's some advantage to not looking forward too much. I think never have you know. Never just, have. I, I, like I said to Lisa, I, I want to have, you know, do what we're doing now. Maybe 
build a get to Wollonga, build a big outdoor pool mm. area so mm. we can spend our time chilling out big veggie garden you know yeah. you know just take it easy i mean i'm envious of your when you said that about watering your tomatoes yeah. I'm, I'm i'm so envious of of people like just like you that can that can find peace of mind doing simple yeah, things like that it down a level it's it's a talent or it's a gift i suppose to to be able to find peace in yeah that simple easy things easy things so um, I wish I wish I could get some of that, but it's uh, I love it. I love I love hearing other people say it. Um, all right. Yeah, but uh, there's a flip side of that too. The boys kick the foot, the soccer ball around the backyard. I don't want to eat the tomatoes, <laughs> so I turn into a grumpy old man. Get over the grumpy how did this guy get into our life? We can't stay, even play soccer in our backyard. Yeah, stay away tomorrow. from my tomatoes. Wow. Yeah, you really you know, have you really yeah. have found your piece. You know, and they said, why don't you put up a fence? You know? yeah. I should put up a fence. Put but, up a fence. You know, like, get rid of the know, trampoline. Yeah, I look. Put up a fence. I, uh, put a, I might put a pool in that backyard yet. Yeah, who knows? You got a time period on, on, on when you might uh, move to? Well, I'm gonna, maybe five years, but maybe not. Yeah. Something so might change go. next week. Yeah. That's, yeah, you know, exactly what we might move back to Melbourne. The only book you read in 24 hours? Ah, uh, yeah, the Bourdain thing. Yeah, Kitchen, Kitchen. Confidential. Well, I've never, I'm not a big reader. I mm. read biographies. Mm. I don't, I can't read fiction. I'm not really interested in that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I've str- always struggled with that. I read some, everything I read has got something to do with somebody. Yeah. That's been real. <laughs> it's a big human. Yeah. You know? Oh, if, I've heard that this. Is, I've heard this is a great book. Like yeah. just unputdownable, classically yeah, I just unputdownable. Yeah, wanted to read about him. Mm. I'm still shocked that he's dead. But yeah, he's obviously had his own issues. I, I, yeah, are you shocked? I don't know. He's. I don't he's, know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. But it strikes me that um, for someone with such a incredibly adventurous, active mind who's lived such highs, I just wonder if everything just got a bit too routine for him. Flying around the world and going to different restaurants, I don't think would be, you know, sure, it might look fantastic from the yeah. outside, but yeah. it's just a job to somebody yeah. else. So you think he might have just got, yeah, just got fed just up with that? he got sick of his job. I think there might be, and Lisa and I debate this a little bit, I think we think there's something going on in the background that no uh, one knows about. Okay, yeah. You know, and... That's uh, right, there was... There was a rumour that she, he paid off some sure. guy and there was a rumour that maybe... Oh, they were both sleeping with other people. Or yeah. Maybe just got really depressed. And I mean, it's all gossipy stuff, I guess. Yeah, yeah who knows? It's, it's, it's pretty sad. But what, what's, what, what's uh, I think, inarguable is that, I mean, I haven't read it, but but from everything I've heard, that this mm. was just an amazing book. It just, everybody yeah, thought it was. Yeah, it is. And I did, honestly, I did read it, and I, I, I did sit there and knock it out. Just and I don't think I've ever done that with any book. Yeah. I don't know what I was so intrigued about. just wanted to... You know, what, how did it all start for him sort of thing? Yeah, his story, right? You said yeah. you love listening to stories. Yeah. And New York in the 80s as well, yeah, was that part of it? Yeah, 80s, early 80s, mid 80s. And that was, that was kind of fascinating, yeah. I guess. But, I mean... That was, that was transitioning. Well, was work and party, though. I mean, yeah. you know, and it's like a lot of those guys. That was right in the middle of the gentrification, right? It went yeah. from the, the Warriors yeah. to uh, American yeah. Psycho to post-2000, to, mm-hmm. uh, you know... 9-11 yeah 9-11 yeah well Jesus that's transitioned god that's 18 years ago yeah man wow TikTok the sun is the same in a relative way but you're older yeah yeah it's, it's so true. <laughs> <laughs> 
Could I have Pink Floyd? Yeah, I know. I was thinking about that too the other day. Which album would you have gone with Pink Floyd? What is it? Collection of Great Dance Songs. <laughs> what? I don't know. What's that album called? Collection of Great Dance Songs. Yeah, oh, is that a best of? Yeah, it's like a oh, best of. Um, yeah, yeah I don't know. I had Echoes. I like the wall. Echoes was there. You like the wall? I yeah. like the wall. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I don't. Yeah, it's, yeah. Dark Side of the Moon for you? I love Momentary Lapse of Reason. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because that was when they toured here with that album. Yep, yep that, that is a great album, though. What about the Delicate Sound of Thunder? Then the live version of that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that is great. Yeah, yeah. they're a great band. Oh, yeah, Dave Gorman. What did he turn seventy-four or something yesterday? Did as well? he? Something like that. Man, talking about great guitar times. Yeah, they're all going to die at about the same oh, time. We're going to have a week yeah. of about forty celebrity guitarist deaths. The worst. Richards will go and then they're just going to fall. Once Keith gives up, they're all just going to drop. That's it. What's, what have we got to live yeah, for? Yeah, Keith's gone. Yeah. I've known from Sean Connery for a while, either. He's like 84 now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Oh, it man. comes to us all, man. I don't want to. I don't want to end on this note, bruv. I want to. I want to be. Saying, I want to go out on a high. I want. I want West Ham to win tonight. It's not happening. Playing Cardiff. Yeah, they have bogey team. Oh, I swear you know it was what, more though, bogey yeah, team. I was actually thinking that we are a sniff away from finishing seventh. <laughs> We've got Huddersfield next week as well. Only, so only a West Ham fan could... Point, six points. I've got to explain for everyone six that points that's a positive. In, I know, six points in the bag, but they'd run home, snag a few, and I think we've got Tottenham. We might end up in seventh. Fortune. Just imagine. Fortunes. <laughs> couple of West Ham fans. And with a bag full of cash to buy some players oh, at the yeah. end of the year. Yeah, and who, everyone Lanzini coming back last week it was like oh here we go we're back back cash back. to buy to buy some mercenary that will leave us a season later well I don't think Anatovic will, will go I hope not this is possibly getting a bit esoteric for most people at this point but what the take home who cares it's, I don't care it's your interview but, but the take home point is that a couple of West Ham fans are getting misty eyed about finishing up in 7th place yeah. in a league which tells you all you need to know about West Ham just Mind imagine you, if we'd we won, won the World Cup. And, that's right, and we could have won the FA Cup in 2006. Oh, no. So Still think to, about that I night. I so don't want to think about it. It was a cracking night, It was though. a great night. we end up in the cross or somewhere yeah. after No, that. we ended up uh, down Paddy Cleveland Street, Street oh, towards right. Surrey yeah. Hills. Oh, God. But that was a great night, yeah. but talk about fortunes always hiding. That's the night I landed oh. in Sydney and the plane oh, went sideways on the runway. Oh, because I remember. It was so, remember the storm? You were pretty shaken up, yeah. We nearly hit the grass. I remember it bounced, that, that feeling of boof, boof. Yeah. That was crazy. Oh, boy. Anyway, okay. So what have you done? Blah, blah. Oh, yeah. So we've got one piece of music. You've chosen The Clash. Yeah. Uh, quote or proverb, every day is a school day. Yeah. I like that. That's a positive little thing to yeah, end Yeah, every on. day is a school day, though. There's a lot to learn in the world, yeah. right? Not to learn. Always learning. Well, this is the point... We're at four and thirteen. Gee, yeah, man. It's, it's about the time that Nicholas's was as well. Yeah. I think. Um, mate, it's fantastic, bro. Do you feel alright about yeah, it? Yeah, I'm great. Yeah, that I'm was good. so much fun. I always, yeah, I always come out of these feeling like I've had a a, a stronger connection yeah. with, with with whoever I'm talking yeah. to. Probably go away thinking about things I could have talked about or things we've yeah. missed. But well, that's that's on me though, right? Now. That's on me because I. Oh I, no, but I'm just yeah. But that's I, my I'm fault. Saying that, I mean, that's my fault. I've talked about things that I didn't think I'd talk about. I haven't thought about for a long time as well. 
that very selfishly for me yeah. that that's that makes me feel good that that we've gone into some corners of your yeah. mind and explored and kicked about yeah. a bit that, that you might not have done for a while or whatever and someone in uh Peru might listen to this. Yeah, certainly Russia. <laughs> Nagasaki. <laughs> well, we've got got a couple in Japan. All oh, right. Yeah, got yeah, got right. a few listeners in Japan. I've just tra- I've just changed. Or oh, my, my my man Scott, my, the, who yeah, looks after all the yeah. tech side of it. Scotty, what what a legend he is. He's taken us out of one podcast hosting service to another, and what that means is that. I think when we left, we're about 19,000 downloads yeah, listeners, yeah. but we've lost all of that information, yeah. which is whatever. That's fine. Um, but for the next few days, not that this will be up yeah. for a while, the next few days, we're not appearing in um, iTunes until it gets, until oh, okay, the new yeah. host in service comes do, up. Uh, do, you, do they show you how long people are listening for? Or? That's a good question. Yeah, because I always uh, wondered about that. Because... Yeah, because I do serve. As in, do you do you listen all the way through at once? Yeah, or you, yeah. yeah. It, what, no, what Scott said to me was that you're going to be impressed with. I can't remember how he said it, but basically the um, the data that they give you is more detailed from the yeah. new hosting service. I was going to say there must be some really good ones. Yeah, because because at the moment, I imagine nineteen thousand sounds amazing, but I imagine if you stop it and then start it again, that counts as two. Yeah, oh, okay, I, I imagine. Right. I yeah, think. I gotcha. Um, yeah. But anyway, um, I think we covered yeah, it was a fair great. bit. Thanks very much for doing that. We, I did think about it a lot yesterday. I think, oh, I'm going to get interviewed tomorrow. Oof. What am I going to talk about? <laughs> did, did you? I mean, you must have known that I had so much I wanted to ask you and yeah. so much to talk about. Yeah. I feel like we got an yeah. idea of the true you as I see it. I think, yeah. I think, I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope, yeah. I hope that your mum and dad love it and Tina and Lisa and... Oh. God, the just them thinking about them listening to us. Like, oh, no. I, yeah. Glad it was censored. Glad <laughs> this is M-rated. <laughs> no, because, you know, I think you spoke beautifully about, um, about you know, I don't really your speak wife. much about my mum and dad, though. No. Anyway, just on the side note, they've been fantastic. Yeah, okay. I've, lucky. I've been lucky. If anything about my life, I think I feel very lucky that okay. I've had a good life. Yeah. I haven't had a lot of shit. I've had a lot of bits and pieces that have been crappy at times, but it comes fortunate. It fortunate. comes from a bedrock of beautiful parents, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And I think, yeah, I think the whole f- family life is, in a whole, I've been lucky to have a big family, good cousins. Yeah, yeah. Haven't ever been lonely or had no one to knock around with or no. go for a beer with or, you know, I've always had good friends. See, I think I've been fortunate like that. Yeah, a man can go out with courage into the yeah. world if 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 he has some if some if his family's got his back yeah. like like yours clearly That's has. Right. And yeah, I've just just done what I've always wanted to do. I've never been really held back by my parents. They've not really said I can't do that. No, they they've really had no say. <laughs> <laughs> well, even though even them. though the compliments like that, which yeah. is a beautiful comes right at the end. I, yeah. I hope they make it all the way through to listen to yeah, that. Yeah. I'll have to say, yeah. make sure you listen to the bit about four hours. Every time they go shopping, they'll probably <laughs> play in the car. Oh, God, here he goes again. You can say I love you too, yeah. Mum and Dad, at yeah. this point. You can yeah. say that. Um, I love you, Mum and Dad. Yeah. And I um, love you too, Tina, if you're wondering. Oh. <laughs> she knows. I love yeah, you too, yeah. brothers. Yeah, well. I love you too. Man. Thank, thanks for doing this. Um, I feel blessed to have you in my yeah. life. I'm lucky to be married to your sister. You're lucky that I'll <laughs> luckily I, I support West Ham and love our mate but, uh, but lucky also that she came with yeah. you know, your mum and dad it's and you it's been a good package you, you, did, good package. you, you did get a good package I, I did alright <laughs>